Painkiller already, episode 391. We were going to have a guest, Steve Hofstetter, but at the last minute he had tech issues. So you're getting the uh, just the gang here. Kyle? Yeah, a couple sponsors tonight. Get Quip, Man Crates, Movement Watches, uh, Dollar Shave Club. And uh, yeah, we'll get to those guys later on in the show. Of course, links in the description if you just can't wait. But we were talking about Stan Lee a moment ago. Uh, he's the guy who basically is responsible for a... Like all of the cool Marvel characters. He invented mm-hmm. them. He was the, the guy behind them. And uh, 95 years old now. Of course, he gets a cameo in like every single Marvel movie. He's always in there, which is, which is fun and funny. Uh, a little sad news coming from, from his side, though. I, I guess he's filed this restraining order against his business partner for elder abuse. This now, guy. Uh, I wanna, what is elder? There's a lot of ways to abuse the elderly. You know, you, yeah. you, you might just make fun of the size of their pool. Me. <laughs> what did they do to him in particular? Uh, well, it seems like his partner sort of has... Um, uh, what, what would you call it? Has he like, um, co-opted his life? Like yeah, snuck in and started stealing con- his resources and making decisions for him? Well, he took control of Mr. Lee's home uh, in February of this year, and he hired a security team and began making all of the household decisions. And uh, since then... Um, He's, uh, he's denied access to pretty much any of Lee's family or anyone else who wants to like come visit him. And Wait, his he, actual home you're talking about? Like yeah. He's making home decisions? Like, I want tapioca. And he's like, you'll get snack packs, and that's the end of it. No like, more rice pudding in this household. Yeah, yeah he's, he's literally like kind of locked him into his own house. Uh, Mr. Lee has a large estate worth over $50 million. Uh, nice. he's, uh, that's not as much so, as I would think for the guy that invented all of the, the X-Men. In particular, Superman, yeah. What, right? what, so I want to say that the movie started with seen. Iron Man ten years ago. Are you telling me he was not worth much ten years ago? Yeah, neither, Marvel was in the dumps uh, like before the like the current uh, you know movie universe took off and be- and became this this multi billion dollar uh, cash cow. Like there was a time when it was for sale in the nineties for like a, a very small amount of money. Uh, oh, that whole, would suck to spend your whole life building that up and it. Really, you know, tips at the age of 85. Right? And so 85 to 95 is his prime best of the best. (laughs) But you're too old. Your dick's not working. Oh, oh, wait. Stan Lee got very little of that $4 billion is in the the article. And so that sucks. Maybe he probably had to write a predatory contract just for them to take it off his hands and help him get those off the ground. Because some venture capitalist. He probably didn't play a big role in its recent success either. Like, he probably had a more commanding role in what Marvel was and did. When it sucked, you know, during the years that, like Kyle mentioned, it was kind of a dog in the 90s. Now, someone else has taken his seed and made it grow into a far, uh, crop, and he didn't get all that money. Yeah. Well, I mean, now, he, you know, a fair, lot of these characters, you know, he's old as fuck, right? A lot of these characters, I believe, he came up with in, like, the 60s and 70s. You know, like, like he invented many of the characters that, that we know today. Yeah. In the 60s and 70s, he was, like, older than Woody is now. Yeah, <laughs> that's when he was like really pushing hard. Yeah, you know? Freaking, like, I don't know if that's true. So he's ninety five, right? Let's. He was let's, born in twenty three. Um. So in the sixties, that would be fifty years ago, right? So he'd be my age in the sixties, I guess. Yeah. I'm forty five. Yeah, Damn. he'd be forty five in nineteen sixty eight, which is very old. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> almost dead. Um, <laughs> 45 and 68 is ancient. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I yeah. can tell you this. Your dick still works. So. But what his didn't because they were like, what do you do again? 
You know, all the flapper girls, whatever the fuck was going on. That's a little too, <laughs> too, a little too late. You know, they're going to the drive-in and whatever. And he's like, I make up uh, Superman. I make up one guy has bones that are made of metal. And claws, come, come back, come back. Like, <laughs> fuck, I swear to God, 50 years from now, this is going to be a hit. <laughs> but I've got an old shriveled dick that just doesn't work no matter how hard. You know, he wants to be Viagra Man now. They're all elder-related things. Uh, uh, continence man, you know, doesn't wake up with a wet bed. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's, he's a character. He's so regular. Now, at least. <laughs> he is 95. So, like, it really isn't that unusual to have a family friend or someone like that managing your house at that age, you know? Like, not defending. I don't know how, how lucid he is. Well, like, Stan Lee also isn't defending it because he's, he's filed a restraining order against this man to, to try to escape his, his clutches. That could have been I, done in an ambient stupor yeah, for all we. Yeah, uh, well, he didn't call him uh, an N-word or anything like that, so... Oh, not Probably like a, not. So much for the ambient theory. It makes you racist. Yeah, <clears throat> it absolutely does. Right. Uh, amb- ambient makes you so goofball out of your mind. Like, like, like I, it really does. It, I mean... Of course. I, I'm just poking fun. That sucks to be a 95-year-old guy who invented the story behind all these huge movies that you're getting a pittance relatively for, and then to have your manager... You know, controlling what Ritz flavors you can buy and not letting you get the sodas you want. You're too old for beer, you know. But no one seems to be on my team when I do the inverse and say Bill Cosby and Walter Frey had wonderful lives because they weren't fucked until the very end. Well, well, no one has murdered all of Stanley's family and and he hasn't been disgraced and blinded by the Lord. And Walter Frey isn't real. (laughs) <laughs> okay, these are all valid points. Still, Walter Frey led his version of a dream life. Bill Cosby loved to put the pills in the people and didn't get busted until he's old and done. They're still not done with his ass. He thinks he's done. Like they'll keep him alive. To he's like he's like in the movies when they're like, oh, we're gonna keep you alive for a long, long time while we torture you. That's Bill Cosby. Like the we're we're not letting him fade didn't away. Did he he's, already get convicted? Yeah, like that was the story a while ago. They're going to probably let him on house arrest or something, right? I hope he's not. He's so old. He looks older than Stan Lee. Yeah, he looks. He looks. His eyes have faded away, and like 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 an old fucking. Oh, he's uh, got sixteen-year-old dog eyes. <laughs> I was just gonna say. That's great. Yeah, yeah I'm looking for Stan pictures Lee of could, him. He looks great. You would think Stan Lee could call on some of these Marvel actors to come and like help him out if someone's roughing him up and holding him hostage though right yeah but like most of them have got shit to do they're filming the marvel movies he can call like hawkeye <laughs> jeremy renner come over he's free that guy up for him. hey if you're not making another bomb recovery movie can you pop on over and help <laughs> me did you see the new movie that he that he what's his name jeremy renner tag tag looks great have you tag seen the trailer great. for Tag? It has music I, in it, so I no. can't show it. But yeah. Tag, it, it, if, you, if you haven't heard the premise of this, it's based on a real story. So this is a thing. Uh, a guy and his, what, four or five friends do this thing where for the month of May, they play Tag. And it sounds lame, but one of them has literally never been it. And it went on for like a decade, you know, just one month a year. And yeah. he's never been it. And he takes it like more seriously than the rest and, and really goes out of his way to avoid putting himself in situations where he might be tagged. And uh, I think the point of the movie is to make the guy who's never been it, it. I'm not sure. But it just looked like a fun film. I want to check it out. Yeah, it's a really good cast. As Chiz just said, it's Jeremy Renner. 
uh, Hannibal Burris, who I really like. Uh, he is the oh, one, by funny. the way, who exposed uh, Bill Cosby. He's he's the reason that uh, you know he, he came out making all those jokes. Rashida Jones, who was uh, of course in the Office. John Hamm, big fan of him. Ed Helms, oh, yeah. also in the Office, the Nard Dog. And uh, I like Isla Fisher a lot. Uh, this is a terrible photograph of her as Anna, but uh, but she's very cute in real life. She's the one who's got she's got like a line. Something about her ginger pussy or something. Even in the uh, in the trailer, looks like it's. A, I think it's an R-rated comedy, which I She's enjoy. She's very pretty in this picture too. I think. Eh. Looks looks good, but. Yeah, resting yeah. bitch face in this picture, if you ask me. Like like she was. Looks like uh, she. She looks like, like she's smelling like the first tenth of a fart. She's not sure what it is yet, but she's working through it. Yeah, yeah, something's gone wrong. <laughs> she's not like, like I don't know what those words are behind her, but they're not Oscars. It's not the Academy Awards. She's at like the MTV Music Awards, and she's like, why did I have to come? The Kids' Choice Award. She just knows 30 oh. minutes from now she's going to get slimed. If they slime me this year. <laughs> I so went through enough of that anymore. on the casting couch. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I, I'm also really interested in that movie tag. <laughs> it I, took I me a second to put that together, Kyle. That was yeah, good. Because of the ejaculate. Ah, um, yeah. But it, after a second, I, I did get on the same page. Come <laughs> joke. Yeah. Enough of that sliming on the casting couch. I'm like, what is he talking Oh, right. Good joke. Yeah, well, that sounds like a good movie. Like, it just sounds silly enough that, and realistic enough that it's not, it's like you and your friends could, you know, do something like that if you wanted. It's not totally unreasonable. Well, it's based it on wouldn't true story, be, which is interesting. Yeah, oh, we well, did dumb you know, stuff like so that. So is American Sniper. No, there, was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was a sniper in Afghanistan. <laughs> we had um, some, in my area, so in the area I grew up, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles were like the team that everyone rooted for, the football team. And uh, the Giants and the Cowboys, to some extent, were like the number one enemy team. And we used mm-hmm. to, uh, we had some sort of like, it must have been a magnet because it was easy to switch. And we put it on each other's cars, like a Philadelphia, Gi- I'm sorry, a New York Giants magnet to make it look like they rooted for the wrong team. It's a stupid thing, but we would just slip it on there and you'd be like, ah, got me. Fun. Yeah, those car-related pranks can be fun. One of my friends in high school, he didn't like one of the teachers, so he pulled a really funny prank where he pooped on the hood of his car. <laughs> it, it was a hoot. You, you, there would be DNA Yeah, you went to like scat high over there. <laughs> it's like it, all these people... It's. It sounds like there's a lot of scat, scatological stuff going on over there. It's like three very prolific people. <laughs> like, it's like the three people, like, you know, in South Park when Cartman is the reason, you know, he's the 1% reason that they have to have Jim all day or whatever because he's so fat he ruins yeah. their scores. That's what it was. If they did a per capita feces, you know, malfeasance per student, it would look really high. But it was really just three Three shit bandits, you know, for the most part. The main one, and then, you know, a couple of miscreants. I don't recall any poop bandits in my high school. Yeah, uh, after your time. <laughs> we did have some, uh, some people getting head in the hallways. That was a frequent problem. And uh, it was funny. There were different outlooks on it, right? It, it, like, um, Head in the hallways? Yeah, well. So you just be like, hey, high five. I, it would be in like the stairwell, you know, so so like the stairs go up and up and there's kind of like a, a little bit of privacy maybe under the stairs if you convince yourself of it. And, uh, it would be between, I don't know, it'd be during class, of course. Like it, it wouldn't be at the time that all thousand students are like roaming the halls, but you know, the stairwells are not that busy 
between or during the classes so yeah people would go back there and they'd get blowjobs and every so often they'd get caught and some of the students were like oh my god can you believe it how embarrassing whatever i i of course never got head uh in the in the hallways but if i was caught it would be like yeah i get head sometimes <laughs> so embarrassed i i don't like, think you'd be like oh no i've Finally, <laughs> exactly. You know, like, yeah. I've been dancing on this nice edge for so long. <laughs> I have been ringing a bell and sounding an air horn every time I got head, and I can't get caught. Yet it finally happened. Yeah, no, I, I just, I, I think that I would have a little bit of proud in me if I were to get caught getting head in the stairwell. Whereas uh, some people would be proud and some would be embarrassed. The opinions varied. Yeah, I mean. How could it be that big of a problem when they just post a teacher there? Like, hey, get that dick out of your mouth. Go to class. Ah, uh, well, there might have been like eight stairwells or something. It, it'd be a lot to post like eight teachers at all the different ones. And the yeah. only place I, I, did, I don't know of anywhere specific, the high school like sex stories going on. I know under one stairwell where like there was a place where they kept like rolled up mats that they they're like using the multi-purpose room, and that was one area. But it was only mm. like one area, and so. It's pretty rare, and I only heard about it. I never knew it for sure. And then behind a dumpster <coughs> in the back of the school, which these it are may terrible be a little places. trashy to be given head in the stairwell. It's very trashy to do it close enough to like feel the stickiness of a dumpster and hear the flies. There was um, dumpster girls. Apparently, there were people who had sex repeatedly and didn't get caught like for ages. There was a costume room. Like, like we had a little theater auditorium. Does every high school have that? And yeah. uh, there was, like, a room with just racks of clothes that they used in various plays. And uh, people would have sex in that place. Uh, what you about you, Kyle? Where was like, all the public uh, sex? There, there wasn't any public sex. People just went to a, you know, a structure outside of the school. They were able to keep it in their... Nobody was fucking at school except for a teacher. <laughs> there was a teacher who got caught fucking one of the coaches. And she was married, and I and her son was my age, and he went to school with us. And it was a it was a real scandal. Uh, I won't. I was about to say the name, but but even now it seems like I shouldn't say. Uh, but everybody everybody knew. Everybody knew. I mean, there was a divorce immediately after. Like like, like the dad divorced her. Uh, Did because, everybody give him shit, or was it like, ooh, don't bring that up to Billy? Yeah. No. Nobody. What what name did you just say? Billy, I just made. Oh, one up. you were so close! Oh, <laughs> like, oh my God, do you know Walter? about this dude? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, but, but yeah, no, we never, uh, you know, never brought that up to him. Um, I'm like ninety five percent sure that a teacher was fucking one of the female students at my school. Nice. And they spent so much time together, and they would like. I, I want to say they even held hands, and she mm. was really pretty, like. Uh, she was just fit and she had big boobs and she was pretty and she was kind of alternative uh, in her Ooh. styling. And um, yeah, I, sounds I, like it. I won't say her name because it's not, I mean, that would be a horrible thing. I she, mean, let's, let's get to the bottom of this. Let's track her down. I, I looked at her on Facebook every so often. It seems like she's living a normal life and such. Like, you know, well, but, let's message her right now. Let's, 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 let's and find out. And she's still this. with that teacher. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He was old. Like, that was a thing, too. Like, uh, in terms of like the student population, I would place her in the top ten or fifteen percent, like in ter in terms of hotness, right? She wasn't like that one supergirl in the class, but she was at the top of the list. And uh, the teacher, on the other hand, 
balding dude, gray hair, like, you know, way fatter than I am, you know, like, like, I, I don't know how he scored tail that 90% what, of the kids what couldn't he teach. I, I, I feel like I'm getting into uh, a specifics on well, that. Well, some girls are into oh, that. They, okay. have, they have like a daddy fetish, right? They, they want a, an older gentleman. Yeah, but I feel like that daddy fetish is more like a sexy, fit, attractive, powerful male figure. Not, not a always. literal, you know, beer gut, bowling on Wednesday evenings dad. Not I, when they're 16. I would and what, say... You don't have to answer like the class itself. It, was it the kind of class... That would be very difficult for this person to pass independently. No, she was. Oh, okay. uh, she did fine in school, and this wasn't the hardest class. So, so yeah, I don't think that was related. I, I think that, I think they clicked. Is what I think. But mm. he, I think he probably saw an opportunity because he's clearly kind of a predator. Yeah, yeah. right. Not kind of a predator. He's a predator. Yeah, I, I and. Like it, so she was uh, like a little more emotionally mature than the other kids in school. I think that's my my personal impression of her. But um, still, she was like sixteen, seventeen. So nice. Yeah, she, but but you know, emotionally mature like a nineteen year old. So you know, that's good enough for me. <laughs> it's you see, that I identified as someone who could vote. <laughs> she had a lot of strong opinions about it too. Uh, they yeah, love that, hearing ridiculous. that in court. She's, Hopefully, she's something mature for her age, Your Honor. But at 16 in Jersey, I'm almost positive you can consent. So it probably wasn't illegal unless, oh, unless there's a special thing for teachers. And I know in North Carolina there is. Wow, oh, a bit of a position of power. Eh? Yeah. Makes yeah. things a bit more complicated. Well, no. It's just what about substitute teachers? Could I slide in that way? I'm... This is Kyle. He teaches aerobics once a semester. <laughs> 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 Let's see those squat thrusts. Uh, I'm just going to get under you so I can watch your form. No, no. <laughs> that ass is far too close to the ground. <laughs> when you're doing push-ups, arch the back. <laughs> ass up. Yeah. Uh, those shorts are, are hampering your flexibility. Let's do panty aerobics. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm sure everyone's sore now. We're going to get out the vibrating massagers. <laughs> No, don't do it to yourself. Help your partner. Help your partner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's better and better. Taylor's good at this. <laughs> don't worry. I'm, I'm only recording for, for, for later so I can check on your form. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, man. So much money selling those tapes. I Speaking mean, of pedophiles, <laughs> uh, I guess like a ring of pedophiles with like 2,500 individuals were arrested uh, like this week, right? Um, no. And, uh, well, that's no. great news. Where yeah, were they? I looked. So, so I first saw it on our conspiracy, which for some mm -hmm. reason I haven't filtered. And they're like, nobody's talking about it. 2,300 pedophiles were just arrested. It turns out that this thing has been going on for years and years, that those pedophiles have been arrested over the course of like the last four years or something. Okay. And that it's not a current story. It's almost just a current like media criticism that they're not covering the it it is in the u.s yeah okay. and and i guess i don't know who it is it's one of the federal places. so i guess it'd be the fbi who does uh internal stuff as opposed to the cia and um yeah they have an ongoing operation and they've caught like 2300 people in the last so many months or years and it's just they're always nabbing but people. they're all they're all part of the same ring right like that's the deal um 
I'm not 100 percent sure. So is it like they've caught one guy and then through his connections they can't caught another and it was like a spider web of pedophiles and they've rounded up 2,300 so far. I think that's the deal. They got like a mailing list or something like that. Those poor pedophiles. We yeah. feel sorry for them, right? It wasn't like they walked in like, so what group is renting the amphitheater tonight? The <laughs> Pedophile Association. My God, give us the ticket stubs. Let's go in there and round them up. You say that, but NAMBLA actually does that, right? The, Na- the North American Manboy Love Association. Don't I've they never rent? known how real that is. It's like, 100% I've never actually real. looked at is it. What he's got his card on him now? What's what's. What are we talking about, pedophiles? Nambla. 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 <laughs> Woody's member number three. Wow. <laughs> He's the treasurer for Nambla. <laughs> the treasurer. Um, well, I don't know much about Nambla. See, yeah, I South guess Park. they've investigated 25,000 sexual abuse complaints, and they've gotten 2,300 pedophiles out of it. So I guess about 10%. And um, 195 of the... 2300 I, I don't know what i said before but about 200 of the 2300 either had child porn or committed sexual abuse mm-hmm. so i don't know but it's what like the- one of those stories where like you know it happens all the time where someone sees a picture or like graphic from like five years ago and they're like this is unacceptable and they're like this happened five years ago and they're like well it's still pretty fucked up right they're like yeah i guess so <laughs> Seventy members in the article wow Huh. I think that's too many members. I, oh, so 2,300 arrested and only 200, there's any kind of evidence, it would seem. And uh, that's just, I don't know. It's smaller than I expected. Well, but. you know, any, any pedophile off the streets is good, but that's not quite the story that it seems like they were initially trying to push. Of, yeah. You know, 2,300 rounded up from their homes real quick. Yeah, they made it sound like they just like... Ru- like, like, got them all in one fell swoop. Like, they were actually in, like you said, a conference center. Like, they, they were they were auctioning off children. Oh, yeah. Is this even, that? like, a weird number? Like, it, it's, like, if you, like, took the five years or six years or whatever the time frame was before this, would it be comparable? Like This wasn't all the pedophiles like... that were rounded up by the Justice Department in the last five years. This was all part of one ring. These, these guys were all, like, from what yeah, it seems to me. Yeah, there's more than one pedophile ring. Yeah, exactly. But what it seems is, like, like these guys have, like, mailing list and they're like sharing child pornography back and forth and stuff like that uh i i think it's like you know if, you, if you've got the new larry v stacy tape or whatever these guys are into it's like having the one of the marvel movies a couple months early it's a, it's a big to do is it just one ring for i'm not seeing anything that says that though that if it is just one ring that must be the thing that makes it the the big story i yeah, 70,000 members worldwide, the article says. Operation Rescue. That's not very creative. <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. Well, hey, we're number one. We're never one to poo-poo pedophiles being thrown in jail. I mean, we are, though, right? Like, like I, feel, I feel like there should be something else for pedophiles. As Medicare would say, you should be put up against a wall. I don't know if what Chiz is linking is the same thing. His thing ended in 2011. And I'm seeing something about Jeff Sessions commenting on how successful it was. I don't know if they're the same bust. I, I really feel like we're just going off of rumors and Reddit memes. That's and never shit stopped like us that. before. And it's not going <laughs> to stop us now. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh. Well, hey, that's good news. 
Did you guys hear that Uber's thinking about ruining their entire business model by introducing some software or some sort of feature? They applied for a patent that would allow them to spot drunk passengers. Yeah. And then the drivers would be able to say, nay, nay, I'm not going to pick up that drunk passenger. And it's like, what What do you think we're doing this for? If I'm not drinking, I'm not like, ah, you know what? I'd rather pay an, like a lot more money to go to the bar with some stranger who's going to try and talk to me for three minutes before he figures out I don't want to talk. And then it's a, a toy, coin toss if he talks to me the other 15 minutes. Like, I would just drive. Yeah, and then I would drive Lyft. myself home. Just call Lyft. You know, that, that's, that's absurd. That, uh, uh, that's the point. Right, like like a huge part of Uber's business model is picking up drunk people from like the downtown drinking areas all around the country and world, and the overwhelming majority yeah. of their business is picking up and driving drunk people around. Like that's why everywhere that it's used, uh, you know, drunk driving accidents and shit is plummeting. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, I, Chiz is saying he doesn't know about that, but that's like all of my friends that have ever used it. They like like that's why they're using it. It's because they're like getting together they're they're like they'll like park their car and leave it there overnight or, or they'll like uh, walk you know if when you're sober a two-mile walk isn't that big of a deal from an apartment to like the downtown drinking area but once you're wasted you don't stumble all the way back home um but you're going somewhere you're getting you're getting wasted and then you're getting picked up by an unpronounceable arabic man and taken back home <laughs> that's a i've lived that experience many a time yeah but i it doesn't sound like it's as dramatic as we're making it out to be right because it one they're just alerting the driver to choose whether or not they want the drunk person or not right so it's not like they're ending it, drunk yeah, service bullshit. So what if they were what if they were doing that for, for any other group of people right uh, we're not saying no asians we're just saying we've got a new camera that can identify an asian right away and if you don't want that dink in your car <laughs> like, <laughs> i don't think dink is a thing it is a thing Dual oh, income, no kids. It's a thing. It's not a racial slur. Yeah, dink isn't something you call a race, is it? I'm almost positive it is. It's people who have extra spending money because they decided not to have children. Uh, unless there's another meaning I'm not aware of. I didn't even know that meaning. I'm learning a lot tonight. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm here to help. It's, cow- it's, a racial, it's a racial slur against the, uh, the Vietnamese. It was used in movies such as Apocalypse Now and Platoon to refer to the North Vietnamese. It comes from the French Vietnamese... Buku, Dinky Dao, uh, Buku meaning very in French, and Dinky Dao is Vietnamese for crazy. Shortened, Dink, just means crazy. Don't don't question my racial slur knowledge. Uh, this, I'm a, this this is this is my area oh. of expertise. I literally can't Dinky find I yours. All I'm finding is mine. Yeah. Dink. I am finding Dink. It, so do on, you have the racial slur database? No, uh, I'm on Urban Dictionary. Like, like quick, uh, you. I got it. I got it saved oh, right here. You've linked this to us before. Like, and I remember looking through it and feeling like, and I really don't know most of these. Like, the, the list of different races you can go with is enormous. Like, on the main page. What, what are some of your personal favorites, Kyle? Some, un, some unknown ones that maybe our listeners would like to add to their repertoire on Xbox Live. Moon Cricket. <laughs> wait. Oh, wait, wait. Taylor, let's guess what Moon Cricket might be. I'm Wait, thinking it's a pale person with a squeaky voice, no. maybe a Scottish person. Not even close. No, no. Wait, Kyle, this is a good game. You're going to <laughs> use some 
that like obscure ones, and we have to guess what it is, or if you're pulling our finger and it's a made up one. <laughs> because uh, moon cricket, you're saying? Yeah, yeah Taylor, yeah. take a, take a okay. guess at it. Because we hadn't made that rule yet. I bet this is a real one, and I bet it's for black people. <laughs> it is for black people. You win. Yes. <sighs> All right. It's pretty pretty solid for me. I, one I don't for one. Get it though? So Why? Would, I, yeah, like I don't know. The, uh, Let me look up the etymology then. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're not going to have an entomology page. I hope they do. <laughs> I've never heard uh, anyone they absolutely on do. Uh, it's derived from early slave times when black people would come out at night and sing slave songs under the moonlight, like crickets. Ah. Yeah, that's not something black people do anymore. But No. Okay. Kyle, do another yes. one. All right. Uh, I, I, that one was off the top of my head, but now I'm just going to, uh, you know, use the uh, the <laughs> the racial slur database dot org. <laughs> RSDB. <It's> <laughs> uh, here's some that just oh NASA. NASA. This is an acronym. Can I hear that in a sentence, please? <laughs> Can't go out at night. Too many NASAs. All right, I'm going to guess this has to do with black people because I think the first one's an N-bomb. And outside of that, ASA. It's, it's not an N-bomb because that okay, would be okay. using another racial slur in your acronym for a racial slur. That's against the rules. Oh, Clear, clearly you you're missed, not familiar with you racial slurception. On the, on the racial slur database.org. It's, it's right on the homepage. <laughs> All right. Um, wow, so if it's... I was so sure that the N was going to be the N bomb. NASA. Taylor, bail me out. Do you have a guess? I was going to agree with you, and so uh, we might be wrong. We're clearly well, right. Well, you're, you're actually both right, but for wrong reasons. It is a North American street ape. North American street ape. All right. Let's see. I feel bad just playing this game. I, I'm I'm using the racial slur data. I, I also feel bad playing this game. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let me, I, I, I'm I'm looking through a few too. Squarehead. Um, a squarehead. Squarehead. Now, I'm going if you to watched the AMC series, um, what was it? Where they were building the the it's like uh, I'm going to find the name of it. You've got time to think about what a squarehead is. Squarehead's actually not racial. It's anyone who's joined the army and uses acronyms that they know goddamn well civilians aren't familiar with. A squarehead. False. Yeah. No. Um, um, it's if you watch that show, uh, Hell on Wheels. Is uh, it Chinese? It is not. Okay. It is not. Hell on Wheels. I have not seen it. Oh, you're missing out. It's a western. They're they they're building the the transcontinental railroad, mm. and dealing with Indians and uh, corruption the whole way and wild west shit. It's got it's got a couple of good actors in it. So what's uh, squarehead? Albanian, Albanian. Uh, we'll never guess that in a million years. Albanian. Give us another one. That's hard. I, I like coming up with my own meanings. All right, I've, I've uh, I got one. Go ahead, Taylor. Uh, berry picker. A berry picker. So, this one dates back to caveman times, and it is a guy who picks berries because he's afraid of hunting saber tooths. I feel like you're we not understanding that we're talking about race. Because <laughs> 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 you keep describing a lot of behaviors in there. No, I, uh, Barry Picker, I just made that one up. <laughs> oh, well, and now my inner racism against guys who don't hunt has come out. <laughs> Carpet pilot. 
Ooh. Oh. This is a Mexican uh, man who sits in the back no. of a van, but there are no seats for him on the way to the job. No, it's like Aladdin. <laughs> like oh. you're on your magic carpet ride. There you go. It is a racial slur for Arabs. Yes. That's of course. That make- by the way, the but I'm sc- I'm scrolling and it's like the the list of Arab racial slurs is by far the largest. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Roach rancher, rock chucker, Roman candle, rug merchant, rug pilot, rug rider, sand flea, sand kisser, sand monkey, sand mooly, which uh, do you, I don't know if uh, uh, a mooly is short for moulinian which is the Italian uh, slur against uh, black people. So, so that's you got to go a couple steps to get that one. The sand muli is, uh, well, it's the same idea as sand N-word. Uh, is sand N-word on there as a racial slur? Oh, it's the next one down. <laughs> There's a reason. he's st- You know, LMN. Yeah. <laughs> but Wings was on the show, dropped that one, and then said it wasn't a racial slur. Yeah. Do you remember that? That was he fun. I don't remember that, that but how could you say that? It's so obviously a racial <laughs> slur. <laughs> he held that belief for so long. He he was like saying "nigger" in a in a racist term, and I, w- I was like, "It is an incredibly racist racist yeah. term." I was like, "What if you called Eskimo snow niggers? You don't think that would be racist? Of course, that's racist." Like, so you're saying this is a racial slur where if you take ri- you get rid of the first half, then it becomes one. Yeah. But you add that first word, it's hunky dory. You know. Yeah, and and. Again, I, I don't think Wings is racist. We've mentioned on the show before because someone who's racist. No, he's just ridiculous. <laughs> See, the rule is is that if if Xbox would let you use one of these as your gamer tag, it's no longer racist. <laughs> so, there you go. Because these are so old. So some people define racism with what I think is an overly tight definition, and it is that if you believe your race is superior to another race, that's racist. But all these other things are not. They're merely prejudiced. But I would broaden the definition of racism to include all kinds of anger in your heart based on race. You know, to include prejudice, according to me. Yeah. Let's just get with the times. You don't have to think that Arab people are worse than you to be racist. You can just hate them. There you go. Yeah, but if you hate them, that's probably a form of you thinking you're better than them, right? It probably all comes down to thinking you're better. Uh, People hate people for being better. Yeah, that's true. Or for thinking they are better. Right? The new, uh, I don't know if we're done with this, but here's, the, 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 I'm just scrolling and they go on forever. Rice eater, rice cooker, rice Those patty. are easy. Rice picker. I'm going to say they're against, I was going to say oriental people, but I think oriental in itself is a racial slur. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that's number 37. <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> I, the Asian people, that's for being against Asian people. Yeah. Oriental <laughs> was not a racial slur when I was a kid. How about this one? Grape smasher. Oh. Or grape stomper. I'm going to say anti-Italian. French. Hmm. What he gets a point in his column there. There you go. Swamp kike? <laughs> Wait, That's not what she is. That's not. <laughs> That's no, it's not. What's a swamp kike? This is one dude downloading all of the things he's thought of into a database. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. You know, we, we call uh, Italian people... Uh, oh, Cajun. Uh, SpaghettiOs. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole uh, list of ones for uh, Australian Aboriginals, wh- which we've established aren't actual people. Abco, 
which is Aboriginals being alcoholics. <laughs> Abo, uh, which is a short to, to Aboriginal, of course. Bludger, uh, bludger, or more accurately, dole bludger, in Australian slang, is someone who doesn't work and relies on the money doles. You know, you like doling out the money. Mm. It is a stereotype that all Mediterraneans and Aboriginals of the of Australia are bludgers, boomers, boongs, boories, bumps, chromers. Chromers. I, I'm guessing. I haven't looked yet, but I'm guessing they call them chromers because they huff paint and they and they end up with like uh, the, the let's see. Oh. The majority of abos sniff paint from a Coca-Cola bottle, commonly known as chroming. Yeah. Eucalyptus. Oh. They, they, they use the N-word as much as they can. He's a eucalyptus nigger. It's <laughs> 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 a native plant. Oh, man. Fabo. Fountain swimmer. Oh, homeless aboriginals, aboriginals are often spotted bathing and swimming in public fountains during the summer months. So they call them fountain swimmers. Goon oh. Ninja, a stealthy abo who goes around stealing goon. I don't know what goon is. I'm I'm gonna pretend like How it's do you spell it? G-O-O-N. A goon ninja. A Jaffa. The voice from the joke that all abos steal red cars. Black on the inside, red on the outside. Just like the abo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, just okay, like the candy Jaffa cakes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, here is this one you're not going to get. This one doesn't make sense to me. Cleaning lady. Oh, is that Mexicans? That's why it's curveball. It ah. says here, and this guy seems to be the reigning expert, that that is for Poles. Polish, Polish. people. Ah, Perhaps well, they're I... the cleaning ladies of Europe. Yeah, and it, it, that's a regional thing for sure. Like, like Different areas have different groups that are relegated to a certain sort of menial task, I suppose. I'm learning a lot. Well, that, that's that's why I subscribe to the newsletter of oh, the. Oh, uh, how about the uh, bloodsucker? Oh, Jews. No, think bloodsucker. A bloodsucker. It's not vampire, right? No. No, that's not a race. It, I, he, well, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> not after we won. You know, Van Helsing swept them. But Who yes, we... you're, you're on the right track. That kind of illusion. Wait, bloodsucker. I'm on the right track. Yeah, an allusion to like a vampire kind of thing. Is it women? Austrians. No, Romanians. You were close. Hmm. I guess that's where they're they're most into into Dracula. It says Dracula was a Romanian. Vlad Dracul. Hmm. Kami for Russians. That's everyone would have guessed that. And that's not even like specifically then. Yeah, we should be calling the Chinese Rubel commies. Rublehead. <laughs> That's so stupid. Fodkalki. <laughs> there was a whole category for African Americans, and I'm scrolling down. The category for just blacks is equally enormous. Like, like they are not fucking around. Brillo pad. That's a little. That's a little on the nose. I mean, none of these are tasteful. No, no, they're not. I guess that's. They the wouldn't point. have made it in the DV. This guy's thorough vetting process would have would have kept them out. I'm noticing squarehead in a lot of these. Like now it says Scandinavians are squarehead. Hmm. I a herring choker. <laughs> I like it a, a squarehead. I think it's an attractive head shape. Uh, Scottish. A McNugget. A Hagistani. A Hagistani. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are good. 
So wing surgery is is quickly approaching. I um, may lose five dollars. I'm starting to think that he's telling the truth on this. Yeah, get ready to dole that out. I, I would like it in doubloons. <laughs> I saw on the subreddit. It's not a real currency. Can you catch it's, me up? It's with a all real the, coin though. All the comings and goings of him. Like where where is he at now? So he was quick to point out that PKA was very wrong about his date. Um, um, I. I, I I, I I never gave a date. I think I think Woody may have been a bit inaccurate about about. So the I want to I want to address that because he was kind of harsh about it. Uh, the truth is, was. Kitty gave out a date on her Twitter and said that it was uh, set. I think it was July thirteenth. I'll say it. Fuck it, because they did. And I think uh, Wings confirmed that date. And then on PKA, I made a mistake because I thought it was June thirteenth, and it was twelfth or thirteenth, something like that. So I was repeatedly saying. Uh, and because I had the date wrong, I had a couple other things wrong, like how long he had to recover from the MRSA infection. It was like, yeah. man, like I think this is a real problem because at the time it was like it was nine days away or something. So I was off by a month, but the way that he addressed it made it seem like it seemed like we were just making uh, like I had up. invented it or something, and not yeah. yeah. So. Of course, that's how he makes things. So. Um, well, fast approaching uh, July. 12th is the, the surgery date, it would seem. And um, I don't know. I'm just making this up. So here's me making a thing up. Okay, here's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> I like to believe that Dr. Garcia was like, well, Katie, surgery is coming up very soon. You want to shave the, the surgical area and preparation for the operation. I like to imagine that that's what Dr. Garcia said. And Wings just got confused and shaved his whole head and beard with a razor. And now... He looks like a milk dud. Now he looks like a thumb. He looks awful. It's just terrible. It's just. But why the worst. would, if it's not until like a month from now, why would the surgeon tell you to shave? He's he made that up. I'm I'm making oh. that up. See, oh. like, as, I, as as I said before I started, I'm making this up. Um, but but here is uh, a little 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 image that one of um. The incredibly talented Photoshop experts over on Reddit made for us. This is Wings as a thumb person. So uh, you don't know it, but I'm currently That's showing. Spy Kids. I'm currently showing an actual Wings. This, so this is what Wings looks like right now. Uh, the truth. And this. Whoa. Uh, now I'm showing what you linked. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. don't, be, don't be confused. Yes. He doesn't actually have hands and feet of thumbs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So the the one of the new little memes that that, that that's taken um, taken hold on his uh, on his streams is that uh, is his squeaky chair. So like <laughs> <laughs> they're they're getting so obscure and into the weeds with this now. Like the chair squeaks really loudly whenever he pivots and moves around, and so like they're they're donating money for it. They're like grease that chair. Donated three dollars and twenty seven cents. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> you know stuff <laughs> like that. Uh, he got trolled really hard yesterday by a child and uh, started yelling and cursing, and, and that was fun. Uh, I, I look forward to him getting the surgery, though. He says that he's been drinking nothing but these like uh, like protein drinks, these li like little pre-made milkshake things that are like I don't know, like two hundred calories or something each. Mm -hmm. uh, he says he's lost over twenty pounds uh, recently, That's great. and. Um, and uh, he, he's, he, I think he's saying that one of the reasons he's so irritable and, and, and stuff is because he's not eating. You know, he's, he's, he's hungry all the time. And 
That makes sense. I, mean, yeah, I like it when he breaks that much. He breaks out the happy pills and so I don't watch his streams very much, but I the highlight videos. I swear I haven't even subscribed to any of the highlight video channels, but because I watch them all, YouTube knows that I secretly want to and, and mm -hmm. keeps suggesting them from me. And uh, yeah, he takes it and he's just like shake a shake a shake a shake a I just shook salt all over myself like an idiot. But uh, uh, I did. Anyway, yeah, and you hear it like rattle, 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 and it's pretty funny. He's like, these are Grab my happy gift. pills, and he throws it in there. So it's fun. Uh, I, I enjoy I, – I guess I only watch a stream secondhand, but I think they're great. Did you see uh, – I guess Drifter was, uh, was in a video or something speaking, and he said that when he was at E3 recently that – Everybody, all of the content makers are watching Wings videos. They're watching the troll videos. I read that that was the case. I didn't see him like <laughs> say it. Um, I believe it. The only one who pretends he doesn't know is Ice. You know, because it it gets you know, put on Ice's streams every so often, and he's always pretending he's completely oblivious to the Wings situation. Don't he know why. Forgets. Huh? Even I don't forget that much. That's crazy. But I Wings says people don't understand how much hate he gets and how much he has to deal with. And then it continues when he's not streaming. It's not like he can just close the computer. They're calling his house and they're making videos and it's just a nonstop barrage. And I'm coming around to Wings' side on this. Like, it, it, he is... I think he's taking more heat than I did at my worst. And I thought I took a lot, you know? Even now, if you type Woody's Gamer Tag into YouTube, it's all... Not all, but it's mostly, like, my worst moments. And, uh... But man, he puts up with a lot. He, it, yeah. uh, he, he does it to himself. And it, look, there's it, some it, truth it, to that. If I, your phone gets compromised, change the number. It's it's not that expensive or difficult to do. It's literally a phone call away. It's kind of difficult because you don't just change. Changing your number is easy. Getting people to call your new number is a challenge. Who's calling him? Come Apparently, on. Apparently, it's his grandmother's doctors who use that number. Now How that many could be. Doctors, a, does she have? It's, she's not. She's not like a billionaire who's got like a staff of doctors. It's like Doctor Kyle. Oh, yeah. There's a whole it's, network of opioid your dealers, <laughs> suppliers. Yeah, suppliers <laughs> who, who fund the family business. You know, you can't just yeah. change your number. You'll uh, shut down the whole gangster granny cartel if you change that. <laughs> yeah, she, she, you know she can't let them know about each other. It's very tricky. Um, so, but yeah, anyway, Wings is taking a lot of heat. I feel for Wings more so than ever. I, and, and you're right. It, there's some of it self-imposed, but people used to say that about me. Like, oh, Woody, the reason they DDoS you so much is that you react to it. I guess. I mean, everyone, Taylor reacted to it, right? You know, like everyone gets reacted when they're shut down. Taylor was super funny. Like, who am I? I'm nobody of consequence. It was, it was a highlight. Uh, I don't know. I, Wings does take a lot of heat, and I have some empathy for it. I, I'm also guilty of it. I've got a bet that he won't take his they won't do the surgery, so I'm, yeah, man. I'm not innocent, but... You're going to lose. I think I am going to lose. Here's what I yeah. think is going to happen. I, I am... And I'm not trying to... My bet is set in stone, so that's aside from this. But what I predict now, if I were to bet, I think he'll get the surgery. I think yeah. he'll actually do this. Mm -hmm. I think he'll lose a lot of weight. I don't know what, what he'll look like 10 years from now. But he is going to get praise and adulation as Wing starts looking different, as his, as his 
jaw and chin start to emerge as he clearly shrinks. I, I, he may have a whole other round of you know, money coming his way for the skin removal surgery that will make him look that much better. Yeah. I, I, I want, I, like, I, I think he's getting the surgery that's just the band around his stomach instead of getting his stomach cut out, which is oh, what I he Oh, I thought he was says. doing the boogie. Like the boogie surgery. I could be I wrong, but, but different. You know, I, I don't think he's getting the boogie one. I think he's getting the one that can be like reversed or whatever. Uh, it and it's the one. It, it's really like the one foot in, one foot out kind of surgery uh, for getting this thing done. But I was really hoping they were going to cut the stomach out. I was going to see if I could acquire it because you, you you ever see those things where like they make the world's largest frittata and it's like a <laughs> it's, or, or yeah. like the biggest burrito ever. I wanted to make the world's largest haggis. And what better place to start than Wing's stomach, right? I mean, I, I, mean, I don't see any Based on everything I know about stomach haggis, that seems right. Mm, what do you well, think a, a prime stomach goes for? Like, uh, how much would you offer? You obviously couldn't just ask for it for free. That's his stomach. 50, 50 60,000 pesos. <laughs> that's dozens of dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's about 350. Um, yeah, well, haggis is, of course, a stuffed, uh, a sheep stomach stuffed with other meats and stuff and then boiled and then you eat it. Mm. But we would do this with wing stomach, which has been marinating for 32 years now. So it would be delicious. Isn't the band the one that fails all the time? I don't fucking the know. The lap band? It's, I don't think he's getting the lap band. I, oh, um, okay. I don't know anything about these surgeries. It's some, I, I, like, it seems like the stomach excising one is the one to do. It I'm seems like you, the hardest to beat. Taylor, I, like one, it seems like that one is the most longest lasting, right? Like this is a tool. And even when they remove the stomach, the tube that replaces the stomach can eventually stretch and become a stomach of sorts. I've heard. I don't have any expertise in it, but I don't know why people would choose anything but the good one. Is it that much cheaper? Are the complications I, that much I lower? Think I think it's the danger. Mm. And I, I, yeah. think, I think that it's permanent um, to, to some extent. His, his, this is what he said. He, he said he didn't want that one because he would never, ever be able to like have a normal meal again. He would never, ever be able to... like. I, I don't know about you, but when I'm eating di- any meal, I have a drink with me. Where, I, now, most people drink water, I, I think, it seems, for some reason. But, but I, I enjoy a nice soda. And uh, and not, it seems I'm not sure if he can ever drink soda again because of the carbonation expanding inside of his, his his tummy, and and I think one of the things is like maybe he wouldn't be able to he he has to eat like little bits at a time if he gets the one with his stomach cut out and and he would have to basically do that forevermore and uh, I, I think his his hope is that he loses all of this weight and then he can kind of go back to like a normal kind of eating regimen at some point in the next couple of years or something like that, rather than being 55 years old and still like eating three ounces at a time. It, it, it reminds me of it, alcoholism. It like, so here's the thing in America, when someone is an alcoholic, they say you need to not drink at all, right? That's it. Alcohol is removed from your life. You're done. You are forever an alcoholic. You're just someone who's fighting against it. I'm told that outside of America, they want people to stop drinking like an alcoholic and start consuming a normal thing. You can have two drinks. You can even have three, but you need to stop there. And they don't make them go so cold turkey. I don't know what's better, but I don't think that Wings is ever going to be that like European recovered alcoholic. I, I think that if you give him the ability 
to misuse food, he will. Yeah, I think that's all person to person. Like people who get addicted to those prescription painkillers, like uh, Stevo, okay. like he won't even take like Advil now when he gets like grievously injured and shit. Like he's like, no, I can't do anything. I can't even be around the uh, keyboard duster section at uh, you know Office Depot or whatever. It'll make me. He didn't say that, but <laughs> he he has to be that far away from this shit because otherwise he knows he will fall back into it. Other people. Maybe they get addicted to it for like a few months after they're on a surgery, and then you know five years later they're like, "Ah, oh, you know what? I, I can do this again. I can do one." I think, based on my knowing nothing, the wing should recognize he's Stevo and not whatever some normal person, Brett Favre, or, you know, who's person who beat but it. But eating so hard because you can't just say never gonna eat again, like that- never gonna do it because if you're that addicted, like, like you're gonna just end up shoveling it down you into your be- stomach and it'll rupture. I. <laughs> I feel like you should be snobby about food. Now, this isn't about Kyle because Kyle's always had his physique under control. But when I see a heavy person drink soda, oh, my gosh. I start judging hard, really hard. It's like, well, there's your problem oh. right there. You know, yeah. You- uh, oh, I've got a good one for this. I, I, when I was at Bush Gardens this past week, I was in line getting some food. And I turned around and I jumped out of the way because I thought that a VW bug was barreling towards me. <laughs> but it was just a really overweight woman. And she had her tray. And... You know, you could get a burger, you could get chicken tenders, you can get all these different individual entrees. She had a giant bucket, and this this one was enormous. Like, there's no way she was walking around this this park that much. She was the person I was talking about on PKN who would turn in their once an hour meal card, you know, and actually do it. She had a burger, a giant thing of fries, like a family sized thing of fries, an enormous soda, and then skewered into the top of her burger as though it was classy, like you the way you'd like put an olive in something. Yeah. We're, we're four chicken tenders skewered <laughs> into the top of her burger. And it was like like turning around. Like I had to do like a double take and just see this person like, wow, you really don't give a fuck, do you? Like you, you, you really, you know what you're doing right now and you don't care. And you don't care that all of these people are watching you right now. Like everybody, everybody else had one entree and didn't like even get a side. Like people, I, I think I got like a cup of grapes. With my burger, because I was like, oh, if I get fries, I'll really be a fat fuck today, won't I? Oh, that's good. No, it wasn't enough for her. Yeah, so, like, so that's the kind of addiction that, like, I mean, she's probably worse than wings, but, yeah, who, who's to say? Maybe. Yeah, so I- it's a huge no-no if you're even borderline. Like, and I, and, I mean, I drink fucking diet soda, but, but like, I saw, I see children with, like, 20 ounce, in the South, maybe especially, like, I see children with these 20 ounce Mountain Dews, like, their mom, like, handing each child, a, and they're, it, the child is so small, or at least, you know, young, I'll say, because they're fat as fuck, that they're holding the Mountain Dew with two hands. You ever see a porno where the chick has to double hand the cock? The, of course. They're, they're double handing this mount, this 20 ounce Mountain Dew because they're so goddamn tiny. And they're just like. Sucking it down. <laughs> my, my foot's tingly again. <laughs> <laughs> Shake it out, honey. Have Shake it out. Code red. <laughs> yeah, they're fucking. It's disgusting when I see that. Like it, it, it it's a little. I, I react to it the same way I do. Like if I see like child abuse. Like if I if I were to see the mom yeah. like backhand the kid or something like that. Like slap the piss out of the Completely kid. Completely normal behavior. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, like if they spilt milk or something, it's understandable. But yeah. I, I'm talking about for just every day. Just you know, the child the, the child spoke when it wasn't supposed to, and just getting a whack like a like you. Well, you're totally right. Like, when I see a really, really fat kid, I feel terrible for them because they're so young, they don't know what's going on. Like, they just eat what they're given, you know? Like, it, 
that kid can't go to 7-Eleven and buy himself Cheetos and stuff. It's because the mom and dad are keeping that stuff around and encouraging it. And it's like, this is its own kind of form of, of child abuse. You're making lifelong decisions for this kid just kind of through, you know, not... Well, I guess it is kind of neglectful to have a morbidly obese child and just be letting that happen. I'd like to have an honestly convers- an honest conversation with a really fat person, right? Someone who's four or 500 pounds and ask them what they ate, right? Because whenever I've gained weight, it's not like I ate a half a gallon of ice cream. It's that there was any ice cream in my diet. It, it, I, if I gain weight, it's a, a pound every two months. And then you let that go a year and you've gained six pounds. And you let that go for four years and you've gained 24 pounds. And all of a sudden you're like, wowzers. You know, it's pretty heavy. Yeah. When you weigh 500 pounds, are you really chomping down on a whole half gallon of ice cream? Are you, eat, are you routinely, as a daily thing, eating a six stack of pancakes or the kinds of things we're thinking yeah. they eat? Yeah. Or are they just gaining a pound a month? For no, a couple years in a row, it's progressively more difficult to gain a pound a month as you get bigger like that, right? Because like like you have to support all that fat that you're carrying around, but with with more and more calories, it's 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 a sliding scale. So yeah, absolutely. Like like they eat they eat half a gallon of ice cream a day or a six stack of pancakes. Like that's not even that crazy, honestly. Like they're doing no, insane. Yeah, they're things. doing way more than that. Yeah, like multiple meals like that a day, like four that's... meals a day, each of them consisting of you know, 1,500 to 3,000 calories. Like, they're crushing eight to 12,000 calories a day if they're, if they're 500 pounds. Yeah, if you And a lot of that might be soda. You oh, know? well, you can drink so many more calories than you can eat with soda. Like, yeah. not even close. You can guzzle down a 20-ounce Mountain Dew in no time at all, and that's, like, probably a whole burger worth of calories. And, and it doesn't even fill you up. And it's cheap. It's a dollar. That's know? why Mexico's the fattest country on Earth. It's all that soda, all the Coke. It says that a 500-pound man who's 5'10 and 30 will have to eat 5,252 calories a day to maintain his current weight. So if he eats any less than that, he'll slowly begin to cut weight. 5,000. That's... I wouldn't want to eat 5,000 every day, but I sure would enjoy a 5,000-calorie day. Right? Yeah, because a really good meal is like... 2,800 calories, if you ask me. Like, like a really good meal is like two or three sodas, uh, <laughs> like a big steak. Uh, you, you're going to get thirsty because this, is, this, this meal is full of sodium. There's, there's going to be a baked potato. There's going to be a giant steak. There's going to be dessert afterwards. There's going to be some kind of an appetizer, like, I don't know, some, some sort of like... Some big onion rings, fried, gigantic. Oh, uh, yeah, like a blooming onion type, type situation. I like Outback Steakhouse a lot. <laughs> I, I, I really do. I haven't been there in, in like maybe a year, but like... Every time I go, they're like, would you like a bloomin' onion or perhaps some Aussie cheese fries? And I'm like, yes. Like, which? I said yes. Yeah. <laughs> I want them both. both. I, I love that shit. That, that orange sauce that the, uh, the bloomin' onion comes with is so goddamn good. And then they, like, they bring the ranch for the, uh, or American sauce, as it's known internationally, for the, uh, the Aussie cheese fries. I ranch is called American shit. sauce? Yeah. Hmm. Huh. I've never heard that. The more you know. Something I'll never use, mm-hmm. but or maybe if I go if I go across the pond, yeah, good Australia sauce. Yeah, huh. huh. It, it would be like what you were saying. You'd like to have a ten or a five fifty five hundred calorie day or whatever. That's eleven Big Macs in a day. Mm. Do you think you would want to eat eleven Big Macs? No, I would have to get my calories from something else. A stack of pancakes covered with maple syrup. I think that gets you pretty far, and I would enjoy it. 
but it but it doesn't, it doesn't get you nearly as far as you think you have to, have to use a lot of butter too I, well, all right, I accept your terms. Yeah. Twist my arm, Taylor. I'm down with that. <laughs> no, I, I, I never get pancakes without like the, the the side items though. Like I want I want a triple stack of pancakes, and I want a large order of hash browns, and I want scrambled eggs with cheese, and I want three strips of bacon and three sausage links. That's breakfast. Yeah, um, and then you're gonna have to have be eating like a hobbit all day that same meal to get to you know six thousand calories or whatever oh, it is. A, there's a big meal coming for You'll lunch. You'll have to have elevensies. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Dinner, supper, the the whole gamut of them. I'm just a little hungry because I've been eating well again. Not that well, but well. Yeah, I've been eating like an asshole because mm. I was on vacation. I I put it on my Twitter because uh, I felt like people were were like, ah, oh, I think he's like he plays up his crab eating for a bit, you know, for for the show of it. And I'm like, I'm gonna document this. So I went to this place. <laughs> I ate. Uh, they had like a one pound order and one and a half and a two pound. And I ordered my two pound one, and I was like, "This is great." You know, put it on my Twitter. And I was like, "That wasn't enough. I want, I want a third and a fourth pound." And so I ordered those. They came out. And I was still feeling a little, little, little touchy. I wanted a little more crab. You know, Missouri not known for their crabs. No. Unless it's the STD kind. Mm. And so I ordered a fifth and a sixth pound, and I ate all that, and I posted, I documented it all. So I had six pounds of crab on. Uh, so you weren't Saturday. alone though. Did she eat any of these crabs? No, she, uh, I think she had like one or two pieces where like, if I broke it and got a pretty good one, I'd be like, yeah, try it. Like, give it a go. She's like, oh, that's really good. But she already had her meal and was not, you know, she, I think she had to sit there for like an hour after she had finished eating. <laughs> like, so just As like, you Ron Swanson to all the crabs you know? in the place. <laughs> I'm the king. You know, the last time the lady came by, like the coleslaw and the potatoes were untouched. Cause I'm not there for coleslaw and potatoes. I can get those anywhere. She's like, do you even want me to bring the sides, hun? I'm like, no. It's like, all right. Then she's <laughs> I like her. It's oh, a pattern great. recognition out of that waitress. Uh, it was uh, <laughs> it, the two pounds of crab were market price, and so it was a bit of a gamble to order six pounds of it before the check came, but it was worth it. So, so good. I, that's how I like to do my crab. I eat enormous amounts. What kind of crab? And snow crab, my favorite. That's like the sweet kind. Yeah. You know, I use the butter as much because you don't need it you know every like you know eight bites ten bites I'll, I'll get a good scoop of butter but other than that i just eat it regular i just love it i look i like snow crab that is the best crab but i, I still think of it as kind of just in the same way that sometimes french fries are just ketchup shovels crab could be butter shovel for a lot of people they are i just i really like crab like the meat i itself. like crab too i like crab dip I uh, I ordered a, I got a whole like container of crab dip the other day and I ate it in one sitting. Yeah, I crab got, dip's pretty good. Yeah, crab cakes are are good too, but I like to work for it. I like the experience. I like to see the look on the face of the person as I order the fifth and the sixth pound of crab. <laughs> you know, and the Disgust. the crab juice is is slowly accumulating on the torso. And every once in a while, you get a good crack and a little bit spritzes onto them. You know, everybody's part of the experience. Your hand smells like, well, the sea. For like a day, and you have the foulest low tide shit. Like forty minutes after Awful. you finish eating, not longer than that, obviously. But yeah, it's it's a good time. I enjoyed it. What what are we looking at here, buddy? Ah, oh, this is just a, you know, I, I one of my favorite things is when fat women uh, overestimate their grip strength. <laughs> uh, and this is, and you know, they try to get, like swing on a rope swing or something, and immediately they can't hold on to it because. 
they had no idea what kind of grip strength that required. They'd never like attempted a pull up or anything like that. This is different though. This is kind of the exact opposite of that. This is a fat man who overestimated the strength of the tree that the swing was attached to. And it, it just collapses and he falls in the water. It's, it's He's got a lot of rolls there. That's a big boy. I would say he's 375, something like that. When you get to a critical mass of weight, it's really hard to peg it. Yeah. I'm just going by the displacement of the lake. <laughs> yeah. God, that levee in the background burst. <laughs> <laughs> it's a crocodile fleeing. <laughs> I, I have a theory about the uh, the fat girl thing. And, and here it is. It's because these overweight women who severely under or overestimate their grip strength, grip strength. I think they weren't always that fat. I think it was like they could do it when they were 16, and now they're 24, not realizing what the last eight years have done to them. And they're like, yeah, I'll give it a go. This is a thing that I can do. But no, when you get fat, some abilities are just removed from your arsenal without being told. And hanging from a rope is one of them. You should have some kind of self-awareness, though, right? Like, when that fell down on him, it's not a giant tree. It's the kind of tree that if I were his size, I would have been like, yeah, maybe maybe let's not. I don't know if that, Settle it down. I don't know if that can handle with my girth. Let me do a, uh, an advertisement here. Tell everyone about Get Quip. When it comes to your health, brushing your teeth is one of the most important parts of your day. Quip knows that. They've combined dentistry and design to make a better electric toothbrush. Quip is the new electric toothbrush that packs just the right amount of vibrations into a slimmer design at a fraction of the cost of those bulkier traditional electric brushes. And guiding pulses alert you when it's time to switch sides, making brushing the right amount effortless. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel anywhere. Uh, whether it's going in your gym bag or your carry-on. And because the thing that cleans your mouth should also be clean, Quip subscription plan refreshes your brush on a dentist-recommended schedule, delivering new brush heads every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. Quip is backed by a network of over 10,000 dental professionals, including dentists, hygienists, and dental students. Most toothbrushes don't get named one of Time Magazine's best inventions of the year, but Quip did. Find out for yourself why. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash PKA right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash PKA, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash PKA. I'm a big fan. It has become uh, part of my daily regimen, of course, because I'm one of those weird people who brushes my teeth every day, at least once. Every single day? Yeah, shocking, right? Hmm. Huh. I've heard some people do it twice a day. It's like, what? Settle down, Mr. Clean. I know. Save some pussy for the rest of us. But in all seriousness, the Quip is excellent. I use it every single day, morning and night, as dentists recommend. And it's awesome. I love it. Yeah, you don't have to corrode your teeth if you brush twice twice a day. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't listen to those clean-mouthed fools out there (laughs) who would tell you otherwise. Just, Just get up, brush them in the morning. You're good to go. Yeah, what do the dentist guild, what do they know? Yeah. Uh, this episode of PK is also brought to you by our friends over at Man Crates. You know what uh, the biggest problem with Father's Day is? Dad isn't going to tell you what to get him. Truth is, he may not even know what he wants. So this Father's Day, give him the gift uh, that is guaranteed. he's guaranteed to love with Man Crates. Hand-picked and packaged gifts for every type of dad, like the knife-making kit for the hands-on dad or the whiskey appreciation kit uh, crate for uh, fathers who like the finer things. Most gifts 
uh, ship in a sealed wooden crate with a crowbar. So he gets to pry the man crate open in front of everyone. When is the last time you gave your dad a gift he needed a crowbar to open? With man crates, you're giving dad more than a gift. You're giving him a gift-giving experience, unlike any other. Plus, every man crate comes with a 100% uh, satisfaction guarantee. Get your special Father's Day discount today at mancrates.com slash PKA. This is a limited-time offer only for Father's Day, so go today. This man crates, that's uh, mancrates.com slash PKA, mancrates.com slash PKA. I did not get the knife-making kit. I instead got the knife. I didn't want to make a knife, uh, but it became with that, came with that enormous... Uh, uh, chopping block and a knife sharpener and a very nice knife that I've been using every time I cook and uh, some band-aids just in case and I have cut myself so that was it was good that's great so they had you covered even in first aid it's like a fucking razor blade high quality knives I can't wait for my survival kit to arrive I'm gonna well I'll put it in my bug out bag first mm-hmm. I have to make a bug out bag mm. yeah. but once I make one it's going in there believe you me Man, yeah, it looks really I, high quality. I kind of know a lot of the kind of guys who actually have bug out bags, and I got. I knew say, you would. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, so stupid, so fucking stupid. Like it, it, it so I, I can't. So tell, uh, tell fucking me what's stupid, stupid about it. Like, what's the, what are, the what are you dumb? bugging out from, right? Like, what like, if are I they, quick they, have to murder someone and then go on the lam? Do you? It, is I'll, that I'll really need a, some if, band-aids if a, and uh, trail mix. Well, you it, just nailed why those people are fucking morons. Because if you, if you are so likely in your eyes to go into a rage and kill someone th- that you have a bug-out bag, then you're a fucking moron anyway. You're, you're that's not fucking, the only reason. That's just one reason. You know, second-degree murder exists for a reason. That's not always premeditated. Maybe Woody just yeah. is having a bad day, gets cut off. And you're not going to have time to like throw together some trail mix and a handgun. And the things that are in these bug out bags are never effective. <laughs> that could take no, seconds, be... Kyle. Right? <laughs> the things that are in the bug out bag are never effective. Like a legit bug out bag will presumably have like fake passports and like 10, 20 grand in cash and a, a handgun. And, you know, maybe, maybe like some, some, some like prepaid credit cards and stuff like that. Like fake a, mustache. A burner. A burner phone, yeah, maybe some hair dye, a razor, and and a fake mustache, you know, sure. a disguise. <laughs> yeah, Taylor, sure. Taylor's gonna be the guy with the fedora, bug it yeah. out. <laughs> oh no, that guy you're referring to would never wear a hat like this. <laughs> ah, he's got us. <laughs> Do I look like a pedo to you? Oh wait, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's so stupid. It's just, it, it falls into the same category of like gun guys who are just playing army. Which I also think is really pathetic, like to the point where they've got like, like uniforms and stuff they wear, and like the oh. stuff they have is less practical than it is just pretending to be something that they always wanted to be or something that they used to be that they can no longer be. It's it's just silly and and lame if you ask me. Like like these things should. The thing should have practical uses, and it should end there. As soon as you go above and beyond that, then it's just cosplay. I, my opinion on this, and I want you to tell me if you think I'm right because you're more in touch with the community. It seems like a lot of the people who spend a ton of time and money and effort on doomsday prepping or bugging out or what have you aren't really loving the real world. You know, like, hey, I'm in fucking debt. You know, my wife sucks or, or whatever. I want to have a, 
a different life. So I'm going to prepare for this imaginary apocalypse that might come. And when yep. that comes, I'm king of the world. If, if we could just get an apocalypse, step one. Step two is me being a warlord that runs this goddamn state. You know, like it, And I, I'm just like, man, dude, you'd be so much better investing into yourself so that you would succeed in, in real life instead of storing three years worth of food. Yeah, some of Absolutely. these guys look like they haven't run, they couldn't run 5K right now. Like, like a charity fun run, they wouldn't be able to get through it. But they've got, you know, 60 grand in nonsense that they, you know, some special oh, flashlight. so much more than that. These get, like, like, because it's one of those, like, hobbies that, like, you build over time, and they end up with, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of, like, the, the bunker and the food. And, like, I, I see them buying five gallons of honey at a time because honey lasts forever. I th- the thing you've mentioned in the past, Kyle, I think, was the shipping containers. Yeah. Like you could bury that somewhere if you lived like in a rural area, like yep. on the property. And then I don't know how you would do it, but like jerry rig your air and filtration yep. and your water pump are, from a well or something. Entire, like that seems like the only way to do it and, and conceal the whole thing. There's ent- there's like plans online you can uh, download, you can you can view, you can watch YouTube videos on how to do it. But yeah, you dig a pit. Uh, you put the big, it's like the box cars that go on the back of a train in the ground and, or on those big shipping, uh, ships, you yeah. know, uh, and you bury it under there and there's whole plans for how to like have like a bunk that bunk bed and like, uh, you know, food storage. And there's even plans where they, 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 they build, they take multiple, uh, of those shipping containers and connect them together with like bulkheads connecting each one. And one of them is like a living area and one of them's, you know, a kitchen area and all that stuff. And it's like, what do you think is going to happen? I, like, like I, I try not to look down on people's hobbies, right? Knock yourself out. You collect like, I don't know, anime figurines or something like, yeah. but in general, I feel like hobbies that are based on owning things are kind of dumb. You know, it, it, audiophiles, fall under that category to me you know like these speakers cost one hundred and fifty thousand dollars and they are better than these four hundred dollar speakers in ways that the human ear can hardly register i'm thinking well that's just a dumb hobby you know, that speaker is about owning a thing if it's a gun collectors in general i stamps etc man like i wish your hobby was about doing things instead of just collecting things yeah it's and to some extent it, no, it, to some extent, it matters like how much these things hold their value, right? Like, okay. if you got a stamp collection that you could flip tomorrow for a hundred thousand dollars, all right. I mean, that's it's probably appreciating about the same as like you know, it wouldn't your bank account maybe, or maybe what a four hundred one k would do, maybe maybe not. But that's your thing, and you've got them now, and you might as well hold on to them. Or or guns are even like that to some yeah, extent, they can like be. you know. At, but. The people who have like silly hobbies that that include collecting things that depreciate in value, like figurines or magic cards. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's for a game. I'm not buying it so I can go. Oh, no, 401k. I don't put anything in there. This is my future. Like I'm I'm not like doing that. It's just a fun game. But like Beanie Babies, remember that in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Beanie oh, Babies. Totally yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't play a game with Beanie Babies. No, you did. No, you just you there were people who like in the late '90s when McDonald's was giving those out that were like, like it was in the news and shit of like, oh, you, these things are going to be worth a ton. This is going to be worth a ton. Like I had a friend, not a friend, an acquaintance at school who was weird and was really into them, always talking about how much they're going to be worth, and they were worth nothing. You know what else McDonald's did? Poise. McDonald's did the 101 Dalmatians promotion. 
And there were 101 little Dalmatian toys that, that, that came. So there, you, had to, you had to order. If you, if you nailed it perfectly with your <laughs> Happy Meal ordering, you had to buy 101 goddamn Happy Meals. So your child is obese as fuck. Right. And over the over like a period of a month. Right. You got to be like three or four happy meals a day to like make this happen. I remember us trying to get all those goddamn Dalmatians. And I don't know, I must have been seven, nine, somewhere in there. And just and even then I was like, I don't think anybody's going to buy these from us. (laughs) (laughs) These all look pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah, This one's got three spots instead of four. I I don't see it. I don't see it. It's it's not going to happen. As long as we can sell it for. Greater than or equal to the price of 101 Happy, Happy meals. meals. Yeah. You know, imagine talking to the surly McDonald's person having to repeatedly hand it back for, like, order 75. No, no, not this one either. Do you have I wanted Pongo. Allen? Yeah, I wanted Pongo. You don't have Pongo? All right, we're going across town to the other one. Maybe the one on, on Springfield will have it. Sorry, Mom, I'm hungry. Thing. Yeah, well, that's... Yeah, I agree with you. Any kind of hobby where you can buy your way in isn't as impressive like like stamps like if if bill gates decided to right now he could be like you know what? i want to be a stamp collector no scratch that i want to be the most prolific stamp collector in the history of the world i'm, I'm going to go on amazon and ebay and by you know 20 minutes from now i will be like you can <laughs> buy it all up whereas the doomsday thing even though it's silly you're staying active you're doing something that ostensibly has a little bit of use you know yeah. if something happened you can crawl into your shipping container and and eat your creamed corn if a tornado's coming like right like like you you could potentially use it as a storm shelter or maybe a safe room you know if it's if it's built in, you know Stupid if, if there's home invaders often thinks that my emergency supplies are so critical to have in the case of an emergency that whatever emergency i have doesn't qualify you know like like does, oh, yeah. that, does anyone oh, yeah. else ever do that? Like, like, yeah. yeah. That's like the that's like the Skyrim guy, the guy playing Skyrim, and he he, he never uses the potion. Yeah, right? like <laughs> that's a meme. He's he's like, oh, this is a tough fight, but it better save this potion for a really tough fight. And then the 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 potion just sits in your inventory forever, and you never actually use it. I'm not one of those players, though. I, I burn okay. those things the fuck up. I mean, look, 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 look. I'm definitely leaning towards that kind of player. Where I'm like, oh, this fight would be really easy. Nah, but I need it. And then you end the game, and you have like, you know. 360 potions like ah maybe i was a little too frugal but speaking of skyrim there's some big news yeah speaking of skyrim uh this is this is a fun a funny little video with uh i I can't tell key and peel apart um that doesn't make me racist does it but this is one of them um but it's the black one and uh that's where you got (laughs) racist. and uh this is uh this is uh, a little skyrim very special edition uh video this uh, chiz tells me this is this is funny I think I know where it's headed already, but uh, but yeah, I, I want to watch this. Ready, set, play. The scrolls speak of the past and the future. Now, Skyrim looks to the future, to its ultimate version. Alexa, play Skyrim. You're level 57 and see a tall snowy mountain. Climb it. Now, Skyrim and life <laughs> become one. A mud crab scuttles towards First you. Roda. I didn't catch that. First Roda! I didn't quite catch that. First Roda! Your shout echoes all the way to Sovngarde. What happened? First Roda. That's the command for knocking things over. 
Is there a command for picking shit up? Everyone's that level yet? I'm sworn to carry your burdens. Ooh. The dragon unleashes fire breath on you. Okay. You a video that works in audio. Left. Oh shit. Uh, I, I drink a health po potion. You are out of health potions. Oh, uh, oh how many uh, wheels of cheese do I have left? 473. Okay, I eat all the cheese. I eat all of the cheese. <laughs> all of the <laughs> um, remember what the doctor said about dairy. Yes, right, yes, of course. You're the greatest. Thank you so much. I eat all of the cheese. Introducing Skyrim, <laughs> very special edition. Also coming soon to Etch-A-Sketch. <laughs> Motorola Pagers. Oh, shit. And your Samsung Smart Refrigerator. Islandus. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool. I like that. That's actually good, yeah. I wasn't expecting yeah, that to be a spy. <laughs> yeah, it's of course making fun of the fact that for some reason... Bethesda's really shit in the bed right now. I know they, they, they teased the next Elder Scrolls game, but they just keep making these special editions for... I don't know, an eight-year-old game? How, how fucking old is, is Skyrim now? Like, I remember playing that shit on Xbox 360. Like, like I guess the requirements so aren't so high anymore. Like, my phone is surely more powerful than yeah. whatever they wrote it for. It'll play seven, on anything. But the point is, game. make another one. Make another. Stop selling that game from seven years ago on just, oh, now it's on, a, this pla now it's on Alexa. Right? That's the whole bit here. It's, uh, that was really funny, though. I That's where the that. money I, is? Just port it? That's, Fuck that shit. I they're hear all, you. I, Minecraft I'm so did it. With the, I'm so upset about this new Fallout game that they're making, the, this fucking bullshit Fallout game that has no NPCs in it. I'm that, glad that you said Wait, that. So, so can you help oh. me? I'm not a... I played Fallout for like an hour and a, it was a terrible experience. Please, you are an actual Fallout, not just player. Like you, You're I a have fan. thousands of hours of, of Fallout experience. You know, I, 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 I didn't play Fallout 1 and 2 because those are like top-down like strategy games, and it's different. But, but Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout 4, you know, I've beaten them all like many, many times each. I've modded them all. I love them. I've played them on PC and console. I fucking love them. Fallout 4 was kind of a step down. The great thing about Fallout is the NPCs, if you ask me. It's the role-playing. It's getting into the, the experience of being the character that you're building and building him around what you, what you envision your character to be and, and, letting, uh, and, and letting the interactions that you have with the NPCs be shaped by that role-playing experience, right? Oh, I'm going to be a bad guy this game. I'm going to be, uh, you know, anytime I have an option to, like, just do the most down and dirty, stab them in the back kind of thing. I'm going to do that. And you'll do that for an entire playthrough. Or you're like, oh, I'm going to be like the nicest guy ever. I'm going to side with the most pure uh, factions. I'm going to try to kill all the most evil factions. You, know, you, you can go either way. And, and part of that is shaped by interacting with non-playable characters within the game mm -hmm. who, who, especially in Fallout 3 and New Vegas, have very diverse speech options. Like, like you know, if you, if you go down a certain speech path, you know, asking the right questions, you'll get to um, possible dialogue interactions that weren't immediately available. You can talk your way into things, basically, that wouldn't be there otherwise. You can find out information that you'd never know otherwise by having a high speech level and by asking the right questions. Just like real life, right? You know, like, like if you, it, 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 just like real life. This new Fallout is an online, always online experience. You're going to have 25 to 35 players 
in each server um, working together potentially in like four or five man squads in West Virginia. Now it takes place like 20, 25 years after the bombs fell in an area that didn't get hit by a lot of bombs. That's all kind of interesting stuff. But the thing is, there are no NPCs in the game. There's only one, and it's the uh, it's the overseer, the guy who like runs the vault that you come from. And I don't even think you see him. He's just sort of a detached voice who gives you missions, tells you where to go. So there's going to be no factions to <clears throat> side with. Normally in a Fallout game, there's like four or five factions. There's like uh, there's gun runners, or there's there's um, um, there, there's like uh, barbarian people, and then then there'll be like a, a group like the NCR uh, or the or Caesar's Legion. And and they each have benefits and, and downsides to siding with them. And by siding with one of them, the others don't like you as much. So it's more difficult to, it, you know, maybe if if you side so hard with, like, the NCR, when Caesar's Legion spot you, they just attack on sight. Um, none of that's going to exist anymore. Now there's only monsters uh, in, in, in the world. It's, it's all, like, ghouls, super mutants, stuff like that. And... The real issue to me is that, that that's going to kill the, the single-player experience. There's not going to be as Where's much the as a single-player story. Exactly. There's going to be much less story, and it's much going to be much more about cooperatively um, going out and getting loot. The loot doesn't mean anything now, though, because if you die, you've still got your loot. It's going to be about base building. But if your base bolt blows up, it doesn't matter. You, can just, you just get it right back. And you get oh, really? it right back? If yeah. they nuke your base, it just comes right back? Yeah, you can move the base anywhere at any time. It, well, it's, what's the consequence of nuking? Wait, if, there aren't any. Oh, oh, that's, are you sure? What, what's at stake yeah. in this game? Nothing. Okay. Nothing makes it for, fun. Except for losing $60 when you buy it. Here's what... I will not be purchasing. Kyle, tell me if you're sure I'm wrong. I'm picturing a multiplayer game where you build up bases and you go out and you get loot. And you and your friends can team up, get loot, bring it back to your base, and the object is to sort of, you know, become the richest faction on the server... As you gather and build loot by either stealing it from other people, etc. And the day that your base is ruined is a terrible day for you. Because suddenly those other players have what you used to have. And now you need to build it up again. Nope. Uh, it, it, they, they, they're actually putting in things that, that completely counteract that. Because that almost sounds fun, what you just said. Although not in Fallout. This is more like... This is more like, um, like if you're the type of player who attacks other players and right. griefs... Which is what I'd like to be. I like like I was telling my friends, I was like, I kind of just want to go in there and fuck people's shit up and ruin their day because right. the, because I, I I'm it, no they'll put a bounty on you. They put a bounty on you in the game and and, and ev- now every, everybody attacks you on site, right? Like the, you, you automatically get your stuff back and they keep talking about oh, and we've got nukes that you could take control of on in the game. What they mean by that? They're not talking about like the personal nuke launcher, the fat man. They're talking about ICBM sites in the game that after completing certain quests, you get the codes for, and then you can launch, right? But all those do is blow up a part of the map that then becomes like a high loot area, but then it heals over over a, a period of time, which is probably like two hours in real world time, right? You know, it's... I don't get it. I There's don't know nothing what at stake, so thinking. it doesn't sound... And, like, I never got as into Fallout as you have played, you know, a little bit, but it was kind of similar to Skyrim, my understanding, in a way, in that... A lot yeah. of the fun of it was that it was single player. You're the sole driver of your yep. story. You know, oh, you want to be with the Assassin's Guild? Okay, well then you are kind of mutually excluded from these options over there. Oh, sucks that you took this you know, negative consequence. Oh, what are you going to do next? You're going to do this, that. Oh, now I'm going to stop and save. And when I come back, the world's going to be just the way I left it. And I can continue with my, you know, uh, consistent trend of decisions. But with this, it's like 
every time you hop on, what you just collect a few more broken bottle this, caps. This is almost <laughs> as much. This is almost as much of a cash grab as Skyrim Special Special Edition is, because what this initially was was the multiplayer version for Fallout Four, and it but it just didn't get released probably because they hadn't figured it out yet. Now, like two years after Fallout Four came out, which is way ahead of schedule for a new Fallout game, that's why everybody's blown away. It was like six years between. Uh, New Vegas and Fallout 4 or something like that. Like a huge amount of time. So people were like, well, maybe we'll get Fallout 5 in like two, three, we'll hear about it in two more years. But instead, boom, all of a sudden, you know, Fallout 76 is coming out and, and everybody's like, oh, well, what, what could this even be? Well, it's the multiplayer version of Fallout 4 in a different area. That's what it is. And, and I like the idea of maybe a co-op campaign. It would be cool if you asked me if a husband and wife came out of the vault together or, or maybe you could like mix it up so that like your brothers you come out of the the vault together maybe there's different storylines for like uh like like imagine if me and chiz did a co-op uh like like like, uh brother thing and we made our characters look like the guys from supernatural i call dean and (laughs) 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 like that'd be so much fun to like role play as that right you are taller yeah You, you could be sam it, that that's that's what's fun to me in Fallout. Like like what I just said there would be so much fun to me if there. But it, it would need to be a co-op campaign where we're going out in this world and slowly like solving this enormous main story quest while at the same time solving you know as the Fallout character whoever you are the courier or, or whoever you're you're like writing wrongs throughout this wasteland like you're you're rescuing children and uh, like like saving whole communities or dooming whole communities and and and, you know you're you're very impactful by the end of the game uh ron perlman uh comes and he comes on and he they show like a montage of each and every faction and he sort of like lays out this spiel of like how your actions throughout playing the game have affected the wasteland like like Mm -hmm. you know the the caravan company went underground they because you weren't there to save them, everyone died when the swamp people came, and they were all eaten and raped to death. And like he goes like fat, you know, from each thing and t- talking yeah. about how your actions impacted the game. That shit ain't gonna happen this time. It's is it all it's PvP? A- like it's just you running around fighting each other? Uh, I don't even. Th- it doesn't seem like they even There's want you to do PvP. They- There's a lot of like monsters in, in there, which will be fun for a while. There's a lot of new monsters that haven't been in a Fallout game before that are sort of West Virginia specific. I don't know. Have you ever heard of the Mothman? No. So the is it Mothman, set in West Virginia? West Virginia, yeah. Okay. Which is, uh, they, they do that both because oh, uh, West Virginia has a lot of um, uh, myth, um, historical stuff there. There were actual nukes hidden in West Virginia in that rural area. Um, also because it wouldn't have been struck by the Chinese in the... Uh, the the nuclear war because it's fucking West Virginia. Why waste a nuke there? And uh, also because there's a lot of um, like tall tales about West Virginia that involve things like the Mothman, which was uh, this creature that was spotted. I don't know when it was. This, let's call it the 70s uh, by this couple. Basically, they saw a a Mothman with glowing red eyes, and uh, people throughout the the years have said they've seen it. There was a Richard Gere movie about it. Um, it's the Richard Gere movie is very scary. Uh, it creeped me the fuck out as a kid. Um, so yeah, there'll be, there'll be a moth, man. There'll be a, there's all kind of monsters, a giant sloth monster. Uh, and there's, uh, the only like humanoid enemies with guns, which is a, kind of a mainstay of fallout. There's always like raiders or powder gangers or something like that. Now they're just like, uh, irradiated people 
basically uh, they're called the burned ones. Uh, they're like ghoulish ghouls with guns and armor. And I, I don't know. I'm gonna buy it, of course, because it's you know it's a new game. But um, I, I'm very unhappy with what they've done. Have you been gaming, Taylor? No, like not at all. Like not at all. I mean, the last week I've been out of town, right. so that... obviously not. But other than that, no, very very little. I'm 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 cyclical in my gaming. I'll, I'll get back into it, then do it for a little while, and then I'll fall back out of it again. And that's I've kinda been in off cycle for so long. Like every so often, I I play Minecraft, but it's really about Colin, you know, and, and not so much me gaming. And he'll just want like a partner or something. Um, yeah, and, and I, I'm getting tempted by it again. Like, oh, there's stuff out there I should check out. <clears throat> we are uh, we're currently playing a lot of uh, PUBG playing a little bit of a game called Realm Royale, R-E-A-L-M, Realm Royale, which is a battle royale that's a little bit like Fortnite, but even more silly. Uh, when you get downed or killed, you turn into a chicken that, that like, uh, runs around and, bugar, 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 and like tries to get away. And if you, if you manage to escape being killed as a chicken for 30 seconds, you become a person again. But it's got like magic and flying and all kinds of silly shit. Been playing that a bit. Huh. And uh, I'm playing a bunch of Total War Warhammer. All PC gaming? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'll never, I'll never play console. When's again. the last time no you reason. popped onto a console? Um, my console's been in a box for like ten months or something like that somewhere. I don't even know where it is. I'm not even sure if I have all the pieces and parts to make uh, the Xbox One work. Like, I, I played uh, Sea of Thieves, which is also on Xbox, but I played it on PC, right? You know, like like there aren't very many console exclusive games that I'm even mildly interested in. Did you guys finally get tired of pretending to be pirates? Um, there was just nothing to do. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's nothing to do. See, uh, there's no content in that game. It's it was a rip. I have never felt so ripped off by a game before. Like uh, even this Fallout game that I keep describing and how much I'm gonna hate it or whatever, I'll get my sixty dollars out of it for sure. Like like I'll play it for you know dozens of hours at least. Uh, like beating whatever single player quest there is. Uh, you know that'll probably take a good. 8 to 20 hours or something and then we'll PVP for you know another dozen or so hours at least uh, I'll get my 60 bucks out of it but with, with No Man's Sea um, like, uh, Sea of Thieves there's there's nothing to fucking do and they add they, they've add, they're, they're slowly trickling in a little bit of content but it's too little too late not interested anymore there's a new pirate game that's being teased um, at, at E3 I don't recall the name of it it looked fucking cool um, I, I might get that uh, hmm. I like the idea of a pirate game is is cool to me. It's called yeah, it's called Skull of Bones. Thanks, Jiz. Seems like that's how a lot of these games go. Is someone taps the interest, but there's nothing there for them to do, and then somebody else swoops in and is like, hey, hey, I got something that's actually good. Come over here, and then like they all Day flee Z that game. H three Z one. I might be getting H- that wrong. H one Z one. Thank you. H one Z one, and then exactly. to PUBG, and then to Fortnite. Like there's kind of been a progression there. Is Fortnite bigger than PUBG? Yeah, they both kind of the same? Fortnite is huge. I I don't. Fortnite's interesting to me. So I've been following that as a story a little bit. Like the Fortnite PUBG sort of PUBG's user base has been cut in half. And Fortnite, there hasn't been a game as dominant since like back. There was a time when Call of Duty was like the game, right? Everyone played yeah. it. it. It was so dominant. And I don't think that's just my limited perspective. COD was huge, bigger yeah. than maybe every every other game combined. That's how oh, yeah. Fortnite seems now. It is just crushing it. Maybe bigger than every other game combined. It's yeah. It's gigantic. 
And, uh, and and just like COD, there's people out there talking about how it's a violent video game and it's impacting oh our God. children it's and so, stuff like that. It's so nonviolent. I know. Like, like, you float in on an umbrella like Mary Poppins. <laughs> like uh, in Fortnite, Grand, you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you <laughs> like like in PUBG, it's more of a military. People who play actual milsim games would scoff at this, but it's more of a military simulation, right? You're using M16s and AK-47s. You use a military parachute. Uh, you use military armor and stuff like that. Granted, it's not. Uh, um, uh, it's not like Squad, which is a hardcore mill sim where it's basically like going to Iraq, right? It's it's absurd. You get shot, you're fucking dead, and the guns behave like real guns, and it's 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 a whole thing. But Fortnite, you you jump out of like this goofy thing and you float down with a Mary Poppins, and you and you're flying around and jumping and springboarding off stuff, and there's boogie bombs. There's a grenade you throw that makes people break dance. Like, you're wanting to be in a gunfight, but, oh, no, he hit me with a boogie bomb. And you're just like, boom, 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 You, like, break, you're breakdancing, and you can't stop. All you can do is breakdance away from them. <laughs> oh, is that's it, really funny. There, <laughs> you see, you like, moonwalk out of there. You moonwalk There's a room in there. I don't know if you can't shoot or just culturally you're not supposed to shoot. But if all four of you breakdance, like, on the different dance floors, loot comes out. Uh, it It's... Huh. It's goofy, but it's fun, and everybody loves it. And it's huge. And it's very difficult to play. The, uh, people, the, that's one of the things it? holding me out of it. So, so I'm late to the Fortnite train. Obviously, I'm not even on board yet. But I'm like, man, do I really want to start this game and suck? No. It is incredibly difficult to be good at. Um, and it's, it, it's, it, the, the skill gap is enormous. Like Between the best players in the world and, and the like medium players, enormous skill gap like they 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 just run circles around you and slap you around like a bitch and there's nothing you can do about it the building mechanic is it i mean it's easy to do basic shit but when you see people have build-offs when they're like when it's like a 1v1 and they're just like rapidly throwing up walls and springboarding and like moving around to get like uh the high ground on one another and like laying traps and and tricking each other and like doing all this high level shit all the while simultaneously having a gunfight it's uh, it's incredible. It's it, really fucking cool. In general, old Woody loved skill gaps, right? Because I played so much. I played so many. I played hours and hours a day, more than most people did. Mm-hmm. I wanted a game. Like one of the frustrations I had with COD was that sometimes I would lose a gunfight, even though I felt like I was a better player. Xcal mm-hmm. said this. This comes from Xcal. He's like, if I were to play someone who's not as good as me, I would beat him. 70% of the time, 75% of the time. Whereas if he were to go into another game, I forget what he named, like Friday Night Fights or something, he's like, I will win 100% of the time if I'm better than that other player. There isn't an element of like chance where the worst player wins sometimes, whereas in COD yep. there is. Mm-hmm. I, I'm told Fortnite, or, and I've, I've watched a good amount of it, you can see how hard that is. The better player wins in Fortnite a lot. Yeah. Almost every single time, the better player wins, uh, and PUBG to some extent, it, it, it's not quite it, it like that because you know, like I'm sure I've ran somebody over uh, in a car before who was a much better player than me, uh, or maybe I like got the jump on them and shot them in the back or something like that. But it's got it, it, it's it's much more so than COD. Like like like, there's times when we run into people who are just better, and we're like, oh my god, every time I peek, he's just nailing me in the fucking head. Like I can't. Uh, and my health's almost gone again. Like, like you, you can't even engage with them. They're, they're so much better than you are. They're, they're just flicking onto you so goddamn fast. Like, you can tell 
when someone's that much better than you. And I'm sure they can tell when uh, <laughs> they're in that situation with me. They're like, God damn it, I can't do anything with this guy. And I, I like that. I like it, it's Cod is looking interesting uh, this year, but there's the already been or not enough to consider purchasing it. Just interesting well, compared to the most recent ones that nobody cared about. Both. I was I was 100% considering getting back into Cod. Um, and, but but recently there's been a ton of backlash. Like if you go to the the subreddit over there, they're like Treyarch had to make a statement, and everybody's just ignoring the statement because they're blaming uh, uh, Activision, not Treyarch, for this whole um, what are they calling it? Like the season pass or something, the Black Ops pass or something like that. Uh, basically, they're making you buy the game and then buy the maps. <laughs> like like like, and I don't mean like. Oh, and and pre-order, you'll get the special zombie midnight map. No, it's like, and sign up for like a sixty, like like a sixty dollars season pass. It's like the same price as the game, and you get a dozen extra multiplayer maps, and you get like four zombie maps, and you get like four characters for zombies, and you get a special weapon. It's like remember YouTubers used to never sign up for that shit, so they'd only face the most casual of players. Yeah, they, some people would delete DLC so that they would uh, they would end up on the base map, so they wouldn't have to face uh, the more dedicated fan base people who, of course, have all the DLC. Yeah, I didn't know people did that. Yeah, of course they did. there are all kinds of things YouTubers would do to just to get into worse games. Yeah, yeah. didn't they know you can just play zombies for fifteen minutes? <laughs> they didn't know. Turn it off. And, and, and there's two videos in here. <laughs> oh, two videos, and then a month later, you recycle it. <laughs> that was so funny. People, people would be like, "Did you do this before?" Like, <laughs> they'd be like, "Yeah, uh, no, nobody's watching this anyway." It's an interesting thing. And Taylor, you're an expert in marketing. Like, once a brand starts declining, it is so hard to reverse that. You know, yeah, this seems like a cash grab where they're trying to maintain their current. Uh, the amount of revenue they're kind of accustomed to as a Call of Duty firm, or is it still Treyarch, still whoever? Yeah. Activision is the is publisher. Activision, and so now they know they have their consumer base is way smaller, so they're going to have to ratchet up the price. And they know there's a it's contingent not even of up. people there that's going to pay. Because I want to say, for the last five years, there's been a sixty dollar DLC annual subscription. Oh, I was meaning because Kyle was saying for this one, you have to buy the game for like sixty bucks, and then you have to shell out like another sixty bucks just to get like all the maps that you need to play the game for fun. Like, yeah, they're, are you they're, meaning that it's like, hey, you can you can play it for sixty dollars and you get five neato maps, or uh, you could shell out the other sixty and get the other two dozen yeah, maps and exactly. zombies and and the battle royale mode. Like they're they're packaging everything in with this like more expensive season pass thing that you have to pay for. It's absurd. Like you're gonna have to get it. Like they're making the game over a hundred dollars and you don't even get like. Remember when we get the special edition? And you get like night vision goggles or remote control drone or something. Like I. Mm-hmm. That was cool, but but it's it's really frustrating. It's 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 what they should be doing is, is trying to do what made them great and sort of revolutionize and come up with cool stuff that people are actually interested in. It's clear what people are interested in right now. It's it's battle royale, and it's uh, you know there's two ways to go about it. There's the milsim way or the funky silly way, and they should do both because they're fucking Activision and they can afford it. Like yeah. make two yeah. different game modes. Yeah, why wouldn't they do both? That's a really you- good idea. They have more money than the other companies, right? Fort- yeah. Is Fortnite owned by some huge uh, video game company, or is it like a kind of up and comer? It's Fortnite has backing. Fortnite is Epic Games, whereas PUBG was uh, the complete opposite. They're like super, super duper tiny. But okay, uh, okay, two things. One, Kyle, I think your mic might be on auto adjust or something because sometimes you're quiet and sometimes you're loud and sometimes you do a weird reverb thing. 
Not sure, oh. just a theory. Um, and the other, while I agree that PUBG had no backing and they were just a tiny little thing, they're dumbly rich now. Like, that game was so successful. I don't think lack of cash holds them back from progressing. I don't know what the deal is. I, I don't know. Um, well, I mean, they, they are progressing. Like, like, like they, you know, they, they had a good E3, I thought. I don't know okay. if they, they, they no, excited everybody, but they um they 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 showed off that they're going to add a couple of new features to the game. They uh the the new the new jungle map, which will be their third map, is coming out either this month or next month, and then a fourth map, a winter snow map, which has been heavily requested, has been teased for the winter. Um, I think it's it's June. You know, yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> it it takes a long time to to like get a map. It, it the the maps in games like this are gargantuan. Like it's not like adding a COD map. It's at it's like adding ten COD maps. They're they're just enormous. You know, it's 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 eight or nine cities, and then all the interconnecting stuff. And but COD maps are maybe uh, you know you're the expert. I don't, I don't know. I've never even played. Right, I've just watched. But I in looking at a PUBG map, I see a lot of it is just like big mountains and bushes and shit. And like maybe not as they hard go in as, and hand pile shit. Like like they don't they don't just like do like a blanket all right that's terrain like they, they're going they go in and add like moss on every rock and like paint every surface like that's that's what they've been doing like we've been able to see the evolution of the uh uh the savage map the island four kilometer by four kilometer map because at first there were no textures everything was just like it looked like a check a che- uh, checkerboard uh-huh. you know like black and white squares and then with each update that's progressed you're like oh shit someone actually went in here and painted moss on the side of this thing and someone oh look at this they they, they added trees here they added a lake here you know they, they and they've been progressively i, I could be wrong go. i had my suspicion that like four weeks passes and now there's rocks with moss and some trees and it's like ah, shouldn't you finish that before lunch like the fuck takes four weeks to do it yeah well, i mean fortnite only has one map still oh okay yeah it's i a, don't Fortnite players seem so happy and PUBG players seem so mad. I'm just the clip I Um, see of Fortnite all the time, like on Twitter, just little highlights that people retweet. Like it looks so complicated, like it it almost turns me off as like someone who would be a casual gamer. Where it's not just them running around like shooting, then they'll just like make you know, a pallet appear or a wall in front of them and now they're running up a pallet and then they build another one and then they throw a wall up and it's like, are you guys are you even in a gunfight or are you just like building a fort? Both to, to escape both. the gunfight, like the game's so. Ma- Colin learned a Fortnite dance in parkour class. He doesn't even play the game, but they covered it. That's great. Yeah, yeah mainstream if they're doing that. Yeah, yeah. And, one of the reasons the PUBG players are mad is like the little things that you expect from a game that's made so much money don't seem to be there. Like we begged and pleaded for map selection forever. Once they instituted the second map, people immediately got tired of it. And they were like, ah, I want to play the Russian map. I don't want to play the Mexican map. And it took forever to be able to like click and choose which map you're going to go into. And now they're saying when they introduce this third map, that's going to go away. Now you'll know because they, they explained that you'd have just so many different uh, cues lined up that it'd be difficult to find a game. Um, and little things like the vehicles don't work sometimes. Sometimes you'll get into a that's car. That's kind of realistic in a apocalypse scenario, right? I don't mean they don't start. I mean, you'll get in the vehicle and it'll and start driving, and it'll and like the nose will start flying up, like <laughs> like, it, like it caught some wind, and you're not going 200 miles an hour where that would actually be relevant. Like you're going like 30, and all of a sudden the car goes, and then it just starts doing backflips incredibly violently and kills everyone in the car, and everybody's just like, 
we were 20 minutes into that game. We all had sniper rifles. I, I, I had a, I had a saw. Should have just and, walked. Our, our, exactly. Yeah. And for the longest time, like, there, we, if you saw a specific vehicle, like if you saw like a motorcycle, you'd be like, I'll walk. We called it the suicide machine because they would just, they were so dangerous to drive that they would just flip end over end at the smallest little hiccup in the road and you'd all get thrown off and die. And they, they, they've got issues like that sometimes, but I like it. I fucking love it. You know, we played six hours last night, something like that. We played till like five or six in the morning. Uh, I, I really, I really like PUBG. It's my favorite game. I might be an ass. I, I root against it for some reason. I, I guess it's because all the players say they haven't put money back into the game. They just kind of put it in their pockets and then port it to some other platforms to get even more money. And they're not like making the game better. They're just making themselves more profitable. It, it makes a little bit of sense, maybe. Like, what if in their heads they kind of see the writing on the wall of like, oh, uh, Fortnite is beating our ass right now, and next month they're going to be beating our ass a little harder. To and the say month that after that, they'll be beating our ass a little harder. Let's kind of not invest too much when our consumer base is declining, or so maybe it's just is, stagnating. It, it's it's not that it's, it's a cutting it's not that it's a loser of a game. It, you know, there's still like a million and a half players on and you know playing the thing. It's, it's an enormous game. It's really big. It, I, I don't know if COD has a million and a half players on right now. I doubt it. I don't know if a battle, so. Battlefield does, but PUBG does. Yeah. And uh, they didn't port um, what they did. They, they had another studio build the mobile version. Um, and it's, I don't know if they're putting the money in their pockets. It seems like they're not hiring new people, though, which is what I as a consumer would have loved to have seen if they were like, holy shit, we're the biggest game in the world. You know what? We're hiring a second studio. Their job is going to be, like, innovation. They'll be the people who, like, make new weapons and new, and new skins and make new, like, maps or whatever. And our, our core team that built the game, their focus is going to be solely on perfecting what we already have and, like, getting the bugs and glitches out and working on network uh, coding stuff and, and, opt- and optimization. That's one thing that – so it doesn't bother me at all. Because I've got a really nice gaming PC. I've got a 1080 Ti and like the top top of the line CPU and everything. It's a very CPU dependent game for some reason, which is part of the optimization argument. Uh, so it doesn't bother me. I get 145 frames at 100 at a uh, 1440p, but a lot of people who have like a 970 graphics card, it's it's barely playable for them. They they get really low oh, frame rates. Because that's not a terrible yeah. card. No. No, but it's it is if you're playing PUBG and console. Oh my God! Here's what they do hate. You mentioned the porting, and maybe you were talking about the Xbox version. Mm-hmm. Xbox version blows. They, it's a travesty that Microsoft even allowed it to happen. It runs at like 15 frames per second. It's so laggy and stuttery and hard to play and just just abominable. Like you, I, I watch some of the gifs sometimes, and the guy's driving his car. And I'm like, I don't recognize this part of the map. And it's because the buildings haven't rendered in. All of a sudden, they render in, and he's inside one of them. And then his car explodes. I've seen videos like that. You know, <laughs> clip it's on Reddit. And they're not uncommon. Like, I guess it happens no. a bunch. It, uh, yeah. And, and by the way, if I ran a business, I'd probably run it like PUBG does. You know, like, it, I, um, I've talked about this before. OC Chopper, I think, or OCC Chopper. Do you remember with Orange Paul County. Tuttle? Yeah, yeah, Orange County Chopper. And, and um, those guys kept reinvesting and reinvesting and reinvesting back into their business, right? And, they, and their overhead went up and up and up, but their ability to produce motorcycles went up and up and up. And I, I always watched them in awe, like, oh, my God. Like, don't you see that you're a fad? 
And, and the way to manage a fad is to make a lot of money and then put it in your pocket. You don't make a lot of money and hope that for some reason, $115,000 motorcycles just become a mainstream concept and idea. Like, it, yeah, you, do you think the fidget spinner guy was sitting there like, all oh. right, how do we make it spinnier? Right? No, we got to take advantage of the three right. weeks. This is a thing. If you if you're the fidget spinner guy, if there is a fidget spinner guy, you take the money you put in your pocket. You don't be like, all right, we need a square fidget spinner. That's the next evolution in physics. No, 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 dude. You have you've hit one home run. Don't go thinking about how to hit your next one in that business. Now, PUBG might have been smarter to reinvest. Who knows? They could have made the next COD, and instead of being hundred millionaires, turned themselves into billionaires. Maybe I don't know, but my wiring would be more inclined to just take the hundred million, put it in their pockets and, you know, go fly a paramotor or something like that. that that's what I would be inclined to do. So I, like, I'm not knocking them as businessmen, but I am kind of rooting against them in the gaming world. Cause I like the mm-hmm. people that reinvested. Well, it's definitely the more, in my opinion, it's the more fun game to play. And, and I don't like, I don't know, Fortnite as much as we talked about that skill uh, gap mm-hmm. and everything. It does seem to be the game that's favor- more favored by 13-year-olds, 15-year-olds, like, like actual children. Uh, like, like the people, Maybe they're I, used I to when, getting beat up on. <laughs> when, I, when, I play in, when I play like solo, I, use, mm-hmm. I leave my microphone open so that I can like, uh, openly talk with like, my enemies. Like, you know, maybe I'm in one room and he's in the other. and like, hey, how's it going in there? Anyway, we can uh, work this out peaceably. Maybe I just go left and you go right and we... We, we we just let this we just drop this or or maybe I talk shit to him or whatever, uh, and it's always grown men like like I, it, it's it's never that yeah we can be friends. I never run into that. It's always some dude like yeah I, I, I guess yeah I, I, nice nice meeting you though. See you later. It's it's nice to see someone who's cool. Like like you can you can negotiate with these people. It's uh, it's it's fun. And, and, um, and usually what I'll did turn we used to play that back. was so hard? It's hard to get established. Uh, we all played it. We, we died on a ship together one time. Uh, zombies involved, but it's not really about zombies. Come on, this big game. Uh, it, it was a predecessor to this one. Daisy. Oh God! Right in Daisy. No. If, if no. you tried to use charm in that situation, <laughs> he would rape you. He'd make you get on your knees and squeal, and the, the, everyone betrayed. Every nobody was nice in that game. And if you do make friends, the person who's the bigger asshole wins the friendship. You know, the first one to betray the other, because someone's gonna betray. It's gonna happen. No one's gonna be friends all night. And it, it I would want to be that guy. And, and I, I would like, I there'd be a group of four of us, and then. Two of them kill the other one. And they're like, Woody, you don't know. You don't understand. You know, like, it was just a matter of time before this happened. And whoever yeah. is whoever betrays first wins. And, and I'm here, like, I'm a YouTuber, so they wouldn't betray me because, you know, like, they were being nice to me because I'm on YouTube. But uh, they would betray each other and stuff, and it was, it was a weird thing. We, uh, I, I did not like Daisy because we weren't playing it right, almost certainly. We needed Daisy guides, probably. But I just remember like we would play for literally two hours for me, Woody, and Chiz to even meet up and find one another. Yeah. We would use the sun and landmarks because like the server we were on didn't have compass. We should have been playing like a modded version. I'm next like, to the bigger tree. <laughs> no, like, like, like there was a railroad track that ran up the east coast of the island, like north to south. And we'd be like, ha- like, like, like find the sun. 
All right. Now walk in the opposite direction of that because it's it's in the west, and, and and you'll get to the railroad tracks. Then walk north. Like like when you get to snow, we'll be there. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and that might take hours for yeah, all to get to Yeah, it'd be 40 minutes of walking. Play. And the whole walk, you're vulnerable, right? Like you just hope there's, there's zombies, which if you're well-equipped, zombies aren't a big problem. But if you're not well-equipped, they're an issue. Everything's an issue. Go ahead. In PUBG, you land and there's a building with mach- full of machine guns and shotguns and, and everything. Like... Some games, you search three buildings, you're like, oh, all I got's a pistol, god damn it. But some games, you're like, oh, instantly, 100 rounds and an M16 or whatever you want. Daisy, I never found a gun with the bullets that go to it. Never? I never, no, never uh. have I ever played Daisy and had both a gun and the matching bullets. I have... And when I did find bullets, it would be like three. You have three 357 Magnum rounds. I was like, well, okay, I'll hang on to these like yes. gold. <laughs> but in case I ever find a 357 <laughs> Magnum handgun, like, dude, and, and you'd run into people and like, you'd, it was like, it was kind of like real life, like, like if you watch that movie The Road, you know, like we're like, you know, the guy's got a gun and they're like, I bet you don't even have bullets for that gun. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I got bullets. <laughs> <laughs> I only have two though, so I can't just shoot one in the air to prove it. <laughs> you know, like yeah. this risky shit. I uh, yeah. uh, oh, I have done the opposite in Daisy. I have had powerful groups with guides who are experts, and we've we've been up in helicopters, sweeping past people, firing the machine gun and such. But even that's a not. It takes eight hours to like repair a helicopter. Yeah, and uh, and the then you run out of fuel had. really quickly. The most fun we ever had. It was myself, Woody, and Chiz, and uh, we were trying to meet up. And I remember all of a sudden Chiz is like, oh, my God, he's got an axe. He's got an axe. Some guy runs up on Chiz and chops him up with an axe. Well, Chiz responds, and he's able to get back to where the axe man is rather quickly. And I'm already there. And so Chiz and I approach axe man, and we befriend him because he doesn't know that Chiz is the man he just chopped up with an axe. Chiz has responded into the world. He, he doesn't know it. And so me and Chiz are like, hey, man come with us and we have guns but no bullets we have like you know maybe a, a, a melee weapon or something like that we're like we're going to the south there's a big boat and it's, it's like a cruise liner that's like wrecked on the shore we're gonna we're gonna explore that good loot in there he's like oh okay sure little does he know that we're all in a skype chat and woody is waiting in that boat with a gun <laughs> with bullets <laughs> and so and so we all and we're orchestrating this through skype while also going back into game chat and like fucking him over and we're like yeah man let's go in the boat and so we all go in the boat together and Woody's like all right which one is he and we're like oh he's the guy with the blue hat and and Woody's like all right everybody get on the floor and like and and me and chiz are both tell tell him we're like Better do what he says, man. Let's just do what he says. And so we all lie down on the floor, and Woody just walks up and executes this cocksucker. For, for, you know. it, it was so fun. It, dude, that tiny bit of fun took, took hours three and to a half put together. Hours. Yeah. <laughs> that was three and a half hours. You could have played 30 games of PUBG in that amount of time. It was awful. But I bet it was so satisfying because it probably felt more real. Where you're like, ah, I'm the grand orchestrator of this yeah. guy's demise. Did it you was get anything real. good from him, or was it just revenge based? It was just revenge based, yeah. and then like some legit players showed up <laughs> literally did. five minutes later and murdered us all. Oh, but they, the way I remember it, they didn't even really show up. Like out of the blue, we're getting shot from distances. That, and I, I don't know that they I were ever. On the shore. Yeah, they were on the shore, like 
800 yards away. And, and uh, one of us got crippled, and he was like the last one left. And I just remember, I don't know if it was me or Chiz, but we're just, eh, Chiz. Chiz is, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> just crawling down ladders. And of course, they eventually hunt him down and just kill him with a fire axe or something like that yeah I, I, I couldn't get into it. we should have been playing like overpock or something like one of the modded out versions that where they threw in tons of high level loot weapons they have like a currency a little system pay to like, win a little pay to win please i've got six dollars give me a 50 cal absolutely I, and you could do that on those overpock ser servers you donate you know 20 bucks and they're like oh well here's fifty thousand credits you go to this area of the map that we've modded to be like a store and you can get yourself a hummer and a, and a big machine gun and then go hunt other players yeah, I bought a base. I, I bought a bunch of shit, and uh, and nobody ever played it with me, and and uh, it never went anywhere. Uh, but but PUBG came out, and it's you it's pretty similar. You bought a base, everybody was like, "Nah, we're playing we're something done. else now." Yeah, yeah. I tried to. Really cool. I wanted to do it too, but if I recall correctly, like it, what they didn't have a good store. I didn't know how to make it happen. It was hard. Yeah, you had like PM a mod and be like, "Yo, man, who do I give the money to?" And he's like, "Ah, is Mike around? <laughs> Try to find Mike." And it's not like you're in a store. You have to like write an all chat. Like, is Mike here? And like, like you don't know if that's the real Mike. And if it is, like, like you're gonna, just gonna send him some cash over the internet, and he's gonna like hook you up with some credit in, in his Overbox server. Like, it was all so weird and like I mean, hard. You, to... you, you did it, right? I did it. You, you did find Mike, dude. I I donated in like four different servers before I finally like like I I got ripped off for like thirty five dollars before I finally <laughs> got a base and like some random shit. Woody Craft no should have got into that business. You know, like maybe a proper got, it, website with like you buy it and it just pops in game and you, you know suddenly your character is armed. We, we, that might have existed, and I was just a noob. Maybe, but I remember watching. Maybe it was uh, Frankie on PC and 1080p or one of those guys mm -hmm. like that, and he'd make these really cool Overpock videos. Overpock is a is a is a mod, uh, and okay. and you're basically it's kind of like PUBG is today, uh, with these really tricked out weapons though, like. Like suppressed um, sniper rifles with thermal scopes and people driving around in cars, and 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 he would sort of tell you a story. He's like, "Oh, Roy, we're here on the we're here on the hillside. Me and Jackie, and we've been watching these guys for about fifteen minutes now. It looks like they got some good stuff." And he'd stalk these people for like half an hour, sneaking up on them, and he'd snipe one out. He's like, "All right, let's rush them, rush them quick." And he, and when he finally got their shit, like the shit seemed valuable. It seemed like he'd really made a score when he killed someone and took the stuff because in that game, it didn't just end, and the stuff you know goes into the ether. Like he's now we have their shit and we're gonna put it in our vault back at our base and it'll be there tomorrow and we can exchange it for currency or whatever. So it, it was cool. What do we have here, Taylor? Well, how it's breaking news. Aww. I just happened to see it on Twitter. Uh, the house has approved a ban on sex dolls that resemble children. Get little Mika out of here now! <laughs> <laughs> Burn him! <sighs> no, that's not a child. That's a, a seven thousand year old vampire witch. Yeah, that, so it's not weird. <laughs> oh, okay, you're just fucking a vampire witch. But that does resemble a child, so that would also be illegal. He so was bitten in the seventeenth century. It's okay. At the age of nine. Yeah. So what? What are you guys coming down on that? You think? I don't like it. I don't like it a you bit. Don't like it. You think they should Let, be able to have? What this Republican said? House Judiciary Committee Chairman Bob Goodlett, <laughs> Virginia, said in a statement Wednesday that the concept of the childlike sex dolls made his stomach turn. "Quote: These dolls can be programmed to simulate rape." Oh, I'm so interested now. Goodlett said 
the very thought made me nauseous. What a He push. sounds like a prude. I don't think there's anything wrong with simulated rape, right? It's simulated rape. That's what makes it so right. Here's I a, think it's here, the child thing that he's mostly referring to. I think, hang on a minute, though. Here's, really? here's an interesting statistic. In the UK, the UK has a similar law uh, to the one proposed by Donovan. I don't know if it's gone through yet since he says it's, it, the language says proposed here. But, quote, in fact, of the 128 dolls seized in the UK, 85% of the men who imported them were also found to be in possession of child pornography. I say you let this. That's a very good point. I bet you let. I think you should let this stay legal, and mm-hmm. you just keep an eye on the people who are purchasing these these dolls. You know that seems like the right move. If eighty five percent of them also had child porn, that's an astounding, astoundingly high statistic for that. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 and the, the other fifteen percent were just hiding it well. There's a correlation <laughs> there, right? So sell the dolls and investigate the customers, but. You know, only prosecute the 85% that are guilty. Ah, fuck those guys. Look. look. Every it, one of it, those it, dolls is saving a real-life child. I like that theory. Maybe or, multiple. Like, like, like I, I'd fuck it. Like, I mean, why not? It's, it's a doll, right? Like, like, like they, they had this whole thing on Howard Stern's show once, like, where they were going to, like, make real dolls of one another. Or, like, Ronnie, w- Ronnie the limo driver does, like, reviews of sex toys. And usually it's, like, dildos and stuff. And, uh, and he'll use these cock rings and stuff on his girlfriend. And, and then he comes in and gives this creepy old man review of it. But then they, had, they were like, what if it's a Justin Bieber blow-up doll? And he's, he, he's like, no. No, I'm not going to fuck that. And they're like, why not? Will you suck its cock too? No, no, suck its cock. And it's just like, why not? It's it's literally like a plastic inflatable like pool toy. Like like like, just suck suck the little cock. Do it. Do it, you pussy. You prude. For Get the memes. For the memes. It is for the memes. Like like, I think child sex toys. Um, that sounds horrible. Sex dolls. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds horrible. See, but like <laughs> nobody's gonna stand up for this. This is not the hill anyone's gonna die on. Where no. they're like, Senator, you will not take these child sex dolls away from the good American people. It's I want to like, see what? if Mr. Smith goes to Washington about this issue. He's just um, um, filibustering for for child <laughs> sex dolls for for like two days. He just can barely stand. He's yeah, he's got the doll with him. <laughs> this one's used lightly used from Craigslist. You get a little something on your mouth there, Danica. Oh, yeah, Danica. Oh, that's what mine's See, called. This is one of those things where it's like, man, I, you can really, really hate it, but also your point about finding actual pedos. That's not just like a meme or a joke. That seems like a real thing. Keep tabs on people who want to fuck simulated children. Yeah, that uh, that is a better way to use this, right? Keep tabs on them. And then the thing I said about every one of those dolls saving, you know, at least one real life child could be true too. Right? It, it, like No, yeah. no, I just wanted to have a three-way and I didn't have an extra kid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I've thought about this too. Like, okay, we all know that child porn is kind of bad because it's a child there, right? Someone took a naked picture of a kid and it that's not cool. But, I'd go so far as to say it's more than kind of bad. Well, what about animated child porn? Oh, well, that's not a real child. Right, right. So yeah. is animated child porn bad? Does that keep the, the dirty thirst alive? Or does it quench it and not let any children get hurt? Uh, 
I saw a story the other day where this mm. uh, this ten year old girl had been communicating with like I think it was like a thirty year old guy mm-hmm. um, on on Facebook back and forth for like a month or two, and she thought of him his thought of him as her boyfriend. He'd been sending she'd been sending him like nude photographs and her masturbating and stuff. And uh, she left. Uh, she was gonna finally meet this guy, so she leaves a note for her parents that says she's going to hang out with her BFF. Uh, um, you know, she only wants to hang out with me. I'll be back in a day or two. And, 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 uh, she leaves and goes and gets in this guy's car and goes to a motel. Well, they found her, of course, you know, the guy had fucked her and she was locked in the bathroom with a dog collar on. And, uh, yeah. Right. What is piqued Woody's interest? Tell me He's more. like, dog collar, you say yeah. like with the spikes or was it the shocky guy? <laughs> you can't go wrong. What setting did they use? I like the pulsating one. <laughs> And, uh, and and so it really seemed, though, that she was into it. You know, it seemed like she was, uh, that, that's what she was looking for. She saw this guy as her boyfriend. But the parents, they weren't prudes. They weren't having any of it. Uh, turned, turned him in. Uh, he's, a, he's in a whole mess of trouble. A whole mess of trouble, you know, for the child pornography and the rape. And uh, they, they have all kinds of, like, ways to describe fucking a child, you know, and grooming, all that stuff. Yeah, it's just a whole, and he was a cave troll. Of a man, he, mm. he was not a he was not a good looking fella. Uh, That's how probably. you know it's bad because the guy is not attractive, right? That's yeah. all that matters. Uh huh. If it was a good looking guy, all right. How about John Stamos? You hear John Stamos banged a thirteen year old and she was into it. You don't feel so bad, you, right? You say, "What's wrong with my thirteen year old that she's not pulling guys like John Stamos?" God damn right. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. My kid will cosplay as Stephanie from Full House. She'll call you Uncle Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the early a Michelle kind of man. Yeah. Well, I've got two daughters. <laughs> uh, I'll be right back. Uh, I like I'm going to turn my AC down. This place boiling. Let me tell everyone about movement. Spring is right around the corner, and movement is dropping all new sunglasses to get you ready for that warmer weather. We just got our go-to shades for it all. Um, we just got our go-to shades for it all. It doesn't make sense to me. The guys at Movement don't just make uh, great watches. They also make awesome sunglasses and just released a ton of new styles. Here's the problem with sunglasses. You get all these cheap pairs that look terrible, but then if you buy a $200 pair, you feel like it got ripped off with that unjustifiable price. Well, our friends over at Movement, yeah, the watch guys, they kind of felt the same way. So they thought, screw it. How about we make quality, trendy sunglasses at a fair price? These are high-quality premium acetate frames. No cheap plastic here. You gotta see these. They have lots of styles to choose from: classic, trendy, round, aviator, mirrored, polarized for him and for her. You're sure to find the perfect pair. Get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to movement.com/pka. You know Movement for how they've revolutionized the watch industry. Now's the time to check out their sunglasses. Go to movement.com/pka and join the movement. MV mt.com/pka. I'm a fan. I like these. Kyle, you look dashing. Oh, thank you. Oh, now you don't. Oh, now you do. Wow. (laughs) Something's really brought that amalgamation of fast food together into a presentable (laughs) adult man, and it's those glasses. They're fantastic. Get the polarized ones. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you know. When I turn my head sideways, the whole screen goes black. That's how you know they're good. That's actually why you can't fly with them. Yeah, you can't read the instruments if you have polarized glasses. Mm. I mean, you can fly with them provided you're not the pilot. Uh, just if you're pilot. <laughs> <laughs> that's not flying, that's riding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're well, the you pilot. Fly, you just don't know where you're fucking going. Or if you're, 
Am I too high? Yeah, I yeah. I can't see the ground anymore. It's well, check a, them out. Very high quality glasses. For sure. Link Very below. Cool. Tell everyone also about uh, Dollar Shave Club here. Uh, guys, your bathroom call. It's time to give it the cleaning it deserves. Get rid of all that junk that's laying around. Freshen it up with high-quality products from Dollar Shave Club. Members like me, we get everything we need for our morning uh, for our morning routine delivered right to our door. Dollar Shave Club has razor, shave butter, shampoo, body wash, toothpaste, everything you need to look, smell, and feel your best. I get an amazing high-quality shave every morning from my Dollar Shave Club executive razor. It's the best razor I've ever used. Uh, their Dr. Carver Shave Butter is fantastic. It goes on clear so you can see what you're, what and where you're shaving. And since Dollar Shave Club delivers everything to you, you don't have to set foot in a store. Wandering the aisles, hunting for razor, shampoo, body wash, toothpaste, none of it. Clean up your bathroom and your morning routine with Dollar Shave Club's Daily Essential Starter Set. For just $5 with free shipping, uh, you'll get the six-blade executive razor plus trial sizes of shave butter, body cleanser, and one-wipe Charlie's. Then keep the blades coming for just a few bucks per month. Speaking of your next month, for a limited time only, use code PKA at checkout to get $5 off your second month of the club. That's code PKA at dollarshaveclub.com to save $5 on your second month. Join the club today. Don't forget the one wipe, Charlie's. They're essential. It's 2018. Everyone's a butt licker, but only some people are polite butt licking receptors. That's right. And hey, kids, maybe you're cowering in the corner being beaten severely by your mother and, <laughs> and you shit yourself hey you're gonna want those one wife charlie's handy because she's going to be furious when she smells that on that and and if you get any at all oh god get that just delete that link i don't even like looking at that freak of nature no no when i see him on reddit no no it's not our next topic that's that thing he looks like an x-files monster i don't care if he can't help it Finish your sentence because I, I. I think he might have lost his train of thought there. Am I gonna do? I don't care what I was talking about. I yeah, you know, child abuse, Woody, the whole thing. Don't shit yourself. One wipe, Charlie's, dollarshaveclub.com slash pk. Get that freak of nature off my. Bump that away. Bump it away. But now the audience doesn't know what you're looking at, and they feel well. Excluded. You can show them. Well, you, you know can. what they should be doing is going to dollarshaveclub.com slash pka before we they covered that Taylor this individual. <laughs> Well, you were in the middle wow, of it. Wow, <laughs> this poor guy. Chief, right, did you mean to put a timestamp in it? I'm at the timestamp, 2.15. Okay, that was on purpose. Oh, my God. Give me a second. I want to better arrange the screen. One moment, please. I, how do I get it to go away? Can I just delete that message? It says mm-hmm. not. Uh, we don't have to do audio for this. We can just do the video, apparently. Scroll up. Well, let me know if, he, if anyone types anything relevant, because I don't even want that in my chat anymore. Every time I see that guy on Reddit or whatever, look, I'm sure he has a great outlook on life. The way I understand it, that's incredibly painful to live through. I'd have killed myself years ago. Uh-huh. Um, it's, I'm sorry. Like, like, I feel terrible for him, and maybe we're not supposed to react the way I just reacted, but that disgusts me on a level that, like, I, I would I, I that's the, it just like that guy I saw the other day who hadn't washed his cock in like eight years and it was covered with like this caked on yellow infection. Like I don't want to look at that. That's there are, awful. There are ten very supportive like Jesus, and sometimes I complain about my bad luck and how hard my life is. Shame on me. When this video popped up I thought it was fake and I was surprised. Uh, this guy is so strong. Such an awesome person that we are lucky enough to still have on the planet with us, smiley face. Uncle Fester. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Can we watch a little of it? I, 
<laughs> this is a 26-minute video, so we're not going to watch all of it. But I want to hear what he has to say. Yeah, feel free to watch. Ready, set, play. Basically, eating can be difficult at times. Breathing, you name it, every single part of life is affected by my skin. From my point of view, it's not a matter of avoiding obstacles or avoiding activities because just being alive, my skin is going to get irritated. So his voice is funny, and I see now his nose is closed up. That's He, yeah. he, he sounds He's like got, this, and, and that is why. He's got, like, just red, bloody-looking circles around his eyes where the... I guess skin is so torn up. I saw that, but like, you have red bloody circles around your eyes. If you go like that, maybe that's just what we're seeing on him. Oh, you might be right. It says, it started at the beginning, I was perfectly healthy for the first few hours, and then for no reason at all, so my skin started to blister, uh, blister. In the sense that peel. most of the time, most babies that Here's are another guy who has AB, it. I put an image that, in the chat. Is that a real person or like a monster from a movie? That is the Fluke Man from an X-Files episode. He was a Russian submariner <laughs> who got trapped in the irradiated uh, septic bilge and was mutated with the fluke worms and became a fluke man. I knew a guy in high school who had a disease. Something like this guy. He um, became a fluke man? <laughs> maybe. This is unbelievably <laughs> sad. He was, um, he, I had a friend from surfing and it was his little brother. And uh, he needed to put cream on his skin constantly because he like, and he couldn't sweat. So he also couldn't put himself in situations where he got too hot. And he was always just sort of dried out and cracking and in pain. Ew. And it was. Oh, God. I, <laughs> Did you show the audience the fluke man? No, but I can. Yeah, show him the fluke man. Because I, cause I, as soon as I, every time I see that. Man who should have killed himself a long time ago. I think of the fluke man. You'd kill yourself. Who would not kill themselves here if they were the fluke man? Which is what I choose to call that person now. I mean, I feel for him. It, it's that's not is, a good answer. That's is, not an answer, Woody. Would you kill yourself if you were the fluke man? It's easy to say outside looking in, but if you're that guy, how do you know? Yeah, like and he's never known that, anything you know? else. You, you still want to live. You still want to be alive. You would think, unless it really is Taylor, so excruciating. If just you became pain. If you became the fluke man tomorrow, keep in mind you're going to lose both of your jobs. I guarantee you're losing one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He, we've wanted a whack pack for so long. Um, <laughs> you could call in. But... <laughs> hey, guys, it's Taylor again. Yeah. How's it going, Taylor? Well, I'm in excruciating pain all the time, of course, but otherwise. <laughs> Ah, my goddamn lip fell off again. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you'd kill yourself, right? Because if I, I feel like you wake up every morning with this, and just your first like action would just be waking up and just going, ah! <laughs> 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 oh, my skin sucks! <laughs> 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 Stuck to the sheets again! Oh, oh God, I'm all alone, and no one's here to help me. <laughs> oh, this. This looks so, like such a terrible way. Can't to even live. pay people to look at me. This poor fucking guy. I feel like if I say I'd kill myself, then I'm telling this guy to kill himself, and I don't want to be that person. Having said that, I think I'd kill myself. The reason I tried to at 17 is because I felt like I had no future. I felt like I was in a situation that couldn't get better. 
I feel like he's in a situation that can't get better. Yeah. He's never going to have sex, okay? Because A, no one will have sex with him, and B, if he did, it would probably be incredibly painful. God knows what his dick looks like, right? God only knows. I like I to imagine- think that he can masturbate, that that perfect sensory feedback no. loop allows him to pull it off without hurting himself. I, it literally pull the skin off. Is that what you mean? Because that's what would happen. <laughs> he, he was like, he was like, oh, it kind of feels good. Oh, oh, there's my cock. Ah, what do I do now? I degloved it. Re- it's just a uh, strand of urethra like, uh, extending out of, his, out of his crotch and like uh, dangling. And every time it touches his taint, it, it, like when he pees, it just goes... <laughs> Like a, like a, like a yawn, lawn sprinkler, and it's just hurting excruciatingly terribly every time it flicks against his thighs and taint and balls and everything, is, and, and just sprays piss everywhere so he gets more infected. No, I killed myself yesterday. All of his skin looks so tender. I don't know yeah. how he's wearing a shirt. He's like wearing something on his arms like a burn victim would wear. Yeah. He's a weightlifter. Get the fuck out of here. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Dude. Nice hobby. Sometimes my calluses make me not want to do pull-ups. How does he pull us any of this shit off? Yeah, you should, be like a, you should be a salty bathtub layer inner. That should be your goddamn hobby. You should, Jesus Christ. No, I, I'm telling you, I, I kill myself forthwith. Just right away. Uh. It would have happened so long ago. I'd have been like, so let's see. I could do it. Th- I could... Sit in the car in the garage. What happens when he lays in a salty bathtub in your head? Is he like a snail that just instantly dies? (laughs) Is that your your death? Salt him. (laughs) Salt him. Like that that would be, like instead of an acid attack, just hit him with a fistful of rock salt. (laughs) if, If the guys from Supernatural... Traveled into this guy's town just looking for some something unrelated, they'd shoot him on sight. They'd shoot him on fucking sight. De- Dean would pull that 1911 out. Bam, 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 bam. I, I got a ghoul, Sam. Did you see that? Yeah. He, he tried to beg, but I got him. <laughs> he's, he's muscly. Oh, yeah, look at him. <laughs> 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 Fucking skinwalker. Oh, my God. I, I'm sorry. That That is just the worst thing. It seems thing like... Being a weightlifter would be like the hardest possible hobby to have with this, right? What's what hobby Better would dating. you suggest? Stamp collecting? Are we going back to just the purchasing ones? Well, something where you're not like pulling and jerking and like putting strain on your skin, you know? He's not a weightlifter. Are like, we back to masturbation here. talk? <laughs> something no, where you're no, not we, pulling and jerking and straining your skin. Yeah. <laughs> we never What's left. a more difficult hobby? Weightlifting or dating? Oh, jeez. Dating. Uh, there's got to be a girl with this somewhere. So, oh yeah, we can we can writhe on top of each other in agony. That'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. Is that good for you? No, just like every other moment of life, it's been <laughs> unmitigated agony. It was excruciating. It was excruciating. <laughs> oh, you're so wet. That's blood. <laughs> you've you fucked the hole in my stomach. You kind of tore me a little bit. Well, that's par for the course around here. Where did I put my clit? <laughs> uh, oh, I feel bad for joking about this. This is so sad. It is, wow. and you should. His face on my screen is just sad. I can't look at it. You know, he looks like that that marine, that hero of a marine who was burnt terribly overseas. I'm sure we've all seen him wearing yeah. his Marine Corps uh, like like dress uniform, and his face is all melted. His head and face are both melted. That guy looks ten times better than this guy. <sighs> Although I'd still kill myself if I were that guy. Man, I 
That's sad. This is what? really. I mean, really I mean, if you're that guy, you better start like subscribing to one of those religions that involve reincarnation, and uh, and then you go get yourself a handgun, and then it's all over. I I, I wouldn't want to live a second like that. And it's not even a vanity thing. It is to some extent, I suppose, because he's so hard to look at. I wasn't being like overly dramatic, like for entertainment's purposes. Like when I was like, "Ah, oh, I don't want to look at it." Like, I literally like have a, a like a, a reaction when I look at him. He's so off-putting to look at. It's so gross to me. It's it's so awful to look at. Um, I would I, I'd have killed myself so long ago, so long ago. It's it's, it's actually upsetting me. Like it's yeah. actually making me really sad. Well. Dude, you know what I mean. What's that feel like? <laughs> well, is that you, like first is that what you do, empathy Kyle, thing? Is you try and put yourself in the other person's shoes. That guy can't wear shoes. He's definitely a flip flop kind of man. <laughs> You're right, I've been a fool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would accept this guy wearing sure. Crocs. This is the only Crocs guy on the planet where you're yeah. like, I get it. Cool. Good choice. Good choice. Crocs are oddly comfortable, aren't they? I don't I've understand what his, what his skin Crocs. is doing because he's got like a I'm tight a athletic shirt on, like a very tight like Under Armour shirt. How is that not? That's all that's holding him together, Taylor. He would just spill out on the floor like, like a like a bowl of beef stew without that tight fitting Under Armour shirt. I wonder what the texture's like. Is it like so soft it's gonna like slough off, or is it like crispy yeah. and like brittle? I, I think the first one. I think if you punched him, you'd take a chunk. You think so? I bet uh, it's more like brittle. You, I, such. Like look at look at the could area you reach surrounding inside his, his chest and pull his heart out, Indiana Jones style. Daniel no, he Cormier still has could. Bones. You see the Black Beast hitting the uh, the power <laughs> machine on uh, FS1. No. He set a new record. It was like nine hundred ninety-seven. More than Francis Ngannou, the Ford Escort puncher, whatever. I believe. I think so. I, I, I Daniel Cormier was leading when I when I looked at it. Uh, he had like nine ninety-six or something. I, I think I think Black Beast like set a new record on that thing, which is interesting to me. I, when, they don't wrap their hands though. Which have you ever hit a punching machine? No, I don't. I don't think so. So like, there's there's kind of a. A scraping sort yeah, of thing you, that happens because it it goes up when you hit it. So yeah, you, yeah, and and it always hurt my knuckles. Like like I'm not bleeding, but it's like oh that took like a layer of skin off that's now like peeled up. And I'm, mm. I'm like I, I was like oh, well, I'm not doing that a second time because now all of a sudden I'm wondering how many other people have put their like DNA on this fucking thing. Did I just get syphilis like <laughs> like, like, like from this punching machine? Sure, that's how you got it. I am a carrier <laughs> of MRSA. <laughs> Wings said that he was a carrier of MRSA. Like, he's the typhoid Mary of skin bacteria. <laughs> is that wrong? I thought we read something yes, to that effect. No, no, but a carrier is something completely different, right? A carrier is a non-systematic per, uh, person who's infected with a, with a virus or a, or a disease or something like that, who can, who can transmit it to others. Um, um, Without being impacted, know. yeah. Exactly. Like, like typhoid Mary, you know, they, they, they had to stick her on that goddamn island because she was running around with typhoid, infecting everybody. He acted like he just has staff and he and he could just get it at any time no just if he just washed his skin i you know regularly it, it wouldn't be a problem I, look i'm an idiot on this topic but i thought when we read about it it was something like 10 percent of the population has it at any given time but most people I, I think it was you said it and and mm -hmm. it's but, on us yeah but but most people 
don't get infected by it because they're you know healthy and resistant and not open wounded it's kind of like getting the cold sore like every most people have the cold sore thing i don't have it but you don't get it for the most part well tons of people are born with it i used to get them as like a young kid born with it I, yeah. I don't I don't I don't think so man. I don't I think we're oh, back yeah. to the chicken Maybe. don't have sex thing. That, that is that is a transmitted disease. Yeah, it's it's a virus. You may have got and, it from your parents. Yeah, oh, if you so you can get it from anywhere. I got it by sharing sharing a soda when I was a kid, right? Like like and and, and you know, uh, now I'll always have it. And it, it, I get it maybe twice a year and it's awful. And uh, I didn't have my cream last time I got one. So it gets way – or, or I had to use cream, like, from the fucking drugstore. Uh-huh. If anyone out there – someone messaged me and asked me, like, what to do because they had recently gotten a cold sore. I'm like, ah, go to the fucking doctor. Tell him you now have cold sores. Ask for Valtrex. You take uh, – they're blue pills. It's an antiviral that's specifically meant for, uh, for cold sores and genital herpes. And you take 1,000 milligrams twice a day, and then that's it. I don't mean like twice a day for a week. I Just mean once. You take one in the morning, one at night. It's a thousand milligrams each, and then the thing just goes away. It, but how it, fast? It's, it's like fast. Like it's 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 like halted in its tracks. It doesn't get any worse than it already was. Like if you if you stop it when you first, like I know you've never got, had one, but first it feels like a tingle, like a little yeah. itchy tingle. And if you touch it, you're like, is that a? Is, is that it a like bump? a pimple? Is it, it, you think it's a pimple at first. At first, you're like, that is that a pimple? Because occasionally I'll get a little like like pimple like at the bottom of my lip Sometimes or something. Sometimes I get like one that. in the corner, like a, I can yeah, get a sure. pimple from like at, drooling at first, or, yeah. the first day, like and they progress rapidly. Like day one, you're like, there's a tingle and a little bump. If I don't take the pills right fucking now, this is over. <laughs> like like tomorrow, this is gonna be like the size of an eraser on a pencil and it's going to be like cracked and if i scratch it with my nail it'll bleed and it's like, like it, and it's not even a whole day sometimes like it'll it's like hours like you'll look in in the mirror like in the morning be like oh man i guess i'm getting a little pimple like four hours later you'll look and be like oh no that's clearly a cold sore because it's three times bigger now yeah i got to get some abreva or some shit and put it and on the there. abreva is garbage like 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 abreva first that usually of all, works for me i i haven't had like a really bad one in a long long time but by usually works, they go away pretty quick but by works, you mean like it gets it over with in like five or six days, and then it's time to start healing, uh, which I use. Uh, yeah, I, if you start it pretty quick, it, it'll get done faster than that. Not for me. Not for me. It uh, it always gets real bad. I, I started Abreva on this last one like the day it started, and it, it's terrible. Abreva is a cream that's like twenty five dollars for a tube. Like the prescription, the the prescription's cheaper than that. Like like the the, the Valtrex that actually just solves it. Is cheaper than that, and if you if you if you get that prescription, you can just kind of take the Valtrex maybe like once every three months, and you'll never get a fucking outbreak ever again. You know, how often do you get them? Twice a year. I, Sometimes when you were younger, did you get them more? Because I remember getting them more when I was younger, probably because your immune system isn't as good. But like now, I don't think I've had one in a few years. Um, I don't know. It's 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 always been about once a year, usually in the fall. Like, uh, um, I, I remember like specifically the worst one I ever got. Um, I was, uh, I was like 17 or 18 and I had, uh, I had gotten a job at a fucking video rental place because I loved the idea of free rentals. Like I, it was during the, it was, this is pre Netflix. And I had, I kept running up these crazy bills at the uh, rental place because I'd never get my rentals back on time. And I was like, you know, when you factor in the free rentals. 
I'm making thirty dollars an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and and I I liked it. I, I loved movies and I loved being able like every week the new releases would come and I'd bundle up eight movies and take them home that night and, and, and watch them all. I love being able to watch movies for free. I, I watched so many movies during that time, that three weeks I worked there, whatever the fuck. But I remember you I worked had, there for three weeks? How could like you that. give up that rental? Sweet, I, sweet rental. I had a cold sore, and I was working the cash register, and I, I'll never forget this humiliating experience of this <laughs> old man being like, what happened to you? Looks like you got popped in the mouth. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's a cold sore. Here's your chance. Mind if I rub this dollar on my <laughs> mouth before I give it to you? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Sorry, sir. <laughs> I, I wanted to like give it to him right there, just like scri- like rub it until the blood came and just stick it in his mouth before he could react. <laughs> just like, oh, what did you? Yeah, now you have it for life, old man. <laughs> I managed to escape Korea without it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel lucky that I don't have it. Like I, I don't even. I assume I I never had a cold sore, so I thought that I didn't have it. But you don't know. Like you could be a carrier. Like like Taylor hasn't had one. And, you know, can't remember his last one. If you if you've never had one, then you don't have it. Well, because yeah. what happened was Jackie got tested for it for some reason. He got a physical or something, and she doesn't have it. So I'm like, well, we must both not have it. You then know? you don't exactly. have it. Either. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, yeah. You definitely don't have it. Um, but you know, it's easy. Uh, you literally can share a drink with someone and, and you have it now. That's, that's literally what happened to me as a kid. I, I, I shared a drink with someone and I got it. And now forever more, I have it. And if you eat pussy with, uh, with that thing, now she's in trouble. <laughs> she's, it's not yeah. going to be on her lip. Well, it is, but <laughs> <laughs> you'd have to be pretty trashy to have like a raging cold sore going and the girl be like, and just do it thing. anyway. Here's the thing about that. When the th- after it has healed 99%, even if there's just a shadow of like the skin's a little pink or it's not a thousand percent healed, it's still transmittable, it seems. And that is what happened. I swear to God, it, I, it was like it was gone. It was gone. You gave a gal, uh, oh yeah, some pussy cold. Sword? Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. She was sitting on frozen peas for a week. Ah. She was. It, she, Hopefully she was, that happened in California, where they give you a little slap on the wrist. Well, I, it, I didn't do it on purpose, and she like like she was aware of my of cold sore because like for a week, you know, we weren't able to kiss or whatever, and like like I wasn't, I was like, ah, I can't go down on you because because this thing, and then it had went away, and 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 like she, she's like, ah, oh, it's gone now, get down there, and I was like, absolutely, and then it was like, then for like a a week, she was just like sitting, literally frozen peas. Did you see what it but, looked like on her? On no. her pussy? No. Why didn't I, you she ask? Des- she described it. It, it didn't oh, sound well, Were there a bunch of them? Was there just one? I think that there were like, I don't know how many exactly, but there were on the inside and the outside, she said, and they were extremely painful. And, uh, I didn't and, know it and, hurt. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it hurts on the lip. It's like yeah. tender. It, mm. it, yeah, it, it hurts. Uh, it's 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 no good. And when it's down there, it's uh, the late. I don't I don't think it would hurt a guy that much because like we're mostly external with our genitalia, yeah. but theirs is just a yeah. They got a whole mess down. Just there, a bunch right? of mucus membranes. And I can stuff barely look what at the it. fuck is down there exactly. I can barely look at that freak show when it's healthy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I certainly didn't want to see uh, when it when it when it was all inflamed like a jellyfish shot with a shotgun. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I 
I can barely look at that shit. <laughs> that's hilarious. Every time I see labia gone wild on, on, on Reddit, I'm like, nope, that and gruel. Like, like I click every not safe for work link as I'm like, as I'm like scrolling to. on my, as I'm scrolling on my phone or like scrolling on Reddit, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, the, like, like I, I was, you know, I do it during the show sometimes when I'm just looking for little news. I'm looking for news articles or something. I'm just like, I'm not just like looking at porn on the show or whatever, but I end up looking at porn on the show because like as I'm scrolling, it's like, Jesus, look at this lady's titties bouncing out of her if shirt. If someone comes up to you and says, Kyle, Kyle, I have a secret. You don't say, eh, I don't care to know. And that's what a not safe for work link is. It's like, exactly. hey, here's a little secret. If you click on here, I'll show it to you. Yeah, well, I want to see it now. Yeah. Tee hee, I'm a little shy. Third <laughs> pick of my asshole today. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what I don't Face want to see, though. Pick. Anything on Labia Gone Wild and anything on Gruel. All right, let's take a look at Labia Gone Wild and see if no, it's like I, that. See, I, I believe we've done this before. We have. We have. About, I'll uh, tell you, I'm not on Team like Kyle games. with the Gruel thing, though. I, it's it's kind of na- it's like it's that white mucusy stuff that comes out of pussies and I'm I'm just I'm not on board with that especially like, uh, like look, that implies to sex. me that the pussy is very excited which no. I find as a turn on not all girls have that happen though that's, I know that's a, I know that, that's a, but that happens the girls who do have it happened have it happen because they're very excited they're yeah. having a fun time. Okay, well, good for them because uh, gross. <laughs> I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Um, keep that away from me, I, I, or at least off of my Reddit. Like, look, I'm not saying I won't fuck the gruelly pussy. All right, I will, I, <laughs> but I, I won't look. Right, I, I'm gonna wash my cock afterwards, but uh, you know, it, it, you gotta do what you gotta do. But what I am saying is, my Reddit not safe for work links is is a, is a fantasy fantasy land of of, of incredible asses and. Enormous titties and 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 buttholes being stretched way beyond the realms of of, of physical science. You ever see high mileage holes? High no, <laughs> I can't believe you, Kyle. Whenever you say these things, I'm like uh, I'm way too embarrassed to admit this, but uh, I've known about that one for quite some time, and it's not news to me. It's old hat. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, high <laughs> mileage holes. <laughs> high. Mileage. You win this time, my good sir. Yeah. I, All right. I, let's take a look. <laughs> First, well, there's a link you can show, Woody. That's uh, Charlotte McKinney. Um, she is in the goddess subreddit. And if I went in the comments and someone was like, why are the goddesses always these beautiful women with big tits? When I think of goddesses, I think of Helen Mirren. And she like, named a bunch of like women who, like I don't know, overcame some struggles. Emma Watson. So it's like, no. Charlotte McKinney's a fucking goddess. Look at them jiggly titties. <laughs> She's clearly a goddess, and and I would even call her a ten. Yeah. But if and, and look, you may be thinking that those that, that maybe those don't look good, or maybe they're 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 like saggy or something. But if you go into the comments of that link and you you can see her on the beach, I don't care for this. Those are nice. Oh, you don't like high mileage holes? No. Oh, come on. That's good stuff. I don't man. have it. Did you find it yourself? There's no link in here. I just uh, typed it into Reddit. Our uh, high mileage holes. Here, I'll help you out. Here we go. Got this saved here. <laughs> uh, you know, and that what wasn't... makes you like this one, but not just regular vaginas with a little labia? Uh, because, because like something horrible has happened to these ladies. Like, like uh, something... So it's more the trauma that you're getting off. Both the anal trauma and the underlying trauma. 
Yeah, a quick flash of my well-used holes. Wow. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. for the audience, about half... All right, some of these are just pussies that are kind of spread, and they're not that shocking for me. Some of them are like prolapsed anuses and uh, just... They're, they're hurt women. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, those are the ones I'm talking about, Woody. Like, it's like... It's not the way a butthole should look. Like it, it looks like shit would just come tumbling out. Look, I'll, I'll, with so this plenty of room safe. to spare, bouncing off the cavernous walls. Not safe work link I'm putting in here, but stick with it. Give it a good ten seconds. This is the one that I just that got me to close it earlier. <laughs> All right, so, so it's, it's like okay. So yes. so this is. <laughs> I just so saw that go, one. <laughs> if you go to our high mileage holes. <laughs> Uh, and you um, and you go you search top all right you know the top post there of all time. This one is called attractive girl dildo fun. It's 727 uh, votes up. It's like the fourth or fifth thing down. Uh, really pretty girl. Uh, she's naked on a bed, kind of sitting sideways, and she's kind of got to look like he tee hee about to show you something. And she bends over, and you're like, oh that. That butthole has been well used lately. It, it would appear because it's, it's it's a little it's a little pink. It's, it's a little spread. And then, and then all of a sudden, a dildo emerges. And now, Kyle, continues. is this a normal dildo? Well, for me, it is. But <laughs> for the average consumer, you'll. This is called the Long Dong Thirty Six K, and the Long <laughs> It's about two feet of uh, of of jellycock, as as we call it in the biz. It's a uh, double headed, uh, one on each end. It's very a nice, different. bright red color to complement her abused ass. Yes, and you got to imagine how far up her intestinal tract that thing was. This lady knows how to do anal. She's all cleaned out. If there was a, if there's a hint of poop in there, she'd have found it with this bad boy. But no, she had the thing all the way in there to the point where you, you weren't even aware that she was full of like two feet of rubber cock, and it yeah. all comes, comes, you know, it comes out. Uh, 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 uh. That's All right, stuff. that's enough of that. Why'd I watch that three times? That's <laughs> not, it, it's my. I'm, I could be it's wrong exotic. on this. I might expose that I don't know enough about the anatomy, but things can go sideways like that, right? Like the vagina is a tube, and you don't lose much in there. But the butt, on the other hand, is a cavernous place. I think I've heard that women are just a series of tubes. <laughs> <laughs> and it, the, yeah, now that I guess a two foot dildo is pretty safe, but like a six inch dildo could be hard to retrieve. There are things that uh, that can that can be lost in there. There, uh, you know. I don't want to watch one of those if that's what you linked. Oh, <laughs> uh, that that one auto plays, so beware of that one. Um. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Hey, cheater, that's in the vagina. But you can <laughs> yeah. see that her open a- dog mouth of a butthole she's got going on there. <laughs> the guys the guys pounding her like with her legs pulled back in like a missionary-ish position, and her asshole is 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 sort of it's well, I think it's going. Ah! More like a whole Have you ever seen those? those, That's good. Have you ever seen like a lamprey? Like those sea creatures that have the teeth and shit, and they just like are like a worm and they grab onto. That's what that's what all of these gals assholes look like. Good shit. That's good shit. Oh man, yeah, I'm a big fan of that that subreddit. That's always fun. Um, Man, well that's. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, smaller toys could definitely be lost in there. There, there are some toys that are like eggs, 
mm. these vibrating eggs, and they oftentimes have like a, uh, a rope, a string of some kind of chain attached to them so that they can be retrieved. I'm pantomiming, pulling a very long rope right now for <laughs> audio-only viewers. Uh, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't talked politics in ages. Um, Trump went to North Korea, or Singapore, but he met with the North Korea guys. Uh, he's being sued for charitable shenanigans. If you, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that one. That one, I suspect, is going to be a problem for him. And I don't know if there's anything new on the whole. How dare they sue him on his birthday? On Did that birth- happen? I saw. Uh, I didn't know that. Uh, Kim Jong Un. I saw a picture of him. People were alleging he's wearing lifts in his shoes. Of course he is. Yeah, they like the way do. he's walking around. Now that's yeah. a super normal thing for Korean leaders to wear platform shoes and lifts and things like that. Because like, he's like seven inches shorter than Trump. And walking around, you know, he gains a couple inches with the hair, the hairstyle. Yeah. But Trump negates that with his own hair. <laughs> so, so he has a counter. The, yeah, the hair advantage, you know, those darn, yeah. darn Koreans, you know, that we outsmarted them with that inadvertently. And it is pretty obvious these are big lifts in his shoes, like a couple inches. Like, not flattering. But I wonder what it's being received like back in North Korea. Um, because, of course, they're only getting what they're prescribed. Exactly. I saw some of the news that they were putting on there. And, uh, you know, Trump said some very uh, positive things about him. So they're playing that again and again. And then they're playing their own, you know, like North Korea has finally been accepted as a nation. I don't know if that's, but they're they're just playing up how well they did and how America buckled under their pressure and stuff like that. Which is interesting because I don't know if you read what, is it Trudeau? said you know from canada like you know we'll always put canada first and represent the interest of our people and they're like backstabbers that the american government is very upset with and uh what kim jong-un said was much more severe but they're letting it slide but they always say crazy stuff it seems like that's how north korea has always been it's like one of their talking points has always been like oh the u.s wants to conquer us more than anything in the world but they're too scared to come over here we're too strong they can't take us. They wanted to take us when my father and his father were there, but nope, can't handle us. And everybody else is like, well, I guess so. Like, this is the only exposure we have to the world. So, well, probably didn't have anything to do with that million man Chinese army. <laughs> I saw a defector who talked about that recently. Like, they're like, a lot of it is nonsense, and we can totally see it. You know, they say, they say stuff that can't be believed. Like, the first time he ever golfed, he got 18 holes in one and then just, you know, said the game was too easy and had no interest. No one buys that from North Korea. He doesn't poop. Yeah, that, that's his body. Oh, he is, doesn't poop. His body is so efficient that it processes the food fully, and he doesn't have to poop. They say that, and no one believes it. This is what the defector said. He says they don't buy that at yeah, all. Yeah. Of He's course like, not. Yeah, yeah. But they also had no idea of the quality of living gap, the standard of living gap between North Korea and the rest of the world. You know, they didn't mm-hmm. know that they, they thought these images were fake if they did see them, that or or just a very small area. But no. Like everyone in America and Singapore and going on and on has a standard of living that North Koreans could just not, not understand. Yeah, they can't even comprehend it. I would yeah. imagine. Like, it's weird to see those pictures of entire cities basically just built for show, like Harry Potter Land at Disney World or whatever it is, where they're like, "Oh, we're gonna build a huge hotel for 
the the tourists are, well no that nobody <laughs> in the world is allowed to come here but we're we're going to build it anyway i've got slave labor it'll be fine like it, it's like a guy playing uh sim city i can't tell like, what the truth is about north korea and and this is just conspiracy woody coming out so uh saddam hussein Saddam Hussein was an ally of America. He was our partner, and we gave him arms, and he was, you know, a good guy uh, when, when Iran was the bad guy. And then he became an absolute madman who killed his own people and this and that. Overnight, mm-hmm. we just changed our opinion of him, and everyone's like, oh, okay. Jeez, I thought he was pretty cool, but now, now he's a madman. Uh, Russia, madman irresponsible, crazy, this and that. And then Gorbachev comes along and suddenly, you know, like, yeah, maybe we can get a partnership. Maybe we can be friends with these guys. I could go yeah. on. Saddam Hussein, no, um, Osama bin Laden. You know, he was a partner. He took on the Russians. And all of a sudden, he's our enemy for good reason. So when they say Kim is a madman, I'm like, ah, damn it. I feel like we fall for this every time. You know, is it true that he has that many people done? He killed his family. I, I imagine that's true. He can't just get away with that right yeah there's like no way to corroborate any of it so like and you're also like you said hesitant to believe it because you're like well it's not it's not like we there are no examples or not a ton of examples of the government lying to us about these things to get an excuse to go in somewhere like and so now when you see stuff like that like uh with assad gassing his people like uh however many months ago it was it was like wait so he gassed his own people, like a small amount of them, while the UN inspectors were there, and they caught him doing it right after things were like going kind of well, and they were like the civil war was settling down. It's like, wait, but why? Why would he do this? This doesn't make any sense. Oh, he's a madman. He's a madman. It's like, oh well, eh, this kind of sounds like a rinse and repeat. Like, yeah, it was just like I, it seemed. I don't know. This this madman, out of control, illogical, whatever guy leading North Korea. Trump has been praising him, and a lot of people have given Trump a hard time for praising him, but I don't. He's like, look, this guy took over the country at 23. A lot of other people wanted to take over the country themselves. There were a lot of there, there was no lock, no guarantee that he would inherit it from his father when he died. And he did. And continued on. Now, North Korea hasn't plummeted. I guess it's not doing that well, but the, the nuclear program did more under him than before. Their missile program did more under him than before. Mm-hmm. He can't be a total incompetent idiot if he managed yeah. to stay in charge and even advance the country. He can be, I feel like when people hear you say like, well, he's not a maniac, they go, oh, well, then you're not decrying uh, evil deeds that he's doing. It's like, no, you can be an evil person and not be a maniac over there, like, you know, hire, making thousands of people do ma- magic shows for you every day in a courtyard and making them gladiator fight, like... He can still be a piece of shit, but be a tactical, like, leader and someone who's trying to, like, figure out what's best in his interest. It, like you said, it's hard to corroborate, corroborate anything and know what's really going on in there. But I wonder, like, all right, so he's got people in slave camps and stuff. What's the alternative? Is he putting down a civil war? Like, it, I don't know. I don't know. I, I haven't heard that. Is, is that, like, a, a theory or something people are floating? I I just floated it. <laughs> people are floating this. You know, <laughs> people, are saying, me, right yeah. people are saying. People are saying. People are corroborating. There'd it. be a civil war if uh, if he wasn't so harsh on his own people. But but really, this is a country that's not doing well. So you know, maybe it takes that kind of iron fist to keep it in shape. Otherwise, they you roll the dice and go after the leadership. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just yeah, like. 
maybe there isn't a situation where you can just be wonderful to your people and maintain any kind of power and move the country in the right direction. I don't know. No, so, I feel like in our, in, our, in our life... Oh, go ahead, Kyle. Uh, with the North Korean thing, like it's... Mm-hmm. So they've been... They spent $800,000 during the year of that great famine b- building a mausoleum to uh, the current leader's father, Kim uh, Jong-il. 800 grand? Yeah, I want to say. Something like that. But it was a year in which, like, that was that was the year of that gigantic famine. Like, like what I'm saying is they were spending frivolously spending money during the year where, like, millions died of starvation. Um, you know, there, there's, there's people who are underfed to this day, people who are starving to this day. There's 200,000, 200,000. Hundred thousand people in gulags to this day, right? They built those nuclear weapons as a bargaining chip, which is seems to be a really smart maneuver. Not only was it a bargaining chip, but it was a, a shield. You know, they're 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 meant to be used. They're, they've been used defensively more than anything, right? right. It's it's uh, North Koreans are hard to deal with. They had that enormous army. There's a reason the United yeah. States never signed that whole. Um, moratorium on the use of landmines it's because the way we protect south korea and prevent the invasion is the whole dmz is mined the fuck out of it's full of mines anti-vehicle mines anti-tank mines anti-personnel mines and of course the north koreans have been tunneling under the dmz for decades and decades not just a little tunnel like like vietnam where like some guy's gonna like creepy crawl through it tunnels you can drive a tank through you know, and they've got tens of thousands of artillery pieces aimed at Seoul, and not just artillery pieces, but rocket batteries. You know, and they're and they're not these aren't missiles that can be intercepted. They're conventional artillery pieces that fire enormous high explosive shells. Millions would die. It would burn an area the size of Manhattan to the ground. You couldn't stop that fire. There'd be no yeah. way to respond to that. How many people live in Seoul? It's enormous. We've looked at it before. In the Seoul metropolitan area, it's like comparable to New York City. Yeah. Oh, metro population is bigger it's, than New York. 25.6 popu- million. Yeah, it's enormous. It's gargantuan. It's one of the biggest cities on the planet. And it's 50, 80 miles or something like that from where the artillery piece is. It, it, within range. 40 miles, maybe. Uh, I don't know the geography that well, but they're hard to deal with you know I, i've heard people talk about oh we'd get a bloody nose but they'd be destroyed and yeah i guess the u.s military might get a bloody nose but the south koreans would get devastated they'd be fucked yeah, yeah i saw the would. south korean president said that trump should get the nobel prize and i don't see how anyone can argue against that oh i could but based on what the the nobel peace prize seems to the qualifications in the past. Maybe we should I wait feel and like see how it turns out first. I'm on Team Taylor with this one. Yeah. Now, now look. If you're saying that Obama got one, and therefore any fucking jackass who doesn't actually do anything should get one. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, by that measure, we should get one too. I mean, I haven't started any wars. I haven't even killed anyone. I, I, I think I've got you're almost right. every president beat in that <laughs> regard. So, so yeah. If you're gonna find the lowest of the low standard, then. Yeah, that, that's not how that's this should the, work. That's the funny thing to me about the Obama comparison. Is like, but Obama got one. It's like, all right, so your point that Trump should get this award is that it's a meaningless piece of shit award that you don't have to do anything for, and therefore he's qualified for it now. It's like, no, it, it should be seen as like, Obama got one. That was a mistake. But let's let's start giving it back to people. So if they denuclearize, does he get one? Yeah, yeah if I they think so. And it pans out for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, what, what do you I think have not good... been knocking what Trump does. This. So, all right, on the right. They're praising him and saying he should get a Nobel Peace Prize. And I think that's mm-hmm. silly. He hasn't done anything yet. On the left, 
they're ripping him a new one, saying, look, he gave up, he, or better yet, he gave North Korea sort of equal stature on the world stage as, as America. And I think, yeah, that and 50 cents get you coffee. I could give a fuck, right? Um, they're saying that he, there's another thing. And the third one was that they um, canceled the military operations. Good. In, in that, that we do jointly with South Korea. I oh, like and that. the second one was that, uh, they were holding out like actual peace with South Korea. Like that was a that these are things that North Korea wanted. They wanted to have peace. That treaty sign, a peace treaty sign with South Korea. They wanted to have like a meeting and sort of a, a place on the world stage. And they wanted to have those military operations with South Korea canceled. Yeah. And in exchange, we got nothing. We got a non-binding letter that someday, if South Korea disarms, maybe we'll work towards disarming too. So so far, they've done nothing. But to me, except we, we gave up stuff and we got nothing in return. But I'm not knocking Trump for it, though it sounds like I am, because this game's not over. You know, m- maybe in stage one, we give a little, and in stage two, we get a lot. We didn't give anything. The, the big We're thing that really... Those military exercises? That is such horseshit. That is so wildly super horseshit. Trump is out there acting like he's clipping coupons by not doing some military exercises. Meanwhile... Those things were wildly expensive. I... <laughs> What's wildly expensive is the spending bill we passed and all the money that we dumped into the military when they signed that. It's the biggest spending bill in the history of America. And now we're acting like we're clipping coupons by giving up those South Korea joint military exercises? No. We did it to appease North Korea to get some points with them. And the score's not out as to whether or not it pays off. We'll see. Well, well, I mean, it wasn't wasn't benefiting us in any way. It wasn't benefiting us. I mean, it, stopping them is saving money. Like, like, I mean, you could say that we, we spent a lot of money over here on, on, on these other things, but we're definitely saving money on this one thing that we just stopped doing. And they were pretty inflammatory. Like, how would we feel if, like, the Russians and the Cubans were, were we doing do them military every year, exercise? And we have like for, like, 50 years in a row. I know, and it's, 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 we shouldn't. And we shouldn't. We should no, we should absolutely practice with that. They well, have an aggressive. They said they would we're not rattle their sabers like, and say. It's not like they're practicing like target shooting. They're practicing an invasion into their country on their border. They're firing missiles over towards Guam and across Japan. We're allowed to practice no, they're, our they're exercises. Not, they're not doing that anymore. And I think the reason that they're doing that is kind of a show of like, all right, we're willing to do something. And the big thing that's hurting North Korea is still in place. The sanctions yeah. have not been lifted against them. And so really, that's kind of a show of like, hey, we're going to do something good. Like we're, we're showing oh, we're going to we're willing we're doing something small and inconsequential as if Kim Jong-un thinks, oh, they're not practicing their military thing today. That means we could charge in and, and take them over. It's like, no, it's kind of just a demonstration. But the big hammer that we've got on them, the sanctions, that's still there. I feel like North Korea coming from a non-expert, no fucking idea. I feel like their lifespan in this kind of form of a country is coming to a close and they're trying real hard to appear like a, you know, a not just a paper tiger, but like it's crumbling down. And so they're trying to escape this before it all crumbles with some dignity and they, where it seems like, oh, you know, we also decided this. It wasn't that like our infrastructure was crumbling, that everything was falling apart and we had to like, you know, desperately like make uh, concessions. It's, you know, we all came to an agreement. It's hard to know. I I feel like you both made great points, right? On one hand, it does seem like North Korea can't just continue to fall further behind. On the other, they built this nuclear bargaining chip that's worked out fabulously for them. It's why we haven't gone in there, and it's why they're being treated seriously as we negotiate whatever we get to. 
We do have to treat them seriously. We were never going to go in there. The Chinese, the Chinese are the whole reason we we didn't go in there. The Chinese ended the war. That's why there was a a ceasefire is because we were pushing them up. I don't remember to what parallel we were at, but literally the Chinese came over with like a million men of infantry and we fought the Chinese on the battlefield and they pushed us way back down to where the line currently is. Um, we, We always make it sound like there are these rogue nations out there that, and we're just minding our own beeswax. We're the good guys. We, we just pop in to keep things. Let me show you. America. We tend to keep to ourselves. Yeah, look yeah. at this image right here. So, so when you think of Iran, you probably think, ah, oh, Iran is always messing with us, huh? They're always <laughs> right. fomenting a little bit of uh, uh, of war. Look, look at this. These uh, are military bases near Iran. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what about all those Iran nuclear or bases in Canada and Mexico on our border? You didn't exactly. consider that, Kyle, did you? Yeah, those, well, those, those, for I, just listening, Iran we have is Iran separated, surrounded on three sides with dozens of military bases from a, from a, from Turkey to all the way down to Amman, from Turkmenistan all the way to Kyrgyzstan, and then back down to Pakistan. Forty-two of them completely surrounded. I really think Iran is being provocative by occupying that green, white, and red area. <laughs> that should be our green, white, and red area. <laughs> <laughs> and we're doing it for freedom. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Iran threatens our freedom. That's the issue. Why do they hate us? Is it because we've been poking around in their corner of the world for a long, long time? Nah, they... They see us and they go, they got Netflix, those bastards. The CIA <laughs> pulled a Russia before Russia did. And like, what, we topple their government and install our own in the 60s uh, or something? We toppled so many democratically elected uh, 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 governments in oh. South America back in the day. But wait, they were democratically Dude, elected Syria, the wrong ones. Assad in Syria <laughs> won an election that was viewed and made sure it was legit by the, uh, the U.N., Won 85% of the vote, and the U.M. was making sure it was legit. And then suddenly it's like, this madman's gassing his own people. And it's like, ah. I d- Just the bad ones. I don't know if, I, if I'm buying this. Like, the whole, look at these pipes in Iraq. You know, it seems kind of strangely <laughs> reminiscent of that. Yeah. Oh, I, I, that's what that I call from the get-go. Is that yellow cake uranium? Is it? I smell it. Oh, dude, they, they would have Condoleezza Rice come on every cable news station and say shit like this. Osama bin Laden just took out 9-11. And we can't have Saddam Hussein's next thing be a mushroom cloud. And it's like, there's a, 85% of Fox viewers felt like Saddam Hussein was responsible for 9-11. Because they would mention the two in literally the same sentence. 9-11 yeah. and Saddam Hussein again and again and again. And they basically was just a propaganda machine to misinform people. I watched the whole video the other day and, about how the Cuban Missile Crisis was all Kennedy's fault, and uh, and he was the one breaking laws the whole time, all, all along the way. And then the Russians were like ready to make peace, and uh, and Kennedy was like, "Well, I don't want to agree to anything publicly." So he sends Bobby Kennedy to fucking negotiate with the Russians, and they make a backdoor deal. They're like, "All right, here's what we'll do: we'll take our missiles out of Turkey, but you can't fucking tell anybody that we did it. You just get yours out of Cuba and make us look like Kennedy's the winner." And, and Khrushchev's like, all right, I guess. Just take the missiles out of Turkey because they're scary. Why did you yeah. put them there? <laughs> we, we did the same. We did, everybody's like, can you believe those Soviet bastards try to put nuclear-tipped missiles just 90 miles from, from Florida? 
Yeah, because that's what we were doing in Turkey. We were putting gigantic nuclear missiles just right up. And we had, like, at that time, like, ah, I'm going to get it wrong, but let's six times as many nukes as yeah. they had. Like, we had, like, 50,000, and they had, like, 13,000 or something like that. It was a huge disparity. Mm-hmm. I think you're wrong because you're not painting America as the good guys. Because freedom don't come free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were trying to take our freedom away, and we needed nukes in Turkey. Uh-huh. I mean, like, that, that you were right, Woody, about, like, the whole, you know, just mentioning the two names so quickly. Like, and they they tried their best to just conflate, like, the Middle East. It's just all a thing over there. It's not like that's a country, that's a country. It's just the Middle East. It's just, you know, the whole thing, Iraq, you know, Afghanistan. It's just, it, it's all a bunch of no-goodniks over there. Like, yeah, it, it, it's it's very... I feel like they've pulled this, the, the rug out of the American people's feet so many times with this kind of stuff that finally a, a huge percentage of people are like, hold on, like we're going to get involved in another conflict in the Middle East because you know, there's a gas attack that doesn't make any sense tactically from the person who oh. supposedly did it, or there's like weapons here that didn't actually exist. If and- we had left Saddam alone, we, this isn't an exaggeration, we could have had a moon base. Yeah, or just like better <laughs> roads... Or, you know, the one I would have gone with energy independence. Or pay yeah. down the debt. Pay down the debt. Not Throw a bad it all one. on the debt. Oh, Kyle, yeah. now you're doing silly talk. Why would you do that? Put it all on black. Anything would have been better than. <laughs> yeah, than just bombs. I, 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 so I've heard it said that our military is a jobs program, that we just pour tons of money into it, and then that money just gets sort of blown up, and we pour more money. And it's basically a government jobs program. I think yeah. uh, it always has that, been. That's I really think back accurate. To the Romans, right? That, you know, it doesn't take any away from the people, you know, who get involved in the military that they're not doing something that they think is right and that does do good in a lot, well, of, in a lot I, of ways. I literally but, had like Lockheed yeah. Martin in my head when I said that and Boeing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not like, I, I was just kind of clarifying, not the boots on the ground guys. It's the Boeing the and troops. Lockheed Martin. <laughs> uh, no, Lockheed I, Martin, I, was, I, was, <laughs> I was reading something about Lockheed Martin, how much money they made. I'll have to look it up. It's, it's like so much money, it's bananas. Like, it's, okay it's an. In, Comprehensible. Amount. I almost How got a job there. I, I I hadn't finished college. Yet. I'm sorry, Kyle. I, I'm telling yeah, my story, but I, I hadn't finished. Here's the thing about me. I'm actually really good at interviewing for jobs. I've gotten like every job I've ever interviewed for, except Lockheed Martin. And uh, the deal was you had to have a college degree, and I was still going to school at night. And uh, you know, the first people they love me or whatever, and I get on to the next one, and the, the, that interview went really well, and they're like, yeah, you know. Like, you have to have a college degree. These are government requirements. You can't even work on our projects unless you finish college. But we really like you. And they move it. I get to, like, the third level of interviews. And they're like, yeah, you see, like, a great guy. How did you even get here? Like, why am I talking to you? You need to come back when you're done college. Because we literally can't hire you. It's against the rules of the contracts for the jobs we're hiring for. And I didn't get the job. But almost went I to like, Lockheed. I, I, I like all the money that's poured into into those programs. I like us. Ha- I like us having like really really uh, uh, ahead of their uh, ahead of the curve uh, planes, bombers, and, I, uh, and and things that kill missiles. I see. I, I've heard. I'm looking for the like, space. The, I was the reading space something military. about like about our like military, like saying we have the best missiles, we have the best this that and the other thing. And I was reading something, or maybe it was I was watching something, and it, they were talking about how like. You know, we're led to believe that our military technology is so much better because of the we're comparing the amount of money we're spending on it. But really, it's like, 
our jet isn't really that much better than the Russian equivalent jet. It's just we have these ridiculous contracts with a company like Boeing where we pay them an insane amount to fulfill those contracts. Like there was one uh, personnel vehicle that they made for maybe it was the Iraq war and it was like a personnel carrier and a company that made aluminum got involved in it. And so they like made the doors and stuff out of aluminum so that they could, you know, you know, fulfill that contract. And it did terribly, terribly in combat, obviously like bullets punch right through it. it it's just a disaster, but they paid billions for it because it was one of those shady contracts. So it's really, you know, the only way our military, like actual tech, like it's still better obviously, but it's not the, as much better as we're led to believe. And it's think, better, and we have a lot more of it. I think part of it yeah. is this, and I, this is just Woody talking, so I don't know, but we're often a step ahead, and then it's very expensive to be a step ahead because you have to actually invent the technology. It's much cheaper to just spy on us, steal it, and then build it 10 years later or five years later or whatever the delay is. I think that yeah. happens a lot. Skip all the R&D. Skip we the all, R&D. Just but, steal it. But But there's plenty of, like, uh, things to counter that, right? Like sometimes they will uh, invent a bullshit plane that and and call it like the Thunderbolt and like make up all these stats that it does, and then they'll let the Chinese steal the plans. Uh, and then a, they build one plane. They go, "Oh, this is a shitty plane. This going to be this war going to be easy when we die." Yeah, and there was they, a, there was a famous it. case where that happened. There was a there was a U.S. agent. Uh, I didn't know uh, this. It was Raymond Reddington. Uh, he was involved in it. <laughs> what are you laughing at? This happened. And the the Chinese, I can't, I can't keep a straight face. I'm sorry, I can't do it. <laughs> oh, it's bullshit. Yeah. Raymond Reddington. <laughs> Taylor ruined it. I can't. I can't. Sorry, right, it's that guy from the Blacklist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a Blacklist episode where this happened. <laughs> <laughs> I love that thing where you describe a Seinfeld episode, uh, like, like like as it actually happened to you, and yeah. and, and, and until people are like, is that that's Seinfeld? That's that's yeah. Seinfeld. I've been doing. <laughs> I've been doing that all week. I, I, I love doing that to people. Uh. Oh, it's funny. I felt so good. So good <laughs> oh, that's funny. Sorry for laughing. That was funny. Uh. I'm glad you laughed. Yeah. I hate well, it. I'm, I'm glad that we all figured out this whole North Korea thing. And yeah. It was like 20 minutes. So hey, dude, the- did you hear the charity thing? I think it's... The charity thing is charity interesting. Thing? Yeah, so here's the deal. Trump has something called the Trump Foundation. And there's been an investigation going on for the last 20 months, which is before he was president. And it turns out that he's been taking money for his charitable foundation and using it in ways that aren't charity related. Uh, At some point during his political campaign, he actually put his campaign managers in charge of the charity and used the money to help him get elected, which is like a big crime thing. And uh, but also, you know, he would often have the charity buy things for his businesses, paintings, busts, whatever. And and. He just kind of treated the charity as his own personal money, but you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to raise like money. Like a slush fund kind of thing. Yeah. He's learning from the Kennedys. I right. mean, the uh, Clintons. I the know. Clintons. I knew yeah. this and was going to happen. I was telling bucks. Jackie, I was like, expect everyone to talk about the Clinton Foundation. They even share a word. Trump's fine. The Clintons did it too. But... um uh, no, it doesn't mean it's Also, fine. <laughs> he would lose lawsuits. Like, like, Trump would lose a lawsuit personally, and, and on more than one occasion... Part of the settlement would be in, involve donating to a charity. So he would have his charitable thing donate to the charity, even though personally he lost, which I guess is against the rules. You know, if, if, I, if I settle with Taylor and Taylor has to give 10 grand to March of Dimes, he can't just have his charity donate to there and not lose anything. So um, what's interesting about it to me, 
twofold. One, I think it's going to be a paper case. I think that they don't have to like get anyone to admit to wrongdoing, that there'll be like bank trails and checks and things that, that will make it undeniably true. The other, I don't know that he'll get any trouble for it. Kind of like every time he, you know, fucks another prostitute or playmate or whatever. It's like, yeah, this is the guy we voted for. We knew he wasn't a Boy Scout in the get-go. Have you seen the unemployment rate? I feel like Trump is bulletproof because I mean, there's a lot this, of things that way, are going well. I think this is, this is like a way bigger deal than fucking a playmate or a prostitute. Is it? I, I, it seems like nothing's bad. Oh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying <laughs> for like how it'll impact him or whatever. I'm just saying like it... For a politician, that should be a worse thing than like, oh, he fucked a playmate. Yeah, you know, I, if you're using, if you have a personal slush fund that you're using to, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't give a shit which, about. Who his, knows? I don't give a shit about his morals, especially if, like if no one's being hurt. Like this isn't like um, um, Al Franken, where like he groped some lady who didn't want it. She lately. was wearing a grope-proof vest. Well, I, it didn't work. <laughs> made by an American contractor, right? Yeah, it was uh, that damn Lockheed Martin. It was another one of those. <laughs> One of those military contractor boondoggles because it could not defend against the dreaded <laughs> Al Franken titty squeeze. Okay, um, so I, you know I, I don't care about his morals. Like like that that's that's never been like a a, a a prerequisite for a politician in my eyes. Going back, I don't know forever, right? Like 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 Kennedy. Kennedy was fucking. Kennedy fucked celebrities. Kennedy was fucking Marilyn Monroe. Uh, Jagger Hoover had audio uh, of him fucking Marilyn Monroe, like 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 threatening to, to I haven't heard this audio. Oh, I thought that, it was actual an audio sex tape. That, just, that it is an audio Hoover, sex tape. If, yeah, if you Have look you into to, no. to J. Not, Edgar Hoover, that guy was so sketchy. Yeah. He just like he used all of his influence to just like control like huge aspects of the country because he would use his power to compile. You know, he'd send out like. Uh, trails and spies on people and build giant dossiers of every politician and then go up to him oh well, i think we should do something x xyz or fund this or that and they'd be like uh no that doesn't make any sense oh well it'd be a shame if people found out about this senator Dude. wouldn't it wouldn't that be terrible you wouldn't want your wife to find out about that would you Have oh you... we're your constituents like nixon is dirty as fuck now i know this will come as a surprise it i thought what nixon did was have people break into a Democratic headquarters and steal some papers, like to get a little insight on their plans for whatever, some political campaign. That was just the thing Nixon got caught for. Like he was busted on a lot of stuff. Just recently I learned about his tax evasion. This is what he used to do. Uh, while he was president, he would have, he would donate some papers from like a vice presidential, like, I don't know, meeting records or something like that. And he would donate them to the Library of Congress, I think. That just a government agency. It might have been the Library of Congress, and then he would value them at five hundred thousand dollars and write that off as taxes. And <clears throat> they had no value really. Like it was just a thing Pretty he made up. Like ah, oh, here's here's some fucking shit from around the office, uh, dental floss and, and meeting notes. They're worth five hundred grand, and then he'd take a giant tax deduction by giving them to like the Library of Congress. So he cheated on his taxes. Think about like he did the, well. And yeah, I'm sure which did. really like, isn't think, that much more than than Trump is doing with this charitable foundation. Yeah, I don't care about that either because like like nobody likes paying taxes and and and, and uh, you know government waste et cetera et cetera. They, they, they're just doing that money. Know. I mean, you know what they're doing with that money? You don't like it? We all pay as little taxes as we legally can. None of us here are ever like 
ah, I don't need that deduction. Let's support the cause. No, we take yeah, every so fucking possible deduction we can. Support the cause. If, if, if your, account, your, your accountant's like, well, you see right here, you could write off all this mileage because you were going here and there, and that was a business purpose. Do it. Yeah, like, but like, you're describing a bunch you. of legal stuff. He, he was just like finding shit from around the office and pretending they were worth half a million dollars. Oh, yeah, it's illegal. And he was cheating on his taxes. Very much illegal, but I, I'm just uh, saying. Like, I wish I had more examples taxes. off the top like, of my he head. He, he had of, like, so much shit that he was always doing. He was, he was a very immoral guy. Yeah, he opened China up, though. Is that good? Yeah, it changed the world. Yeah. We're going to lose our position of dominance. We might look back on opening up China and saying that is how America lost its number one position. Uh, I, I don't think that's histor- how historians look at it. I always, that's always re- whenever I read about Nixon, they always tout that as an incredibly uh, important accomplishment. Mm, see how but important I don't it is when America's number two. Number two in what, though, right? Like population? GDP. I mean, I mean we're well behind in population. But, but yeah. like, I, I'm not too worried about China. What are they doing over there? Uh, you know, They're the, growing the, the, at 8% a year while we're bragging about three or four. Well, they've got a lot of room to grow, right? They're they, bigger. Like, it depends. There's but, more than one but measure. Mostly a, but very much agrarian, right? With all the, you know, there, there's... there's They're manufacturing, city, too. There's 24 or 25 cities with over a million population. But, you know, there's a lot of rural areas and a lot of poor people in China, too. China's a formidable country. Indeed. I might be downplaying them a little bit. I, uh, I watched this whole thing about how shitty their military is the other day. Did you? How they keep lowering the standards, like the physical standards, and how the the figures for their like whatever that number is of like soldiers they have is vastly inflated because like every person has to serve like x amount of time in the military, like mandatory. But the, it's it's kind of like a national guard thing where they like come in for two weeks and then they never come back again. But they're counting those guys as as like soldiers who are trained and how all their their weapons are poorly man- maintained and out of date and stuff like that and how they wouldn't really function in a modern war. You talk about their low standards for like their soldiers and I think aren't we like 20% girls? I made that number yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Yeah. They are too though. They've got plenty of, you know, it's are they? they're keeping the ladies out. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, when I in that video I was watching there's a bunch I of hope we fight crowd. against an all female army. That would be a okay wow. with me. I like if our you found odds. Out, if they were drafting the PMS war, platoon, <laughs> and they're like, "We're going up against the uh, the female warring nation," you know, all their soldiers are female. Wouldn't you be like, "Yeah, I guess you can draft me." <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna pan out. You know, we've cut off their tampon supply line. Now we just <laughs> smell for pennies. You know, <laughs> we'll find my, where they are. <laughs> my friend uploaded a paragliding video today. It's six minutes long, but you only need to watch like the first 40 seconds. Can we watch it together? I think it's kind yeah. of fun. Yeah, you sold it. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm just sizing it for the screen a little bit. Oh, I think I had it before. All Starting right. at zero. Ready, set, play. Oh, we'll see what happens. I'll see what happens. Roger that. <sighs> he hits every fucking rock here. Ow! Ooh! Uh, one tree, two trees, three, four trees, uh, five trees. Is this? <laughs> I'm good. No worries. 
That's all you need to see. It was fun, though. He immediately breaks out his phone. It's, That's it's, one it's, way to do it. It's Instagram. He's a friend of mine. Uh, yeah, man. He, that could have gone badly. Right now is, I, I should have played softball. <laughs> he He's a really good pilot. Uh, I think highly of his skills. But... He crashes a lot. Like I, like the leader in the social media space is Tucker Gott, and he's like, "That's Mark Honeycutt." Yeah, he crashes a lot. The the comments are like Mark Honeycutt doing Mark Honeycutt things, uh, stuff like that. It's just fun. Uh, Ed, he also had the audio tape of um, Martin Luther King banging the shit out of his wife. Out of his wife? Yeah. Wait, what, oh, uh, can you back up? Who are we talking yeah, but he's about? Supposed, yeah, but he's supposed to be who, like who uh, had an audio uh, tape of what? Who who had this tape? We had Hoover. Jagger Nixon? Hoover. Hoover. Hoover hated Martin Luther King. Yeah, he was. He was. They were. All right, you're lying and you're forever. testing my gullibility. Never mind. I'm done with this. No, I, I'm not. I'm not fucking with you. Uh, Why do you think that's that's unrealistic? Uh, well, you consistently fuck with me, and I need to have my guard up. Is are you talking about information? But, but what that about Jagger Hoover spying on Martin Luther King would be like unrealistic. Jagger Hoover fucked or spied on everyone. Like that's why he was the most powerful dude. Like, like well, he, that's a that's a true thing that happened. He had uh, he had auto tapes of Martin Luther King fucking his wife very passionately, being real loud, real ball slapping affair, if you will. And uh, he threatened Martin Luther King uh, with these tapes. And Mar- I'm pretty sure Martin Luther King was like, "Do whatever you want with it. It's my wife. You know, I, I don't care." Well, that's a good response. Do what you will. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a... article. So just linked an article. Maybe this one's true. I'm looking... I have a dream that two or three whores will show up at my hotel room tonight. And we'll have some <laughs> ball slapping, dirty, dirty nookie. <laughs> and there'll be white whores on the left and black whores on the right. And I'm going <laughs> to bring them together in the middle. <laughs> I mean, I've had that dream. So, Arclus, yeah. so you're saying Martin Luther King fucked who? Hoover's wife? No, no, no his wife, oh, his no. own wife. His own wife. Oh, uh, he had I tapes. Certainly, oh, I certainly wasn't. See, that was Jager the Hoover unbelievable was part that oh, Hoover no, let Jager Hoover was gay. It's unbelievable because Hoover was a homosexual crossdresser, of course, who kept a boyfriend. So. Martin Luther King fucked his own wife. Yes, and he had uh, audio tapes of that. But uh, according to this article that Chiz has here, MLK was also fucking like a whole bunch of whores. That's and it well says, known. Uh, yeah. uh, Martin Luther King had normal sex life of orgies, hookers, and Joan Baez, who I'm not familiar with. I don't know who that is, but I guess he was fucking her too. Um, and, uh, but yeah, um, Hoover himself was, uh, was gay and had a boyfriend for a, a long-term boyfriend who also served in the bureau and, um, uh, he was a cross-dresser as well. J. Edna Hoover as, uh, as, uh, Archer's mom refers to him at one point during, during the series. Um, it, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie where, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio plays J. Edgar Hoover. It does a, it's, it's pretty good. And uh, they make him seem a little nicer than I think he actually was. He was a, he was a rotten, horrible person who was one of the most powerful men in the world. Yeah, yeah, it seems to be correct. But they always kind of soften that up. Yeah, especially if you got Leo playing you, right? 
Ah, it's DiCaprio. It can't be that bad. Who's yeah. the best actor well, right now? Well, Daniel Day-Lewis just did that fucking movie where he's a goddamn seamstress. <laughs> oh, that sounds awful. Why waste the time? Oh, I'd rather watch Tag. So that's that's upsetting yeah, to me. Um, I don't know. I, I really like DiCaprio. I, I, I like just about everything he does. Um, Jamie Fox. Jamie Foxx is pretty fucking good, honestly, I think. Uh, Kevin Spacey is a little out of the loop, although, as you mentioned it, he does have a movie uh, coming out soon. It's been in the can, as they say, for the last two years. What does that mean, uh, in the can? Just they, It's well, been in it's the in film ready. canister? It refers, to, yeah. it refers yeah. back to the time when the film was kept in a canister, but nowadays, of course, it's most likely digital. Um, so it's it's been kept on a hard, in the hard drive. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, not released um most likely because you know he jumped on top of that young boy at that party and then there were all the claims of him groping men and grabbing asses and making inappropriate uh remarks and such on the both on the sets of film and in his private life uh i'm ready for him to come on back and do something he's I, I paid his penance i guess i, I mean I, <laughs> he has it but i enjoy watching his shows yeah, right. <laughs> like, like that's all that matters. Look, look. If Bill Cosby were thirty, and and, and he could still make, uh, you know, another comedy special or something, I'd be like, Shh, was... could, oh, you know how like uh, Johnny Cash did that, uh, went to Folsom Prison and yeah. did that, did that whole amazing set, right? I've got that record, Johnny Cash live from Folsom Prison, right? And you can hear the prisoners like in the background, like hooping and hollering. And at the beginning of it, he's like, we're gonna use this for a record. So you can't say hell or shit or damn or anything like that. So yeah, and then the prisoners are all like, "Woo, yeah!" They love that Johnny Cash is cursing in front of them or whatever. The Rikers raping blues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every now and then on the record, you can hear like the intercom, like "Prisoner seven four three, come to the come to the stockade" or something. They're like they're literally calling over the calling prisoners out of the you know around the prison. It's it's, it's really cool. You'd have Cosby do that, right? He'd be Cosby live from Rikers. For the next three to ten, and he'd just do a set, you know. And he's got plenty of time to write new sets, to you know, come up with a whole new special. Now, who else is tired of the same wheels every Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> How you know I know my pudding, and this is not quality stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he would kill, man. You know how happy they'd be. If, uh, that that was, that would that would kill in prison. Yeah. I know my pudding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stab you! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it would be sweet release. I invite you to do it. <laughs> I don't know who said that. Hitler has been much more difficult to deal with. <laughs> I, I have never seen it coming. <laughs> yeah, I'd love that. I'd love that. <laughs> I'd watch that special just to but, see. But yeah, I, look, I, Kevin Spacey was somewhere in the middle for me. He was definitely inappropriate. It didn't seem violent. But it seemed like he was taking advantage of situations and making people very uncomfortable with what he was doing. And it was wrong. It, it bordered on assault to me because I think of assault as having a bit of a violent nature to it, not necessarily honking a guy's butt. The guy, if he honked my butt, I, you're an adult. I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel assaulted. Uh, a lot of the guys he was honking were like borderline, like 18, 17 or 18 or whatever, like – I feel like if he honked my 17-year-old butt, I, I would be like, whoa, don't do that, Frank. Uh, I'm going to tell Claire. 
<laughs> I will tell Claire. No, but seriously, don't do that. I'll tell my agent. Um, See, I, I think that uh, you're talking about Kevin Spacey being on the edge for you. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the worst ones of that really? whole thing. Like the ones that get like the pass from me are like Louis C.K. Matt Lauer. Because, like, uh, no, not Matt Lauer. I don't know totally about Matt, Matt Lauer. Lauer. I haven't looked into it. Um, and Aziz. Those are the two that are popping into my mm-hmm. head. Aziz and Louis C.K. Both good ones. But like Weinstein and... Uh, well, Aziz didn't do shit. That's what I'm saying. Weinstein and Spacey kind of stick out a bit. And of course there's more. I don't know all the details. But like Spacey, like it was so many people. So many boys. Like some of them as young as like 14 that he was exposing himself to. And like this wasn't like playful you know, shit. And even if it was playful, that's wildly inappropriate to do to dozens of children over the years. Uh, so yeah, he, he did... I mean, a 14-year-old is a child. 14's pretty old. It's age yeah. of consent in some countries. <laughs> yeah, the shitty ones. <laughs> yeah, like Ghana and nowhere else. <laughs> yeah. It's because the life expectancy is, you know, 16. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to die virgin. We gotta get it cracking. You know, like... <laughs> Yeah, he, um, he sticks out as a big one. Yeah, Spacey know, sticks out as one of the worst ones for me because it's against kids. I, I get what Kyle was saying that it wasn't violent, but when it's against kids, and, and, and especially with that kind of power imbalance, it really doubles it. Matt Lauer, yeah. fuck, he just had a floozy at work who was trying to sleep her way to the top. That's uh, There were a lot of chicks, though, right, that he was kind of inappropriate with, and he had that, le- you know, he's always with the sex toys at work. It seems like everybody, a lot of people came out, and they were like, hey, he's really inappropriate. Like, he's making me feel uncomfortable at work. And I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm just sexist in this regard that, like, if it's a dude, like, sort of sexually harassing another dude, that just doesn't seem as nearly as bad or mm-hmm. as impactful as yeah, a dude. Yeah, but it's not another adult. Yeah, you say that, but, like... You know, they hey, were... how about you're you're 16, Kyle, mm. and you're adjacent at least to the film industry, and some 45 year old dude is patting at your crotch and slapping your ass no, no, and like it, giving you Kevin unwanted, Spacey. unwanted, yeah, Kevin Spacey is giving you. I, I got a good answer for that. I'll tell you what, I'd be in House of Cards right now. <laughs> yeah, you, you might. You, you'd probably be in House. All right. 16 yeah. is a funny age to pick yeah. because that's yeah. literally the age of consent in a lot of Jesus states. Christ. I know you, you North wouldn't Carolina. suck one dick to be like, uh, what, what if you get to be like the, the, his, uh, his love interest in uh, House of Cards? You get to be like that. You have to uh, suck several secret... dicks then. No, just Kevin Spacey's. No, just well, Kevin Spacey's. Maybe now times. you get to be the Secret Service agent in, uh, on the show. Well, I mean, it's whatever. I mean, know. maybe that's a trade off for you. If it was if just you got words. smart mouth, mouthwash, and a quip toothbrush. Who's to say? That's clever You won't thinking. even remember that Kevin Spacey was just assaulting you a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. If it, just, if, it just, if it was just words, it would be different. But it was like groping and actions and, and that kind of shit that he did. Little you know? Squeeze. Not that the words would be okay to... A little, little crotch. You know, little, little, cock. Little, little crotch jiggling. little yeah. salad tossing. Get under the balls a little. A little, 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 little bit of that. You think he did it uh, as... Uh, Kaiser Sose ever, oh, where he'd like, like stumble in as verbal, you know, you know, act like he couldn't walk right, and then give him a big hearty slap with his fucked up hand. You're turning me on now. I got a bum leg, duck. You know, what I'm <laughs> uh, I haven't seen that movie in. Oh, it's actually, so no, I watched that like a few months ago. It, it's so good. The one, one of trip my the favorite devil movies. <laughs> if you believe he didn't exist. Uh, if you guys haven't seen that out there, if you're listening, go check that out. 
That's yeah. Uh, the Usual Suspects is one of the best movies ever made. Um, fucking Benicio del Toro's character is so fucking silly, so funny. I have YouTube to put on subtitles just is for him. Ruining my attention span. Like I hardly watch a movie now. Like there, Netflix has great things. The world has great movies. And I'm like, nah, I think I'll watch this 14-minute video of a guy repairing a diesel engine because I can't commit an hour and a half. Meanwhile, 10, 14-minute videos later, I'm still there. I watched, yeah. um, I watched uh, Death Wish with Bruce Willis uh, a couple days ago. Um, it, it, Am I mixing up Death Wish? That's Death the- Wish is a remake of the, uh, of, of the movie from like the 70s. Oh. With, uh, Okay. And uh, but this time basically this guy named Paul Kersey, he's an architect in New York. His uh these hoodlums led by Jeff Goldblum <laughs> follow his wife and daughter home from the grocery store, break in and murder rape them. And uh then he uh he ends long story short, he becomes a vigilante in New York and he rides the subways at night and guns down uh black people all night uh every night pretty much, just just gunning them down. Um kills a lot of them. And uh, so Bruce Willis did the remake of this movie. Not a good movie. Not a good movie. Bruce Will- First of all, like, they didn't rape his daughter. I was immediately upset that there was no rape. Just a little groping. Just a little groping. You know, like, like not e- Kevin Spacey did more groping than these, in- than these home invaders did to-, did to Bruce Willis's daughter. And I was very upset. There was no rape. No penetration. There was penetration that led to suicide in, in-, in the original. That was a good movie. The rape scene went on for far too long. So the long. stakes weren't high enough in this. Oh, one you for were you? able to finish watching this rape scene. It went on for so long. I mean, just going and going, and it, it, was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was good cinema, right? And this um, one was milk toast in comparison. Oh please, I I, I barely got a, a half chub. It, it it was like ah, oh, what are you gonna grab her thighs? Ooh la la. I feel so like they, they're rape dodgers, right? Like it's okay not to rape. But don't go pretending you're going to have a rape scene and then fail to follow through on it. I had already gotten the lube it's out. Like, it's okay not to rape. Woody's sticking his neck out there. He's <laughs> <laughs> so, not trying to offend anyone. <laughs> so, so these home invaders you know, basically break into Bruce Willis's house while he's at work. And uh, you know, they murder his wife. And uh, they, they put his daughter in a coma. And, uh, and so he decides that he's going to get himself a handgun and uh, do something about it because the cops are coming up with nothing. It's Uncle Hank. From uh, Breaking Bad, he's he's the lead detective on the case, and he's shit at his job. Uh, he's like, I don't know, hey, what are you gonna do? Uh, and um, and so he's uh, the, is he Ice Poseidon in this movie? Yeah, that, that, that's uh, that's my best Uncle Hank. Yeah, I don't that, know, what are you gonna do? Uh, he sort of shrugs. I do a better Walt Jr. and uh, <laughs> Dan, <laughs> Walt Jr. So breakfast, uh, Dad. <laughs> that was more of a, a Jimmy or Timmy. Jimmy. So he um, he goes on like a vigilante killing spree. I, I I read some of the reviews early on, like when this movie was in theaters, and people were were mad because he was killing too many blacks. He didn't kill enough blacks. Like first of all, all three of the home intruders mysteriously white men. Okay, they're in I've Chicago. seen the Brink commercials. I know that's true. <laughs> look, look, I. I don't like that. Like, like if, if, if the reverse were true, if the facts were that, that a disproportionate number of white people were the ones breaking into homes, and then all of a sudden you made a bunch of black robbers breaking into homes, I'd be scratching my head like, that's not true. Black people, black people don't do that. It's, it's always the whites. And when the reverse is true, I'm equally like, come on, three white home intruders 
Like, like every criminal in the city is a white guy. He, he only killed, like, three black guys the whole fucking movie. All right? Kyle, it's I'm, incredibly un-PC of you to notice trends. Yeah, yeah. Fa- the, <laughs> the, the proof's in the pudding. Uh, and, so you didn't, and, well, where are they? Were they where, what city are they in? Chicago. Well, then it would, uh, Chicago, is, Chicago like, has a huge black population. It's almost all black. Um, and, uh, and so it, it was, it didn't make any sense. And he, I think what he, you're saying, Kyle, is it's wrong for them to take so many black acting jobs away and that they weren't yes. kind in the production of the film. Yeah. They could have taken a few of the, here's what I like to say. Take a few of those black guys from the black Panther, swap them out with a few of the white guys in death wish. All right. Then things are represented a little bit more fairly on both sides, a little bit more realistically as well. And, and I'm happy. Now I'm happy. Mm. Uh, but, but yeah, I didn't like it because Bruce Willis, I thought, did a bad job of the acting. He, um, I feel like if, you're, if your wife is murdered and your daughter's put into a coma and you're on like a revenge mission, there's no time for any quips. You're not going to be grinning at any point during this murder rampage you're going on. And he was kind of lighthearted about it like he was in Mission Impossible. And I was just like, it, it, it got a little silly. It was interesting that he was a surgeon. That was in in the movie. So like when he got banged up or whatever, he just like he could stitch himself up or whatever. Or like there's one point where he's torturing a bad guy and he's like he knows right where a nerve is and he's like pouring brake fluid in the nerve and the cut. And uh, so that that was kind of fun. I enjoyed the torture. It was directed by Eli Roth, who's known for being hard fucking core. Mm. Um, and uh, he was the bear Jew, of course. And uh, and Eli Roth and it, and it, it, there was a little bit of gore that came out of fucking nowhere. All right, like there's a lot of gun violence, but we've seen that every, all the time. You know, a little spray of blood comes out of somebody's chest. It's not gore overload. And then out of nowhere, he drops a car. Like you know, he, he jerks the jack out from under a car, and the and a whole Buick lands on a guy's head, and his brains scatter all over the floor. And they show it. I was like, whoa, whoa. The fuck did that come from? He, he must have slipped that one in. Like, like, like but I, I don't know what that was about. But yeah, if you want to see like Eli Roth at his most fucked in in this order, I'm starting at most fucked up. But it's Green Inferno, Hostel, and then Cabin Fever, as as Chiz is listed over there. I, I it's Green Inferno is uh, people in like the jungle being white people being captured by like natives and being tortured horrifically to death um some crazy shit goes down they sew the chick's pussy shut it's crazy and uh hostile is of course where the the two guys americans get captured over in europe and taken to like the the pay to torture rich guy warehouse or whatever where like you've got like a table full of implements and you just torture people to death for fun and then cabin fever is this like skin eating necrosis flesh eating kind of virus that's like gets uh, on these people who are in a cabin in the woods and their skin slowly rots off and they go crazy. Yeah. I think I've seen that one. Yeah. Which is the it, one that whatever they touch in the basement is like indicative of what ends up getting them. Huh. Oh, that, okay. That is um, Cabin in the Woods, I oh, think. Oh, okay. That's a new movie, which is really good. And I try to get people to watch Cabin in the Woods and they think it's a standard horror movie and and so they won't watch it. What it is is a very well done parody. Does that have the guy from West Wing in it? Yes, yes, it does. Good call. Okay, I know this one. Um, oh wait, it's the, the old bald the guy, world. right? Like like no, like, he's uh he's like a red haired ginger kind of guy, and he worked yeah, for the old bald guy. Too... Oh yeah, in yeah, the yeah, woods? yeah, it's um 
in, in, in the West Wing, he was um, not Toby Ziegler. Um, it's um, what's his fucking name? What's his fucking? Ah, I gotta find it. I gotta find it. There's Chris Hemsworth, Kristen Connolly, Anna Hutchinson, Jesse Williams, Fran not... Kranz, Bradley Whitford, Richard Jenkins. His name's Bradley. Bradley, Bradley Whitford. Whitford. He played Josh That's the guy. Lyman. Josh yeah. Lyman. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's in it as well. And basically, what's going on it's in that fun movie? movie. It's a fun movie, and, and I won't, I'm not going to spoil it, but it's worth watching. It's a parody of all of the horror movie tropes. It's a little funny, but not to the point of just like bl- throwing away any semblance of being a little scary. It's, it's a little scary, but it's it's a really interesting take on like every horror movie you've ever seen. There's a meta right? plot, and it's fun to see it evolve. Uh, evolve, evolve yeah. yeah. Un- I like that movie evolve. a lot. It's hard to get people to watch it, though, because they think it's just like another like goofy horror movie in the woods. No, no, it's not that. <sighs> you guys watched any good horror movies recently? Like, not the the silly kind, the good kind. Have you seen The Conjuring? I, I watched that uh, two nights ago. There yeah. you go. Really? Two or three nights ago. What'd you it think? Was pretty good. That's um, the best. That's the best horror movie. Um, it's top five ever. It's one of the best horror movies ever made. It's legitimately scary. Very good acting. Very good casting. Interesting story. The third act is probably the weakest for sure. Like, um, it got once slow. It got a little slow, and uh, but um, I like the main actor in that. Yeah, the guy from um, Chiz knows his name, but he's the guy from uh, Band of Brothers. He's a, yeah, he's the uh, Lieutenant Winters. Ron friend. Livingston. Yeah, thanks, yep. Chiz. Yeah, I like Chiz him. Always knows that one. Are you more afraid of? Or I guess what spooks you more? The supernatural kind. Of horror movie where it's like demons, goblins, ghouls, or whatever, or the kind where it's like serial killer or some deranged, torturing guy who's unsuspecting on the outside. Like what? What kind of yeah. gets your goat more? So I, the um, the Rob Zombie movies make me very uncomfortable, and I don't find them enjoyable at all. Uh, I kind of like because it's like real, like and and horrific things happen to like normal people that don't deserve it at all. Just like. And, and and the bad guys are often like rapey and disgusting and hard to look at. Uh, he casts a lot of those like freaky, freaky looking actors that like have no other use other than to be like scary guy number one and scary guy number two. The Devil's Rejects is a good example. Like there's a part where like he takes the lady's husband outside and kills him, and then when he comes back, and then the husband comes back in the room, and the and, but he's but he's bleeding, and the lady's like, "What happened, Dave? What happened?" And Dave doesn't say anything, and then she realizes that like he's killed her husband, and he's wearing his face. He's he's peeled the guy's face off, and he's fucking wearing it, and it's just like Jesus Christ, that's too much. That's I, I don't need that. Or like there's, I don't even remember which one. It might be the first Devil's Reject, or it might be like one of the something House, like, but like they're all wearing bunny costumes. He, like, yeah. That's the, and they're burying them alive oh. and stuff. I don't need that. What is that? You, what, you mean you don't need that? Like that's what scares you more, or it you don't need it? Like me. oh, I don't even want to watch that. I'd rather watch I don't the watch ghost it. stuff. Yeah, like like um, the uh, the ring was a little scary. Uh, the Grudge when I first watched it. Maybe if I watched it now, it wouldn't frighten me. But the Grudge when I watched it at the time was the scariest movie I'd ever seen. I watched it right when it came out on like a uh, DVD. Uh, I find the Descent uh, when I watched that in theaters. That was terrifying and um the ring's a little scary it's not super scary the ring isn't but... that bad the descent i watched recently as well and for me the thing that was scary and unnerving in that movie wasn't the the you know 
pale cave dwelling ghouls or whatever they are it was all the times they were like tight in there like trying to get through and they were trapped yeah that's what really freaks me out because it's like the supernatural stuff doesn't get me as much because it's like i I don't i don't believe in any of this stuff like as soon as the movie's over you stop suspending your disbelief the descent and you go yeah yeah and you're like all right well that's not actually scary but like it's the the thought of like your chest being compressed by some rock that's falling on it and that's going to be the last second of your life or you're not not going to be the last second of your life you're going to stay there and starve to death you know while your friends try and you know aimlessly escape that kind of stuff it's creepy this is an unpopular opinion but i watched the descent i've said it before the whole time thinking there would be some wet t-shirts and boobs involved right it's a movie about a bunch of women underground with lots of water moving around it's a horror movie. All horror movies have some skin, right? Like that. It's part the of the agreement ex- we go into. The bad exploitative ones do, but this one was. I loved this. Like, like I, I generally speak. Quick, like, girls! They can smell your bras. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, I hate the like. Uh, I want to see Taylor's films. movies. <laughs> I hate when they just recast like Ghostbusters or something. When they just recast a movie with a bunch of ladies, the descent's a perfect example of writing an original story with an all-female cast and it making sense. I remember for, there being for, a guy in it. And they just killed him off right he away. Dies. Like he he'd dies be the first one to go. Yeah. Well, he dies in a in a completely separate event. He is the sort of the reason for their trip. It's one of the ladies' husbands, and then you find oh, out that I the forgot. Asian chick was banging him behind her back, and then that, you know, that put uh, puts them against one another. I love that. That that was great. I I, I love the descent. I um, forgot all those details. Is the second the, one? Uh, no, no, don't watch the second one. I won't bother. Um, that. They, it, it's sort of it, no, don't watch the second one. Oh, have you seen that movie with uh? It's on Netflix, I think. It's about this deaf girl who's in a house. And uh, there's like a really scary guy outside who keeps fucking with her. I don't want to give away. It called Hush. Thank you, Chiz. Uh, no, that's haven't. a good one. Like the, the lack of sound in it is way more unnerving than the you know music in a movie. It's almost like when you hear music in a movie, it's a, it's a reaffirmation that it's just a, a picture. It's just a film. But the complete lack of it, like you're hearing it from her perspective of like nothing. And so that there'll sounds. be times where, like, there's something right nearby and you want to yell out to her, but it's like she's being fucked with. That it's sounds great. good. Yeah. Did you guys yeah, see Gerald's Game? Yeah, it yeah, was okay. I did. I thought it was all right. The book was better. Uh, yeah, reader. Jackie oh. won't let you tie her up anymore, will she? <laughs> she <laughs> man, the beauty of tying up is she doesn't need to let me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I'm we talked about it before. You. I, I, game is over. <laughs> it was fun. I, I thought it was a neat movie. I, what did you like, Gerald's Game? I know we talked about it. Where did you okay. guys stand it's on okay. it? It's meh. It wasn't as good as 1922, which I know oh, you hate. Yeah, I was on the other side of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, Annabelle, um, which is in the Conjuring universe. If you've seen the Conjuring, Taylor, now you can watch Annabelle. If you recall, in the Conjuring, the doll. Remember that creepy fucking doll? Yeah. It gets its own movie. So there's a, there's a whole movie about the doll. And coming soon is a movie called The Nun, which is a pre-pre-pre-prequel. Um, uh, there's a part in Annabelle where there's this photograph on the wall of a nun, and it's like eyes are like following the chicken. It's, it's, it's super creepy, but it's just a little, little like, uh, I don't know. It, it, in the same way they sort of t- made Annabelle like a, a little tiny part of The Conjuring and then spun it off, they sort of did the same thing with the photograph of the nun in uh, Annabelle. And so that's coming out soon. We could watch the trailer, I guess, but it's I didn't think the trailer was very good. Uh, the Nun. 
Uh, something about a possessed nun or a demonic nun or some shit like that. But yeah, Annabelle's pretty fucking scary. Um, but but the thing is, and I've said this before, any movie where the the bad guy is a doll, like Chucky, I was always like, bring it the fuck on. Bring it the fuck on, you mm-hmm. little redheaded bitch. I got <laughs> tools. I got tools. Yeah. Like, I also got like, hands that work. Uh, and yeah, and right, Chucky right, didn't right. have supernatural strength. He did. He was strong. But but like oh. not stronger than you. <laughs> yeah, I I, I always he was and, strong and enough to like throw a bitch a smack. You know, like whatever. I, I yeah, I, I didn't. He wasn't Superman or anything. He just no. seemed to. People would sit down so he could hurt them. You know, as he slowly walked their way, he wasn't super agile. He, he just seemed nope. like a really weak opponent. Once you got your hands on that little bitch, it's dismemberment and melting time. And I'm gonna melt you down and put you in a little glass jar. And I'm going to sink that little melted goop of you to the bottom of the ocean. And mm-hmm. that's going to be the end of you, my friend. Like, it's game over, bro. You silly. There's not going to be a Chucky 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, or 7. Gremlins had happen. hints of that, too. I always felt like, now look, I know there were a lot of gremlins, and that's a problem. But a single gremlin? How is that thing so deadly? Uh, it weighs yeah, six well, pounds. It was kind of a horror comedy. Mm, okay. Um, Especially Chucky the second almost one. almost like a horror comedy. Yeah, it's a, I've it, they, only seen one of them. Jennifer Tilly's in the later ones with her big titties flopping around everywhere. Big fan of that. Um, in Pride of Chucky, There's always uh, is a uh, Babadook still your still up there for you. I remember. I, didn't, I couldn't even finish it. I I, I, I refused to go back to it. Um, it. It was it was terrifying for me. Uh, I of course when I watch a scary movie, like we're not watching that shit at noon with mm-hmm. like with like an iPad, you know, with Reddit scrolling or anything. The lights are out. It's the only thing playing. I turn the volume up to like 75% of maximum, and I'm in a room, you know, like completely blacked out watching just this, and I focus on it 100%. You know, like, like, like it's a roller coaster ride. You don't, you know, you don't like, you, you, yeah. you, you, you try to get the int- intent of the movie uh, to, 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 to do its thing. And it, I found the, Bab- the Babadook to be terrifying. Just scared the shit out of me. And whenever you'd see its face, whenever, like, she's in bed, and the door opens, and it's, it comes in the room, and then it's on the ceiling, crawling on the ceiling toward her in a very unnatural way. And then when she, like, peeks out from under the covers, it, like, like inverts, does, does like, a 180, and then lurches face-to-face with her with those sharp teeth and that crazy fat. I was like, oh, that's it. We're done. <laughs> we're, no. we're done with the Babadook. I've never done that with any other movie where I was just like, no, I'm done. We're not watching this. I'm not finishing The Babadook. And I did. I didn't finish it. I won't finish it. Don't yeah. need that. Did, did that one scare you, Woody, or no? no? Not. I mean, it had my attention, but it didn't have the same impact on me that it did in Kyle. Like, um, the creepiest part of that movie was, like, the little additions to the book that would come back, I think, where, you know... It, they would come back and it'd have like an extra two pages of creepy ass rhymes that were strangely applicable to every little thing that had been happening there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I liked that. And, and watching her slowly going insane and trying to figure out like, is any of this like real or is she so sleep deprived, so, you know, stressed out and yeah. she's just lost her mind. And there's just, this was like the little trigger that, that made it into her head to, to freak her out. I still say the fourth kind. Um, is very scary. I haven't um, seen that one. I I watched that when it came out. Um, let's watch the trailer for it. Let me let me find this. Let, for me, which movie? 
the fourth kind. The Let me. I'm gonna s- see if there's music in it real quick. Kind. Let's see. Yeah, this seems good. No good. Um, so, the way this is presented is exactly the way to scare the shit out of me. This is this. This movie is. I remember watching it in pieces. Like I would watch 20 minutes of it, and I'd leave the room and go into the other room where my girlfriend was and talk to her for 10 minutes, and be like, "All right, I'm going back." Well, I'm curious. Can we start it? Yeah. Ready, set, play. All right. I hope there's not supposed to be audio right now. There we go. Can you state your name for the camera? Doctor Abigail Tyler. Okay, where would you like to begin? I am actress Mila Jovovich, and I will be portraying Dr. Abigail Tyler. This film is a dramatization of events that occurred October 2000. Every scene in this movie is supported by archive footage. Some of what you're about to see is extremely disturbing. I wake up in the middle of the night almost every night. There's nothing unusual waking you up. There's one thing. There's an owl at my window. An owl. Size are big. A white owl just looking at me. Had you ever seen it before? Tommy? When I was a kid, just staring at me. I've seen it a lot. Every night this week. Four, three, two. Tell me about the owl. Tell me about the owl. It doesn't look like a normal owl. There's no owl. It's not an owl. Ah! That voice is speaking Sumerian, the oldest language in human history. You can go into any Sumerian exhibit and see etchings and sculptures of men in space suits and oxygen masks. Rockets that look like Apollo. Do you believe in abduction theories? You don't mean alien abductions, do you? There was more fear in his eyes than I've ever seen in my life. What's wrong? There are more missing people in Nome than any other town in Alaska. I have to get this out of my head because it's dug in there and I can't think straight. Scott. Scott. Oh, God. We gotta send backup now. What'd you say? You were there. I can't explain it. Someone or something. Came into my room. And it took me away. Oh, I wanted more. Yeah, it looks good. It's. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's very disturbing. I, I wouldn't watch it. I, I don't know how it is. ends. I have no idea how this movie's going to end. It's uh, it's it's very scary. It's um, I mean, you probably got a, a taste there. Basically, what the owl is, these people's memories have been altered, so yeah, that it's an alien. Saw, it's a it's a fucking alien, and mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, it, it's when they show the old footage, like the archive footage, and then they match it up with, uh, you know, the actor's portrayal. It uh, it adds another depth to the the story that. And they play the old audio files and stuff. It's uh, it, it 
it really fucked with me for a long time. It I, I didn't enjoy watching that. I was afraid they were going to show a specific scene, um, and, and I, I was I was having a hard time. Just I was like, they're not going to show it, are they? They're not going to show it, are they? Yeah, it's it still fucks with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's I'm a little scared now. I I, I don't. I, I want to see it. Now. And you haven't even you don't even want to see it. Oh, I wouldn't watch it again because I I don't want to be scared by it. It would give me nightmares, and I would have a hard time sleeping alone. Wow. What movie has made you guys nightmare the most after having seen it that you remember? Yeah, it would have to be when I was little. I had trouble with Friday the 13th back in the day. Um, close, um, Fire in the Sky, uh, which is another alien abduction movie, of course, um, when you see the aliens torturing him. And, uh, and again, it's another one that's, you know, there's... He passed a polygraph say, about the aliens taking him. He disappeared inexplicably for days. He was a logger or something like that. His friends saw him run into the woods after a light they saw, and then he disappeared for like three or four days, and he came back, and he had holes drilled in his fucking teeth. And, uh, and you know, they, they, they sh- he shows up naked, you know, three or four days later, all fucked up, and he has this tale of alien torture and abduction, and they show it all. And I watched that when I was like 12 and so I couldn't sleep with the lights off for a long time because I was afraid they were going to come and take me. Well, that's a good one. How long is a long time? A month or two. That is a long time to sleep yeah. with the lights on. Did you yeah. see for Get Out? For me, it was Jaws. I haven't seen Get Out yet. Oh. I know it's excellent. I've, I, I, everyone says it's excellent. I know it's excellent. I thought I it was will good. watch it. Next time I hang out with Chiz, I'm going to watch it because uh, he's such a fucking... Yeah, he's such a big fan of it. Uh, he's been trying to get me to watch it forever. Oh, so Chiz um, has seen it. Oh, yeah. yeah and he's loved always it. Trying to push it on me. Yeah, yeah, totally. I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a good movie. I don't understand why people are saying it's a great movie. Because yeah. it's just good. I, I haven't seen it. It's like a, like a Star Wars. You know, the whole world has decided this movie is over the top, incredible, super good, a part of our culture. And I look at it and I'm like, well, it was good like i enjoyed the movie but i i don't see why it's considered so special yeah yeah some movies are like that you just don't get it well chiz is here to explain it for so many reasons i can't go into there you have it people oh (laughs) what happened i did it to myself what'd you do let's watch a scene from fire in the sky (laughs) all right Uh, queuing it back up at zero. Ready, set, play. Am I spoiling this movie for myself? Oh. Oh, right, we're just looking at the fourth kind.
This is some torture shit right here. Jesus. This is what he said happened to him. <laughs> and I didn't sleep the lights off. <laughs> you know, you want to think that humans are way beyond doing that to some creature we find. But are we? I mean, we'd anesthetize them. Uh, unless it was medical. You think I mean, you know how to anesthetize an alien? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, you whack him over the head. That'll Might do it. Down. That's <laughs> fucked. Yeah, that's, and that goes on for a long... That's just one little bit. And what are they trying they, to learn? <laughs> they're like being that advanced they got some real steampunky looking equipment too. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> I was that first ah. knife that cut the like latex thing off of him I'm like yeah. that thing's not even very sharp that's not a good knife at all it was like Christ. cutting it and then it like didn't cut it for a spot and cut it again some more I'm like that's what a dull knife does yeah, shitty man. little hook these are just renegade aliens just like maybe these are like the serial killer aliens yeah I, I don't I don't like alien movies not even a little bit. That's that's what that's what scares me the most. We've talked about it before. Like the demonic thing is a little. It, it's it's the next rung down, I guess. Because um, you believe home, in demons, don't you? You know, like like I don't believe in demons in the in the sense that um, there's demonic possession and like Satan is like uh, and they're like minions of Satan or anything. Mm-hmm. What I, and Chiz is like, oh look at you backpedal. No, what I said then and what I'll say now is like, like maybe there's some sort of supernatural occurrence that has a scientific explanation that early man called a demon. That's what I said then, that's what I'll say now. I, I don't know, maybe it's an interdimensional being. Like, that's definitely a thing. There are other dimensions. Like, like, like all, all, all those smart people say there are. So, so there must be. You, you know, said there there's a higher chance of there being angels and demons than aliens? Are you going to no. backpedal onto your it's a comedy was, show thing? Okay. What I said was that there was a higher chance of angels and demons in the sense that I just described angels and demons as being something like an interdimensional being or something like that or some sort of energy creature that we can't really fathom that early man called angels and or demons. Then there was a chance that aliens have visited Earth because I feel like that is like almost... Then you're Impossible. not even talking about like angels and demons anymore. You're exactly, talking about like I'm a, not. a misattribution by someone else of of aliens. So that's it's all exactly alien. what I'm saying. And it always gets mis- misconstrued by by Chiz because of his well. We his need limited. to have a <laughs> super fan pull up the original clip of what Kyle said. I always say that. I always I'm always I, like like I always you know we're not talking about like 
angels as like the first creations of of Jehovah. Mm-hmm. You know? It's not embarrassing not... if you do believe in demons. Like most people do. Yeah, most people do. Um, but I don't believe that there are demons as described in the Bible or in the Torah. I don't believe that that or Satan the supernatural has... TV show. Oh no, that's all real. That's a documentary. <laughs> all right, fair the point. Lives of yeah. Sam and Dean Winchester, and uh, we, we all owe them so much. Uh, so much. So so much. All right, now, <laughs> thank you, Sam and the other guy. They don't have any superpowers, right? I'm a little Not mixed. A Are you sure? Because no. they've I'm been positive. granted some things that you and I don't have. For example, like I don't know the the word of the god is on their bones, so they can't be tracked by demons, right? Well, I could do that to you. Oh, right. Well, yeah. Well, I, I think it had to be like supernaturally done. It wasn't like a surgeon did it. Someone just sort well, of zoomed Well, an angel it did that to them, but basically that's so they can't be tracked. Yeah. You know, they got uh, a, like, like a no-jack. There's more too, right? A no-jack. I like that. I, I, I don't think that's the only thing they have going. They have a tattoo that keeps them from being possessed by demons because, you know, demons can just <laughs> like fly into you in a black cloud and take you over. And if you didn't, they didn't have that tattoo, it'd make them pretty easy pickings for you know, demons, which they're always facing off with. Okay. And that might be it. And, and a lot of training, I guess, and experience. Yeah, pretty much. And throughout the series, of course, there's parts where, like, um, they yeah, become weapons. a bit supernatural. There's a part where, where Sam is drinking demon blood. Mm-hmm. He's got, like, a demon girlfriend who's, like, you know, give him a little blood, and that soups him up. And uh, that gave him powers. He, def- he At that point, he had, like, uh, he could totally, like, make people bleed with his mind and, like, die. You know, he could kill people with his mind. He had, like, psychokinetic powers and crazy shit like that. But they had to stop that right away because, basically, he was, like, a crack addict. Uh, mm. and so they had to wean him off the demon blood. It was akin to a drug addiction. Yeah, it definitely was. One that made him evil a little bit. Um, so, uh, periodically, they, they get, like, souped up a little bit. But it al- it's always a mixed bag. Where we're like, oh yeah, you could do now. You're super strong, but you're also like one quarter evil, yeah. and we gotta keep we gotta keep tabs on tabs on that, or you're gonna get go full, you know, uh, antichrist mode or something like that. So so yeah, they're just regular dudes for the most part who are you know fit and trained well and have uh, a trunk full of weapons. Are they aging yeah, but, at all? Like in in real life, the the actors are aging. Is that becoming obvious in the show? Like, if you watch Psych over the course of eight years, you're like, ah, you like your sugar soda, don't you? You know, like, because... <laughs> well, well, like, they don't, they're not suggesting that, like, a very... Uh, time passes for us just like time passes for them, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, it's not one of those situations where they're pretending like only a year has passed. Like, they may, it, it's 13 years to pass in the show just as they have for us. And they have aged, but like Sam, when it started off, Sam, the Sam character was like 20 or something like that. So now he's just like 35 or something like that, mm. you know, r- roughly speaking. Like, and they're, they're dudes, so dudes age well anyway. And both of, like, first of all, Jensen Ackles was literally like a male model soap opera actor. Is he the like taller he one? On, the short one. He okay. he's uh he, he was like in Days of Our Lives and, and shows like that. Like he's gonna look good when he's sixty. Uh and uh but but they've aged well. They're still good looking okay. fit guys, both of them. Like like you're never like like they're fit, they're in shape, they're athletic, uh, and they're good looking, which which is what their characters call for, right? Because they're either fucking chicks or killing demons. Yeah, I was wondering because they would still pull that off. Because like you know oh, yeah. the situation from Jersey Shore? I have no idea yes. what he looks like right now, but I bet the Poor. situation has changed. Whew. 
<laughs> a does he? Like, he's a t- Italians, right? Like, 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 it's and all that sun. <laughs> oh, now <laughs> I alcohol. need to see. Come on, like, like that's a trifecta of of doom and despair right there. I bet he looks eighty by now. Uh. Chiz sent us an unrelated link, but I like to imagine <laughs> that's what that's the situation on the left. <laughs> He's. I, it, what I'm looking at, I'll give you a, 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 this is the whole Google search. It might take you to the picture I'm seeing. Yeah. He's uh, cute, oh, but not, not the situation. Oh. I clicked the one at the top, um, like three from, two from the left or something like that. Yeah, he's definitely gotten older. He's aged better than, than I thought he would, being an Italian beach bum uh, who drinks a ton. You would think that he'd have really yeah. went off the cliff, but that's not that bad. Well, yeah, I just, for finished, him. <laughs> I just finished the most recent of Supernatural uh, season of Supernatural uh, last week or something like that. It's still a good show, man. It really is. Hmm. Uh, they, they've got you know they got the Devil's Son as a character on there now. Uh, he's a I bet he's man. a real asshole. No, no, the opposite, right? Because like you know his mother was a good, his mother was a good person, and he's he he's been separated from his father right from birth. So the boys raised him. Like he, you know, and he, he like ages super fast. Like he's like six weeks old, but he's like a 19 year old guy. Um, and, uh, he's got like crazy scary powers and stuff like that. And it's, it's fun. It's fun. He's, you know, he's, he's like kind of like a loose cannon because he hasn't mastered his powers. So every now and then like he accidentally kills like a security guard or some shit or, you know, it's good stuff. We all make mistakes. Their mom's a character in the show. She was brought back from the dead like two seasons ago or something like that. And, uh, so she's fun. Wait, they're, why don't they bring their dad back? And that um, other dude, the uh, he, because he's Negan now, and he's got a shit going on. <laughs> okay, fair point. And and there's another dude who used to help him. Did they bring him back? Um, Crowley, the Demon King. Definitely not who I'm thinking of. Uh, he was kind of a redneck. Oh, Misha, uh, the uh, oh, a redneck. Oh no. Well, actually, they did bring him back because they went to an alternate dimension this season. <laughs> he was there. He was there. The alternate version of him. And it was like, what's going on, idiots? And they were like, come back to our dimension. He's like, okay. And so they, they brought him back. Yeah. Really? His name's Bobby. Yeah, Bobby. Bobby. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's yeah. back in the show now. He's back in the show. Yeah. Probably <laughs> for a limited time. It's hard to say. You know, maybe four episodes, maybe 10, maybe a whole season. Uh, That's fun. Yeah. All right. Call it a wrap? Sure. Yeah, I think so. Check out our sponsors. Links down below. And, uh,. Yeah, watch those movies that I recommended. They're terrifying if you really mm. want to scare. I really want to. I want to see the fourth kind in particular. Yeah, me too. Uh, PKA 391. <laughs>